You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks of games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello there, gamers, and welcome to episode whatever number this episode is of the Gamecasters. If you're just joining us for the first time, the way I always recommend you listen to us is to stop listening after this diatribe, download all of our episodes, and listen to them as one 220-hour show. Take a road trip around the country in a circular fashion around the perimeter, and then start going in in concentric circles so you eventually end up in the center of the country, and by the time you arrive, you should be finished. (laughs) And then call that episode one. <laughs> and then do it all over again. <laughs> then wait for us to be like on episode 106 more times. And do it again and call that episode two. <laughs> it's the way I always tell people to listen. Yeah, makes sense. So welcome to hour one of episode two, everybody. I like to think of us as an audio laxative. If you're backed up in the old humor department, you need something to finally move the bowels of your humor department, and you're tired of popping Aww. blood vessels in your face while bearing down with no results, then why not stick around for intestinally satisfying segments like the board game beatdown, where Natalie reads all the lowest rated and usually ridiculous BGG comments to your favorite game, or prepare to loosen your laughter stool with a giant suppository of the game of the episode where Natalie can't tell the difference between me and her dogs, or where she calls every answer she didn't get right, stupid, obvious, and easy. Oh, Jeff gets all the easy ones. Oh, code names. (laughs) Is our comedy all thanks to Natalie? I think so. (laughs) The farting is glue. She's the glue. even that's related to Natalie. Yeah, she's the glue. Natalie's the key to the kingdom. We picked a number and rolled it, and every number was the letter N for Natalie. Either way, you'll feel so vacated of laughter, you'll have postpartum depression. You'll feel so much space left in your humor cavity, you'll be able to smuggle your own Natalie. And we'll call it Natalie's Nook. And occasionally she'll pop out and tell you a joke. Hey, did you hear the one about the muffin tops? And you'll be like, oh my God, shut up, I'm in a meeting. And all your coworkers will be like, holy shit, Martin, did a fully grown adult woman just poke her head out of your body? And you'll be like, listen to the Gamecasters. What every other Sunday, wherever you, you listen to podcasts, about? Natalie will then excrete out of you like a newly born foal and then move on to the next host. And that's how we market the show. Eat it, VGG ads. Wow. <laughs> we send our Natalie into the vacated humor cavities of our listeners. Gross. You think that's brilliant? Wait until you hear about our human centipede initiative. Ew. So, <laughs> so what's up with you guys? So we always have to remember that this Ryan just goes. Yeah. We have no idea what he started with welcome to we don't know what episode this is and ended with the human centipede. Yeah. You know, it's really a journey. Can I tell you something funny? Okay. So Ryan has a podcast. Yeah, called the game. At our work. Okay. You know, that's like only for the employees. And yeah. his very first episode. So first of all, a lot of the executives, especially like the CEO of the company, was kind of like skeptical about doing a podcast. Because well, they for know work. me. Yeah. So Ryan made the first they recorded the first podcast and they had to like send it to a bunch of executives to like listen to it to make sure they approved of it and blah blah blah. And of course he says the human centipede in the first episode and a couple of them were kind of like uh, uh, don't maybe you do should take that, that, take that out. out i was like what come on <laughs> like, what? That's funny. it's just someone's mouth stitched to the butthole of another person <laughs> yeah and then, and then that over and over and over and, and over again poops into the mouth of the person <laughs> yeah. stitched to his butt and it goes if you're all the way not through. first you're, you're last <laughs> yeah you <ain't> <laughs> you're, not good. You're, not <laughs> you're, you're not good in the human centipede <laughs> is there a big market out there you think the insurance podcast we don't cover that. <laughs> you think the insurance podcast market is bigger than the board game podcast market? No. no. So I I found a couple insurance. So before I started this, this you found other insurance podcasts, dude. They and you know what they are? They're like 
So we're going to talk a little bit about liquor liability. It's like it's like just <laughs> right? and you were like uh, human centipede and liquor yeah. liability. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. I was like liquor, damn well killed yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. <There's- laughs> we all I it was, was like all something. of us arrived at the four way stop at the exact same yeah, time. Like, we were like, you, "Are you going? Is it your turn? You go? Ever you go? Yeah, yeah, that we was all wrong. just looked at each other at the exact yeah. same time. Who's going to talk? We have no contact. Did you play any games? I didn't play any I games. I did not write anything after oh, the intro, so we're yeah. done. Well, usually at this part of the show, we talk about what TV shows we're watching. Oh, my Ryan God. and I just started the third season of You. Ooh, I have not started that yet. Good show. But I will. Yep, I like that show. It's a good show. Are you I watching anything else? Uh, we, we're, we're going through Parks and Rec. Again. Okay, well, yeah, let me Parks tell you what I did over the last two weeks. You told me to watch a show, and I did. What? And I told you to watch two shows, and you've watched none of them. Wait, hold on. I don't know if you. this is one of them, but... but <laughs> I, How do you not remember? Next on my list to watch is Nine Perfect Strangers? Nine Tiles Panic. Is that the Nine Tiles Panic. Nine Perfect Strangers? That's a, that's yeah, a show. Yeah. I know. Is that one of the ones? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That was like four <laughs> episodes ago. The other one is Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I've been Lasso. begging yeah. Ryan to watch okay, that. Ted Lasso yeah. is Yeah, we're going to watch Ted Lasso. And Only yeah. Murders in the Building with Selena Gomez. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I love- Wait, Selena Gomez isn't that? Talk about Selena Gomez. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Sam, help me. Um... <laughs> Oh we, yeah, Sam doesn't like Selena Gomez either. I was thinking about. I, found that out. I, okay, thinking, I think we should Goodbye. watch the Selena Gomez one after we finish <laughs> you. Also, yeah, after the last podcast, I wish Sam had back in with me and she's like, "I don't get Selena Gomez either." I'm like, you "Thank you." Get you don't have to get her; you just have to. Get <laughs> okay, well, so I finished Alice well, in Borderlands. We, so we watched Alice in Borderlands and finished it. Awesome. What'd you think? Oh, yeah, what'd you think? I liked it. So I think I like. If I had to pick, I like Squid Game a little bit. That's better. what I think, too. I think, too, but they're both really good. Yeah, they're both good. I'm waiting, obviously, for season twos of both of them. I think we're going to get season two of Alice in Borderland yeah. first because it came out technically Yeah, first. I think yeah. Squid Game might have boosted the Alice in Borderland. Totally. Yeah. Well, numbers. so there was a lot of people on the Twitters, the Twitterverse, the Twitter sphere. that were saying, like, you know, we're kind of mad that um, Squid Game's getting all this attention when Alice in Borderland was already doing this before, but then they were like... But also in another way, it's awesome because it's calling more attention to Alice in Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't I don't like. Know, it's not yeah. quite. Maybe it's because we watched Squid Game first, but I almost felt like it wasn't as like, like shocking. Like, <gasps> you know. Yeah, it's more absurd. I it's have, more absurd. A laser because, beam, you know, going through your face. Yeah, is is not far-fetched. as realistic. So you well, yeah, and you it. also have like you know this isn't spoilers, but like the, like, where are these people? Where's everyone? There's a lot more of like kind of obscurity in that sense of like right. there are a lot of questions Squid that haven't been answered. Of like, grounded like, in reality. Yeah, yeah it reminds um, me of leftovers where you're just like, are we ever going to get answers to this stuff? I Whereas hope Squid so. Games, I, feel like, I feel like we will in Alice in Borderland. Game, I think you got to like do. You know you're going to, but I don't want five seasons yet. of either of those shows. I want two, and I want yeah. them explained, and then I want to move on with my life. I think I agree. So with give that. me a second season. Yeah, that because ends you know what it's like. It's like eating a bunch of candy. It's like so freaking good, but you can't yeah. just eat candy. And then you're the in the back of the human centipede, and you have to wait to get that candy. Mm. Mm. It's still good. I'm still, still doing yeah, it. Yeah. a lot of poop. I'm still do <laughs> a lot of poop in that candy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if someone Disgusting. ate corn, it would make it all the way to the fourth person. Yeah, it would. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is that corn? Did you? <laughs> I guess you did. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> what else are we watching? We finished. So. Only Murders in the Building with Selena Gomez and mm, Steve yeah. Martin and Martin Short are, is done. So you could just marathon that if you okay, like. Okay, it's just Because that came out weekly, and now it's... Oh, is it just the first season? I think there's going to be season two. It got a whole bunch of buzz, so I think that they could come back. How do I watch again? Hulu? Two. Hulu. Hello? And Hello. I think that was kind of all... We're, we started the show called Midnight Mass. Like the show. Like I the guess. show. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Midnight Mass is on Netflix. Midnight Mass. What's right this? now, I don't love it. 
it's okay, okay so and i might it, I punt on it i might bail on oh. it. each ep- it's like eight episodes nine episodes they're all an hour like oh. a full hour and it's just it's just a commitment right now and i'm just not into it yeah oh, something needs to like happen like you know somebody needs to die yeah. right like like yeah get me invested yeah in i've Someone gone, I've gone three something. to four hours with like waiting someone for something stitch big. their mouth Some, to the buttocks yes. of the person in front <laughs> your mouth better be on someone's ass immediately <laughs> oh my mouth is not stitched onto the buttocks of someone else is it even worth is it? it even worth to watch it <laughs> i could get all of that entertainment in an hour and a half with human centipede i would even take what if they had it's like the human moon landing they stitch two oh, butts, butts together, together. And, and then the you eat at just, the same time. And the poop just goes back. Well, if you're on South Park, if you eat in your butt, you poop out oh, your yeah. mouth. Yeah. There's also <laughs> South Park did a human centipede episode. As well. Yeah, they did. There's a guy They've in the front. And he's like, he's like, oh, I got a bur- what should I eat? I got there's a burrito or there's this. He's like, what do you want me to eat? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the burrito just looks so good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, you gotta be at the front. You're in control. <laughs> Who's want to be control? I mean, if you're in the front, what's really changed? <laughs> other than, other than people, people on your ass. Kneecaps and you're walking. <laughs> I got some my people on my ass. ass. All the time. <laughs> oh, <went>. my God. <laughs> what? Oh, and welcome back, Natalie, to the show. <laughs> Nothing's different. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So we did something really cool last night. I have a headache. <laughs> Two nights ago. Two nights Thursday ago. No, night. it was last night, wasn't it? It was Thursday. What's today? Saturday. Saturday. What the hell did we do yesterday? We... Wasn't it yesterday? Yesterday. <laughs> no. What the fuck happened? <laughs> you and me? Ooh, oh, did you, yeah, you, you did. did you, <laughs> yeah, you did. Did you roofie you me? me? Because I don't remember. Remember we played Flesh and Blood we watched? Did we, though? You. <laughs> Time out. If Natalie remembers what happened last night and you don't, something, something happened, happened last night. I was drugged. Um, Are you serious? We didn't play? No, it's Thursday night. You don't stream on Fridays. Oh, my God. <laughs> What did we no one knows what we actually did until we tell them. But. I know. We just like watched TV and stuff, and we played Flesh and Blood. And did we though? And we played Flesh I went and Blood to the store. <coughs> oh yes, right. You made those chick. You made that chicken in the air. This fire. isn't an interrogation. Right. We just air played it on Thursday. Chicken. Okay, so Thursday night, which well, I swear yeah. to God was it was yesterday. No, I get it. Sometimes you're you just blank on like an entire day, and you're like, oh my god, is something wrong with me? Yeah, what the fuck? Happened? It's like when you're memory? driving somewhere, and all of a sudden you arrive, and you're like, oh, that, yeah, sometimes that freaks me out. Like, I run red lights. Yeah, did, did I hit? Did someone? I kill did someone? I did not know. How did I get here? Yeah, exactly. How did I get here? Oh God! Like, oh no, this is probably not a safe thing. Yeah. Okay, so apparently. Two days ago, yeah, Thursday on Twitch. The fabric of space time is messed up right yeah. now because this was this was last night. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about it, Jeff? No, no, I do. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> you want to talk so, about? No, thanks. <laughs> we had a game that I think like maybe surprised all of us. It was on my list at Gen Con as an anticipated game. Yeah, but I think it surprised us with how much. We all kind of liked it. Yeah. We've talked about it now um, the last three yeah. episodes in a row. Yeah, so this game is called like Land vs. Sea, and I've been seeing it everywhere on Instagram. It's, it, I get it. It's very, yeah. It's oh. very photogenic, beautiful tiles. And I, I don't know, my main uh, social media is on Instagram, and it's been everywhere there. So I'm not sure if it's getting like on BGG everywhere, if it's popping up reviews. You know what I mean? But anyway, good yeah. Land vs. Sea um, by Good Games Publishing. It came out at Gen Con, and I was. We, when we talked about it, the um, one of the the people that work at um, Good Games Publishing kind of reached out and said, like, thanks for reviewing the game and talking about it and that kind of stuff. Very cool. And his name is Kim. He lives in Australia. And, awesome dude. Yeah. And yeah. Ryan will dude. probably insert 
a uh, an, an accent I right now. I would love to insert into Kim. From oh my Good God. <laughs> so if he, he had me, and he would be like, "Oh, good day." No, now I don't want your to shrimps in to my Bobby. Uh, oh no, Kim. Uh, well, Ear it was box. nice knowing you. Cover your ears in yeah. this part. So Wait, Kim was a shrimp. <laughs> amazing, and oh, he offered cool he he offered to teach us because we on the show mentioned that the four player does it. Maybe it's tacked on. It might just let's just play a two player kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And he was like. Listen, bitch, you're wrong. Yep. <laughs> the three and four player is great, and I'll prove it to you. Let's play it on TTS. And we did. And on Thursday night, the four of us got to play a 2v2. It was last night. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. to play a 2v2 game of Land vs. Sea on um, the Gamecaster's Twitch account, yep. which on goes Gamecast live every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, Semi-consistently. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> We're not on vacation. He goes <laughs> live <not>. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever I feel like it. And it was Natalie and I versus... Ryan, who's extremely good at this game, and a guy who helped develop it. So that seems like a fair fucking teaming. Yep. You ever ask me? Yeah. Ping. Natalie, who right when the game started said, I've never won this game. <laughs> and then I was like, my computer's probably going to die. <laughs> yeah, and I've never played it before. And Ryan's like, all I've done is win. And this guy's like, I've played it 5,000 times and I designed it. I helped, I helped design yeah. the game. So... <laughs> um, we played it. He taught us a two-player variant. It's not a variant. It's the, the, or the sorry, the, the four-player four game. Yeah, I don't even want to call it a variant because it's, it's a game. No, it was very, game. very fleshed out. Yeah, yes. my flesh fleshed was out, out in blood. So yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we've only played it two-player, and so playing it four-player, we were worried that it was not, like, oh great, it was going right. to feel different, or if it just wasn't going to. F- Go, go smoothly and we were wrong it was awesome it was so good yeah and natalie and i proceeded to get our ass handed to us yep. by well, ryan and an aussie mean well you won by like 50 points yeah, yeah it was a whooping <laughs> i don't even know if that's true because first of all it's probably like is anything real anymore because we played this yesterday for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome it was so, so fun. if you're looking for so this game to play really well at two and also really well at four and, and apparently Kim it's has amazing promised us yeah, the three is also three awesome is and i believe him Yes. Yeah. I believe Kim. You want to try Heck that. yeah. Yeah. So you that believe was that. the man yeah. whose name is Kim from Sydney. You believe this guy. You have to believe and this man. Just to reiterate what you guys said, Kim is awesome. He was, we had a good conversation with him. He was like so nice and like so fun to talk to. Very down to earth. Yeah. And he was in the future. He played Sorry, it on down Friday. Under to earth. He played it on Friday. Oh, yes. That's what it is. That's what I knew thinking. it. Because we played it Thursday night. He's in Friday morning in the future. Oh, right, right. So that's what you Good meant. Good point. Because you were on his 100%. team. So you were on Australia. You were in Sydney time, time zone. Yep. That's what it is. Australia is one of my, if I were to get on an airplane and go somewhere across the world, that is in my top one. <laughs> If you were forced to get on an airplane, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like Mr. T style, like knock me out and throw me in the plane, yeah. and like where the luggage goes. Not you would, Essex? you would hope that you I would, would wake love... up in Australia, yeah. and not It'd be like. Sweet. Well, I'm Nebraska. talking about like a place to go. Like I don't oh. really give a crap about Essen, Germany, any other time than when the spiel's going on. Yeah. But Australia yeah. and New Zealand will be two places I would Ooh, love. Be very yeah, cool. I'd love to go Same with Japan. But anyway, all big places. shout out to Kim from Good Games Publishing. Yeah. that was so cool. Very, very, very cool for playing with us. Thank you for doing that. And you could probably see it if you're on, if you're subscribed or following Ryan's the Gamecast. Or Twitch account, it's up there for yes. at least a month, and then yes. it'll be on YouTube. Yep. So if you do want to just check right. it out, how it plays, um, hear how amazing Kim is, and hear how it we just a, argued it was a for really an hour. Fun, yeah. Watch, I would, I would think. You know, we are the most yeah. entertaining people I have ever met. Yeah, and you could tell Kim a couple times was like, "Oh my god!" Like in this basement, oh, we're the three so most entertaining people down I here. I think so. Totally. Well, <laughs> that spider was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's gone now, it's gone now. So we'll you're see. right. I chucked it outside. You're right. Yeah. Although Arnold Palmer I'm still, is on this AC. I'm still looking around, so don't. No, but seriously, we got sprayed. I, yeah. I think. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> we got sprayed. Gross. 
you got sprayed. All right, we talked about this earlier. We went live on Instagram before the show. And uh, basically, whenever you pee now, we're going to say that you're going to call that spraying. Yeah, we're going to go spray. I got to spray. <laughs> I'm spraying. No, Land vs. Sea, real quick, before we go on to the games we played, Land vs. Sea is not just a good two-player game for couples. It is also, I think, a good game for a four a four-player yes. game night or couple even a three-player game. Yeah. Night. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, CVC. Right. And we were talking about like there's not a lot of games out there where you play on teams, a lot of not I love board games. Te- a team yeah. game. I yeah. love a good team game. I like team games, especially like Natalie and I knew we were getting whooped the whole time, so mm-hmm. we basically just teamed up to like and lean rip on Ryan. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, like, oh, like, that like oh, I guess well, you only got that. that yeah. really so <laughs> that was fun to have like have the misery really together. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 You're not cool. just like you're not hurt by yourself. Yeah, you're not. Just, <laughs> you're not a loser all by yourself. It's not like a game we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, that is so cool. That is good. That is good stuff. You guys have anything else before we? Oh, oh, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Ooh, ooh, is it a TM? Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Okay. All right, you talk about it. Well, so we found out, or maybe you already knew this, but there's like this thing on Too Many Bones where it's kind of like this little puzzle, this like sneaky... It's like a riddle game. It's like a little sneaky riddle puzzle game. I'm good at riddles. And and you use like the game (laughs) components to figure out these riddles. And if you get through all the riddles, you get like some free stuff you get free where, stuff where are these riddles okay are so the... we're not i, I don't think oh, i don't okay. think we're All supposed right. to say but there if you own the game too many bones i would encourage you to take a very good look at the end of the rule book that's all i'm gonna say and this something should give you some clue to lead you to some place that will take you through a series of that's challenges neat. and if you complete yes. this you get and there's stuff. There's two of them. It's are you so getting? Cool. Have you finished? We finished. We finished the, we finished the base one. game. So we're gonna. We are getting. I'm not gonna say what the prizes are. We're getting some pretty sweet stuff. And so now we have. There's so you kind of like co. submit it to Chip Theory, and then they're like, cool, and then they send you. Like something. Basically, what happens? It, all I'll say is yeah. okay. the whole thing's. Online. I'll ask off. The whole thing's online. Okay, that's all I'll say. But the you, whole thing's online. The, yeah, it's online. The clues so are tracks. online. Cool. But the to figure it out. You gotta have this. You gotta have the game. That's very good. Did they hide this from like everyone? So they mentioned it in there. So Kelly, uh, Geek Sheet Gamer, told me, she's like, oh, did you do the thing? And she's like, I just found out about this. And I was like, no, I didn't do it. I thought it was only during the Kickstarter. Because I remember this way back in 2017 when the Kickstarter was going on. I thought it was just a thing you could do while the Kickstarter was live. I never even fathomed that you could just do it whenever. That's cool. when you have the game. And so there is one for regular t- base Too Many Bones. And that's what we Undertow did. Undertow is, ex- is the first expansion that came out. We're, we're working on that one now. And then there I, there might be one for Splice and Dice. I'm not sure. That's the newest expansion that Do came out. Do we have that? We have that. Yep, oh, we have it all. Really? So of there course. might be three. And you get stuff for doing it. How yeah. cool is this? What a cool thing. It's a very meta outside of the game. You never have to ever do it ever. And you would never not have... You know all the content. For it. Yeah. it doesn't do anything yeah. like that. You you like have to have this or you're missing out. It's so freaking awesome. I like so, that a lot. Yeah, yeah that is a really, really cool thing that really I have fun. never seen in a game before. Do something like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm very excited to to continue figuring out the second. Yeah, one. we're on the riddle journey. And there's probably not anything like on. It's probably cool that people are not spoiling it like on Board Game Geek or there's in the like, forums. Yeah, there's or like or one thread hidden. that talks about it, but people are not being. That's good. Yeah, people are just That's like, okay, cool. this one is this. This one, you know, they're not doing no, that. Yeah. It's really, really cool. And the chip tier guys will chime in here and there and like say funny things or delete you know, comments. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah, one of them was like, hey, this isn't really in the spirit of the thing. Can you not oh, just okay. delete yeah. that, please? Yeah. You know. Um, but so I, I hope I haven't given a, away too much information already about it. But if you do have the base game, too many bones. Take a look at the at the rule book 
and see what if it's too much out. we'll delete this section you won't even know what ever talk <laughs> absolutely about <it. laughs> um so if you don't have anything else jeff i would love to hear about some games we've been playing some games board game club is back at it full force they've been playing a lot of games yeah like still what? a lot of party stuff stay cool detective club oh, wow. um they played insider like five times the other day nice. so they're still in the in the social deduction hang around with each other kind of play yep which is really fun and they're they're loving it uh obviously they're playing like when i'm uh, having the club during school, I told you like that seminar, they're still playing a lot of Uno. That Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is getting played over really? and over again. Really, yeah. really good, huh? I bought a couple extra copies of like Love Letter and um, just some other games that I know that they so play. So they can have multiple yeah, versions so, yeah. going? Multiple games And there's, um, I bought uh, the the game Spot It. Do you know that game? Yeah, of course. It's like the easiest thing to just like give to people who have never played games. Yeah. And there's like, I know there's like five different ways of playing that one game, but literally I just they just flip it over. Yeah. And, and they just try to find it. Yeah. And they just go over and over again. They're having like a blast. So it's easy when the kids are like, I don't want to play Uno right now. And I'm like, just do this. I don't have to like take very long to explain it. And then it's just something comes in a little tin. Yep. A little circular tin. Yeah. So that's been cool. Sweet, we awesome. um, played a huge epic game of Arkham Horror, which I know is not your favorite game. Yeah, I don't like that one. But <laughs> a few Mondays ago, it was Bill's pick. And that's his only pick in October. So he's like, we're playing Arkham Horror. And <laughs> Did you go all out? We went all, all out. We had, extra, um, we had the extra table for <laughs> all the cards. The table? Yeah, the yeah. card table. Yeah. So it's it's big. We have the Dunwich board. So you have like the regular board. Isn't the, board the Dunwich on board on the other table too? Or is it, is it no, just the Dunwich board the fits reg- on the table. And then okay. the, every, like the cards, tokens, um, everything like that is on the other card table. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> um, the cards are on the card table. <laughs> and it was it came down to the wire. There was like moments where we were like, all right, it's taking wire. this is taking a long time, right? Yeah. We, it took us the night. We were it was like yeah. three total hours probably once okay, we got that's going. Not, honestly, that's not that bad. Um, I can't yeah, go it's not on. Bad. And we're, we're also like good at that type yeah, of game. We can move and mm-hmm. right. So it's it was three because we probably started about seven thirty. We ended at ten thirty. Um, but man, were we like we're like. Every time we got kicked out of the portal or something, or we got pulled into a portal and didn't have enough clues, and it just was like, "Come on, we're so close!" Working. and we just couldn't do it. Who did you but fight we did. Oh God, I don't remember. You don't the name remember? Of it. it wasn't. Cthulhu I do or... know that um, a few weeks ago when I wasn't at game night, they played. Dave picked Eldritch Horror. Okay. Yep. And they got destroyed by that monster. So oh. then Bill picked that monster. Oh, in Arkham. revenge! Yeah. So then we beat that monster. <laughs> Um, it didn't wake up, thankfully, because if it wakes up in that game, yeah, you're, you're pretty screwed. fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, you're so screwed. thankfully, we closed all the gates and we sealed all the gates <laughs> and won that way. And it was cool. So then the week after, it was Dave's pick. Nice. Dave hosted game night. Awesome. For, well, oh, cool. the first time that I was there. He's hosted a couple times before, but he's he's getting into the hosting mix. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. So when one. you host, you get he to does. pick. And Dave picked this brand new game called Cora. Cora the Explorer. Cora the Explorer. <laughs> yep. K-H-O-R-A. Cora. <laughs> Rise of an Empire is the it's Cora colon Rise of an Empire. Cora's colon. Cora's colon. Cora's Explorer Cora's colon. Yeah. <laughs> Dora the Cora Explorer colon. <laughs> Colonoscopy. Yeah. Version. Dave bought it at Gen Con. I think I, for, I was pumped because it was on like my list and Dave was like, this looks really cool. I'm like, yeah, you should get, get it. it. And I think he this was. Yeah. yeah. I do not remember. That yeah. It was one of the one of the games. Do you remember bought. what? You did yesterday, last night. <laughs> I Ryan. did. Ryan. She drugged me. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we went to Australia. Hole in my arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Australia. It was great. Hung out with Cam. Then we in came back here. Drug-addled stupor, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so he bought it. I was I was excited to play it. And I think he was also shocked that he like bought it. It wasn't on his list. And he kind of saw it. It was getting played at a table. He was like, this looks really cool. And I'm like, I think it's really cool, Get too. Get it, man. Yeah. And it's published by Yellow Games. Okay. Um, the wonderful I-E-L-L-O. And... I look at the designer. When you look at the designer of this game, it's like a team. They're called like the Headmaster Simulation Quarter something something. What? Game team. Yeah, like look Akitoka? it up. Like Akitoka? Yeah, similar to that. 
K-H-O-R-A, Cora. Oh, okay. And yeah, the design, it's like a team. So it has to be like a team has put this together. Are they a bunch of nobodies? It is a, yeah, freaking nobodies. <laughs> you all, here's the thing. I think it's Headquarter a- Headquarter Simulation Game Club. Yeah, H-Q-S-D-C. right? I kind of had those things. I think I added the word master there, but- I think the other game that they produced is what this game, Cora, has like re-implemented. Improvement of the Polis. Yeah, so I think Improvement of the Polis is a game that was made before, and then Cora is an is a re-implementation of that. Got so this it. is Rise of the <clears throat> an Empire? Yes, Cora oh, Rise no, of the Empire. Cool. Headquarters Simulation Game Club is a group of designers <clears throat> at KO University's Board Game Club. Oh, that's, that's cool. Sweet. What is KO so University? Wonder, let's, let's go to them. Well, what, when did that other game come out, Improvements <clears throat> of Polis? Uh, let me check. Improvement of the Polis was a game that my internet loves 2017. So I wonder if this is like a new group of like students, group of people who are oh. like, let's improve this game. Okay, so KO University, abbreviated as KO or KDAI, is a private research university located in Minatao, Tokyo, Japan. Oh, that's Japan. awesome. That's the cool. oldest institute of Western higher education in Japan. So they wow. have a club uh, that yeah, they work they together a, a to design. Game. This is very it. cool. That's very cool. That's awesome. Man, all these things we learned. I said it was cool first. Let's just. Yeah, no, you Fine. you were the first. That cool. is neat. That's. Wow. <laughs> Natalie was the first. Yeah, you're the first. Neat. Ding. Awesome. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay, so in in Korra, players are rulers of this like ancient Greek city, right? You can you attack. You, you, it's called Rise of an Empire. Mm. So there's obviously an empire theme to it. Mm-hmm. You're working to develop your city better and faster than your opponents, of course. And I don't really understand. Like, if all of these cities are happening at the same time or, like, these groups are functioning, I think maybe I'm thinking about it too, you know, too long. But maybe. anyway, you have a faction or you have a... Oh, this is one with all those tracks. A lot of tracks. Oh, yeah. Tracks on tracks awesome. on tracks. Tracks on tracks on tracks. tracks, and, tracks, tracks. And, and, yeah, and, and your your civilization sits on your own player board. So, again, think of a, a Civ game sort of where you just you yeah. have a different power that comes with that, right? So players have their own player board, which are all dual layered and awesome. Ooh, and the nice. Civ tile rotates out of the player board, so you can actually take it out of your player board and it, you know. I know. So there's a bunch of them, which is very cool. They're all dual layered, so all the tracks fit in nicely. Yeah. Dual layered player boards are the oh, best. Man. It's like the sliced bread the thing shit. that happened with yeah. board games. Yeah. Ugh. It's great. How cool is that? So, so on the board you have your civilization, and you have a couple tracks that keep track of tracks. <laughs> is there a tracker? Tracks there's a tracker. Keep track keep, yeah. tracks. Tracks keep so track there's of a tracks. tracker on each of the tracks that have a different symbol, or like a shape that keeps track of your tracks. Wow. The tracks are different track stuff. Like Can you eat moose tracks <laughs> while you're playing like, this. Yeah. And watch Survivor Man Les Stroud as he tracks an animal. <laughs> oh my gosh. So on there's the railroad track. The the three different categories are like military and. Like Pizza? you know the money, like stuff like that. There's like very yeah culture and military yeah, civ and... type tracks. Yeah, okay. Um, Penises and on the main board. Okay. So there's your player board, and then there's a main board. The main board has more tracks, triple layered, triple tracks, tracks on tracks, 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 on tracks. <laughs> and those tracks on the board kind of track your oh overall gosh. categories, like your overall military, your overall citizenship, wow. your taxes. The ones on your player board are like. You know, activate with certain cards and things like that. Mm. The so the, of this game is tracks. 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 It's tracks. Isn't there like track out. marks when you like shoot up heroin? Yeah. And there's that. That's that's what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. That's that? what you were doing last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently. Well, against my will. Yeah. Natalie you were. shot up heroin in me and had her way with me. Shot so up heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about drugs. Is that what you do? <laughs> do I? I just do you sniff it? Like shoot put it in my arm, guys. Between the toes, like the pros. That's steroids. That's a steroid thing. That's also heroin. I thought you put heroin in the toes. Right? <laughs> yeah, there's like veins Between in there. Let toes. us know. If yeah. you know about drugs, email us at thegamecasterpodcast.com. You know at gmail.com. <laughs> the dot, dot gov. Podcast. Dot. 
Gamecasters. <laughs> this the, is the website. The game. <laughs> not last. It's dot Ding. com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, tracks on tracks on tracks. All right, hey, Natalie, next to those tracks on the main board, oh there is a whole bunch of red, blue, penises. and green tokens. <laughs> and next that. to those red, green, and blue tokens are like strength Damn. that you need to take those tokens, which would go along with a military track. So you have your own player board with tracks. You have the main board with tracks, tracks. and tokens. <laughs> Isn't that great? Like I'm trying to harmonize stuff. with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say... Harmonize with his I'm gonna say, voice. <laughs> I'm going to say play begins with an event okay. card. You ready? Right, yep. All right. Play, play begins, begins with an event card. card. Oh, my God. Okay. You guys. So, <laughs> this, is, this is great. It's crazy. What's <laughs> happening to this guy? So I'm it, supposed to rein this in, in, not encourage Bell? this. I don't know. Maybe it's good they not left much, out some order. Missing some missing food. food. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, man. So Dave bought Cora oh, at Gen Con. It's published by Yellow and a team of designers from this university. Yeah. Start again. K-O. Delete all this other stuff. Let's go back. This episode, we're not going to talk about a bunch of nobodies. nobodies. <laughs> how, many, how many more times are I going to do this one? Every time. Oh, man. All, all of the, the times. times. <laughs> James. And I can't talk anymore. She jinxed you. I yep. can sing still. Ryan, I'm <laughs> no. sorry. He's not going to speak the rest of this episode. It's the Natalie and Jeff show. Yeah, welcome. You're not supposed to talk. talk. God. Yes. Is this seriously staying in the episode? Oh, my God. You're not supposed to do it. I'm mixing the jinxing. I had to harmonize with you. Your voice is already high. I didn't say fuck you. Yeah. All right, Jeff, continue. Oh, uh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> He's I like, pass. what was I even talking about? Tracks and cars. I pass. Tracks, tracks and tracks. And tracks. What did you think of this game? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got to talk more about it. Thoughts about okay. It. Where was that? Let me summarize. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. He's going to do, he's gonna do it again, so he just needed to. I'm not going to do it. Tranquility. Tranquility. Player board in front Red of you <laughs> with tracks and your sieve. Double Big, layer. gigantic board Triple in the layer. middle with more tracks and these tokens. Yes, yes. Okay. Strength. Play begins with an event card. People gather income like normal mm-hmm. Civ games. And then all players roll two dice. Okay, you have an opportunity at some point to get a third die. Yeah, right. But you activate, you roll two dice, and you then attribute these action tiles that you have. So everybody has seven action tiles. You attribute the action tile to each of your dice. I know. Got oh. it? Yep. Dice. Okay. Um, he was hoping I would harmonize. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, the action tiles have a minimum die number required to like take the action. So... Uh, for example, like the one action has a three on top, and I have to play that action with a three or higher on the dice roll. Okay. So if I, I roll two ones, I'm kind of in a pickle. Yeah. Right. I can't play the the five, the four, five, six, seven action. Right. But there is a citizen track, of course. There's a track for everything. Of course. That yeah. you can spend to sort of mitigate shitty rolling. Okay. Um, but in this game, rolling sixes is always better because then you could do whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. You could do whatever you want if Unless you roll sixes seven. or higher. Um, there's not. Oh. <laughs> and but maybe in a future expansion I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, probably. So in um in order everybody uses their five actions. So if you if, if whoever played a zero action, everybody takes a zero action, then everybody takes a one action, then everybody takes a two action that they played, blah 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 all the way through that thing. Sure. So the seven actions allow you to do stuff, gain money, get other resources, draw and play these very cool cards. Um, move up different tracks, move up other tracks, mm. slide some tracks, move mm. some tracks up, track Damn. your tracks. Shoot. You can untrack a track 
and then you can track retrack. You can't triple track, track a double track. You can't. You cannot triple track a double track. I feel like you should have made a music track for this. Oh, a track shit. for a track. I can. It's not too late. Yeah. It hasn't released yet. This isn't live. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. And you can also, <laughs> which is probably no. the crux of the game, mm-hmm. is you can use this military action. Yeah. And the military action is the way that you get those. Um, multicolored, different colored tokens that are on the board. The so you're red fighting ones, each the other. Ones, and the green ones. You're not fighting each other. You're oh. just fighting the board. Oh, okay. So there is no direct conflict. There's almost zero. Um, the only thing that is that you player interaction is I would go first if I'm the start player and I might take the token that you would want. Mm. So on the board, there's these, these, the red token might say you need a three strength. And then if you have a three strength, you can take this token and two people die. Or this one might be 10 strength. And if you have 10 strength, six people die. And you basically are moving the track around, right? So now I have 10. I move it down six. I take the token. And that token is now mine. Okay. In three different colors. These tokens are, you need them to do a lot of stuff with the cards and with your civilization. So your civilization has another track of powers as you move up. But you need to have collected these tokens in order to move it up. Sure. For example, I know. my step from zero to one, I needed a red and a green token in order to even take the action to move up that track. Damn. Or I might need three blue tokens and one red token in order to play a card out in front of me. Because it says that there's a cost on the card. Does that wow. make sense? No, but I'm, I'm sure it does. Yeah. 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 So... You're collecting the tokens. The tokens help you play cards, which then could get an engine going and have these cool powers on them. And players get points throughout the game, and you also get points for collecting those tokens. So you really need the tokens in order to do a whole lot that will get your engine going. The cards are very cool. The cards say, you know, when you take the number two action, you might get an extra <laughs> something. You know, it's got to be the number two action. It's got to be the two. You know, when that's pooping. Um, I told um, the yeah. kids I when went you, number three. Yeah, that's puking. <laughs> oh, that's wait, vomiting. That's oh. throwing up. Like, oh, now he's going number three. Like, every time the did. kids ask me where Natalie is, because they ask me where Natalie is a thousand times a day. Literally, every single time they ask me, I go, she's pooping. Every time. Where's yeah. Natalie? She's pooping. And, and they're then, like, oh. oh, okay. They're like, oh, okay, man. They, they have not questioned her. I just like, leave her, the room like, for no. a second. They're like, where's Natalie? Pooping. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she's, like, pooping. Oh, she's pooping. She's pooping. Yeah, she got poop. Yeah, they used to be like, no, dada. No, she's not. And now they're like, now, they're like, man, now they've just she, accepted her bowel. she has IBS. No, I think they just accepted that you're not going to give them a straight answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they actually dead as a liar. They're going to poopy answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, these cards are very cool. They they basically can give you something immediately. They can give you some end game scoring and they can also give you like an ongoing power through the game or an ongoing ability, ability. sort of thing. So you get points throughout the game. You get points at the end of the game for a bunch of different things, whether it's the cards that you've played throughout or the tokens that you collect. And then after nine rounds, so each starting with an event card, most points wins, obviously. Of course. I like okay. the sound of the tracks. There's a, lot, There's a of- lot of tracks on tracks on tracks. So you want to get the highest of the tracks. You want to collect all the sweet cards. You want to collect all the tokens. And you want to do that better than everybody else. Okay. Here's what yeah. I think. Overall, oh, yeah. better than good, not great. Oh, I know. Better than good, not That's great. What I guess. So you hate I think another couple plays will determine both like the replayability and its potential of moving up into a great status. Really? Oh. Um, Could I, be great. So I played the game very differently than than Joe played the game, than Dave played the game. Dave had a tough time getting sort of an engine going. Um, okay. 
I think that the first few rounds have a very like slow feeling of like, how the hell am I ever going to get anything going? I like those kinds and of games. Then, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I did everything. And then but it ramps up. Sudden, I did yeah. it. And then, all right, you moved up a track and now you activated your third dice. So now Underwater you get Cities three. has that. Yeah. yeah. You're and now playing you get, like, well, even like Lost Ranch. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to score any points. Yeah, yeah Lost Ranch. Because like, like, you're like yeah. doing like one thing and you're like, this isn't doing much. And then at the end, you have four rounds left. How much? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I just did a thousand things on my last turn. Right. Yeah. It's very, I like that feeling. And then it ramps up. You get the third die you get three actions on your turn now instead of two so and then as your tracks start moving up now you have more options of mitigating shitty rolls or spending things and then when more cards get out you have uh, this might be the most annoying episode that i've ever done i can't wait to see how this sounds like like i'm not going to listen to it, to it because like i'm like i'm experiencing gonna be really it. funny or be like what the fuck ryan i think it's I, i'm leaning toward what the fuck ryan is where i'm leaning i can't even say a word <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm sure you are. you are. I can't wait for you to review whatever fucking game you didn't play last week. <laughs> when I kick it over to Ryan, he's oh like, I God. didn't play any games. I'm like, yep. well, I guess ah, I'll talk some more. That. Yeah. yeah, that was it was a close one. Oh my God. We almost didn't. They we were all playing today. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Yep. Oh my God. What else do I got about this game? Oh. I like how, okay. What didn't you like? Easy to teach. I'm keeping with some things like yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, the watch it played, watch it played. Is no, no, that's the thing. Sit down no, and no. shut up. Rodney Smith's video. Rodney watch Smith's it video. Watch, watch it played. Play. He the video is like 11 minutes long for a game that's like a game, and it's 11 minutes long and you'll learn the entire game. So that's oh. like a shorter. You know, a lot of wow. times it's like yeah, that's not bad. You know, he's spinning the box for 30 seconds even too. So it's like you. How the fuck does he do that? You can I don't know how many takes does it take him to do that shit. He's done a funny video where he's like, "What do you mean how many takes does it do?" And he flips yeah. it and catches One. it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, How many takes did that take? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so many takes? God. So I think it's really simple to teach, um, especially for such like a, a solid gamer's game sort of. Yeah. Um, it is definitely a skeleton of a Civ game, and it gave me like the the vibes of Tapestry. It's lighter than Tapestry, in my opinion. Oh, really? But because Tapestry Tapestry's is, again, too. moving up tracks, right? Yeah. I want to move this track to do this, this track to do that, that track to do this. This has similar, but there's less comboing, I guess. Sometimes in Tapestry, you feel like, this lets me do this, and then I can do that, and then I can do that, and then I can do that, right? Mm -hmm. Once you get up further along these tracks, this one is like, I'm taking this action, I can move up on the track, and then my cards might activate. But it still feels very skeleton Civ game. So if you liked Tapestry and want maybe a lighter experience that only takes about an hour wow. to an hour and a half. Interesting. I would um, not guess that. Because Tapestry is, you know, for it saying <laughs> 60 minutes light. on the box, for it saying 60 minutes on a Tapestry box, maybe it says 90, but that, that's a two-hour game. This is lighter than that, so it's quicker. Um, yeah, two point eight five is what the weight is on this. On Cora, yeah, yeah. I wonder what what I'm tapestry looking, says. I'm gonna look. Two point eight nine. <laughs> so point, So it is lighter. I knew lighter. it. You got it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. In my, just, were you worried a little bit? Were you like, oh. yeah, oh god, what is this? <laughs> oh, yeah. higher. I, in my head, it would be a little <laughs> like I wouldn't even know if it was two point eight five. I might even put it in 2.5 in my own head. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is a 2.8? Nothing. Who knows? Well, I don't know any of this nonsense. I know. So I think there are some really satisfying like action cards, card combinations that you can make throughout the game. But on the first play, I know Dave had a hard time getting anything going or you don't know what the cards are. So you're just kind of, so you start the game with a card draft. So I start with seven cards. I take one pass around and then we end up with seven. So or maybe it's five play, or whatever. Like, your first play, you're just I'm grabbing doing. things. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is it worth down, taking all the? Is it worth taking all the lightning bolts and getting things right away? Is it worth taking endgame scoring? Do you have mm -hmm. some mix? Do you try to match it with your power? What do you do, right? Mm -hmm. So I think with more plays, that card play could become more satisfying. Um, I think Joe cheated 
<laughs> the end. Don't and say anything else. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like so we played. We were like three rounds in, and we look over. And it looked like Joe had already played six rounds of the game. Um, I did make. Wait, a, do you legitimately think he cheated? I have no idea. But every time I looked over there, he had more and more stuff just like piling up. It's like he ended the game with like thirty-eight tokens, nine cards out. And Dave and I are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Is but that a lot? <laughs> it's a lot. That's obviously a lot. Um, Sounds like a lot. It was more than us. But anyway, I was very close. Oh, I, I almost squeaked it out. Well, he's forty now, so yeah. His mind, bur- is happy, his mind is going. Happy birthday. His mind is um, <laughs> So Bill and I, what Bill and I kind of did is we had some good action, um, like combos going on. So that was kind of our strategy. Okay. And that's usually mine and Bill's strategy. Joe went like strong military because that was his power. Um, and he like cleaned up a lot of those military tokens on like every, on every turn. I think production is amazing. Um, here's some downsides. Uh-oh. Luck and dice rolling can suck. Because mm-hmm. this is always better to roll higher. Rolling sixes is inherently better than rolling ones, no matter what. Um, and there's no way to mitigate bad dice rolls? There is. So you're paying these citizens, which is one of the tracks. But if you continually have to pay citizens, you have to take actions that give you citizens instead of the actions that you want to do. Hmm. So if um, Kingsburg, right? In Kingsburg, rolling lower um, was also inherently awful. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with, what's that other one called? To Forge a Realm. Nope. That's the that's the expansion. No, not well. Okay, that's the expansion. What's the the other game with the Cthulhu thing? Oh, Kingsport Festival. Yeah, the Kingsport Festival penalized you for rolling higher, but you got more stuff. Mm, I never played that one. Uh, so that was kind of a cool way of doing that. that was like, my, okay, I think it's my copy that Bill has too. Okay, <laughs> so it's played. like when you rolled higher, you got penalized in that game, and if you rolled lower, you just didn't get as much stuff. So there was a nice kind of balance there. This one rolling higher is always better, but yes, there are ways to sort of mitigate those to lower them. Um, I think that there is too much of a reliance on the military during the events. So there's nine events. You flip over a card, and it's either going to give everybody something, take something away from everybody, or the event directly relates to the military track. So we had five events at the beginning of the game, almost like back to back to back to back. And all the events are like this in the game. All say whoever's highest on the military track gets something, and whoever's ever lower loses something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I have to play the military game because Joe was highest on the military because that's what his power was. So he was highest on the military for the first four rounds of the game. So he got all these bonuses at the beginning of the game. And there's no no cards in there that say who's ever highest on the tax track gets something. Whoever's highest on the something. So it's like it went hard on the military for the, the event cards. And I didn't love that. I feel like maybe, why wouldn't you, if I'm playing a Civ game, it's not all just about military. Yeah. Right. It's about other things. So like if I'm highest on the culture track, why didn't I get something? There are some games that are Civ games where you, if you don't go, if you don't go military, yeah, if you you're don't screwed. fight. Yeah. And Sounds that's like where like that. I didn't do that. I still came close to winning because I tried my, you know, I, I feel like I used some um, of my powers probably efficiently, but I still lost. But I would like to maybe see a card or two in there that's like something not related to. So Joe the to, Cheater one? Yeah, Joe the Cheater okay. one. Um <laughs> But overall, I enjoy my first play. I expected to hit the table again soon. I know Dave was like, "I need to, I need to have another play to it solidify like a it." Game for him um, kind of thing. Yeah, because he he's someone I think he needs to take it in first, and then he wants to play again. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the cards, like I was playing cards, and he was like, "Damn, I never saw like he didn't work his combos." Mm-hmm. I think that helps in this game where you're yeah, playing with cards. Mad. Yeah, the combos. <laughs> Nelly's favorite. I remember that. I do. No, no, I don't remember. No, he just made do a comment remember? about it. I don't know. Nope. 
Listeners, do you remember? Do you remember were you in the back seat of Dave's car that during this hilarious. moment as well? I don't think we ever, we ever talk, talk about, about that? that. No, I have a list of Natalie stories from Gen Con that I'm waiting to bring do you, up. Do you, you want to? Is that one of them? Yeah. So tell it, Joe. I have so many. Tell it. Tell no, I, this one's about you. I think. Yeah, it is about. It is about oh, me. well, let me tell. No, it, it is about me. You tell it though. All right. It's funny. <laughs> so we made a stop before going to an escape room at Gen Con. Oh, well, hold on. Let me go back. This game was called Korra, Rise of an Empire. <laughs> Buy yellow. Good game. I'll update you if I, when I play it again. If it moves from good to a great category, I'll let you know. So we're at Gen Con. We are on our way to an escape room, and we stop at a Speedway, and we're like, we need to get something to drink, and we need some snacks. Get some snacks. Because we were going to eat dinner till after the escape room. But yeah. Natalie couldn't get out of the well, car. Well, the truth reason, is right? we ate before the escape room, and we were hungry. But um, There's a reason you didn't get out of the car. You just wanted to sit there. Ridiculous. I think I just didn't want to get out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we go in. Okay. We get like, you know, pop or something and some snacks. And Ryan buys combos. Yeah. You know, the combos are like either it's a, a like a breaded thing or a pretzel thing this surrounded with cheese, cheese or cracker. something. Cheddar cheese cracker combos. And comes back to the car fucking pumped. <laughs> like, like he just like got an award. He was so excited. Walked up to the car Not and me. said... And said, Natalie and Ryan call each other babe, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> Je- okay, Jeff's been rolling his eyes at everything so, happening tonight. I think. Now, remember when we said last episode, the guy that goes in his car on the way home and he sticks his head out the window and screams this is his eyes way home? That's what's happening tonight. Poor so, Jeff. and the reason I roll my eyes is like, Devin and I, we call, I call her Devin and she calls me Jeff. There's no, like, we don't have that. That like is a, not even romantic. Yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> oh, when I call Ryan Ryan, he's like, he's like, ew, you just call me Ryan. That's weird. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's your, your government name. name. <laughs> now, you don't call me my government name. Yes, so <laughs> Ryan opens the door well, a command. <laughs> and says, hey, babe, check this out. I got you your favorite snack and hands Natalie a bag of combos. I was so excited. And Natalie pauses, looks at him and says, I've never had a fucking combo in my life. <laughs> she didn't say fucking, but she, but, but she, she might have. Well <laughs> I've never had a combo in my life. And then we all just like lost it. <laughs> Because Ryan in his it was head, my well, Jeff was snack like in the ever, and I have never and when even eaten that, that. He like whips his head around. He's like, what? This is, it was, I've never had a combo my entire life, Ryan. <laughs> I could have sworn it's her favorite. You it big stupid idiot. You don't even yeah, know like, my favorite I swear snack. You've told me that before. I'm nope. like, I've literally never. I was eaten like, I feel like food. we just talked about it like last week, where you were like, God, I love, God, a I love combo. And Ryan was like in Speedway, like, yes, I'm gonna get some in the Airbnb. Yep. Here, like, babe. I know her so well. It's She's gonna like, be so happy. Like, like, oh, when, you know like, me. You know, like, you, so, like a husband gets his wife a, a, a present for like their anniversary or their birthday, and she's like, "Oh, you remembered." That's what I thought was happening with the combos. Yeah, like you're gonna be like, "Oh, oh I just oh. mentioned that in a brief conversation." <laughs> and and you, you remembered, and you never had a combo in my entire life, Ryan. <laughs> I, I didn't want to open these. It was great. I remember you like brought it in and I was looking at it and I was like, that's weird. He got himself combos. And I was like, what do you get me? And you're like, I got this for you. And I was like, um. I, could, I, think it, I think it is. I think you're messing with me. No, I So that's one Natalie never, story. I'll cross so it off my list. I eat combos for the first time at Gen Con. You liked them, I thought. Yeah, they were pretty good. Now it's your favorite snack. I mean, <laughs> that was so funny. we definitely played Lamberse yesterday, and combos are your favorite snack. What's, what's there's something? There's a third thing I'm going to be completely wrong about. Maybe it's my feelings on the next game we play. Okay, <laughs> let's hear about them. So there's a game called Sticky Icky Terry Icky, uh, <laughs> and it's a game designed by Kuta Yamada. Now you might know what else Kuta Yamada has designed. Nothing much. He's a nobody. Oh. <laughs> this game's actually what a called... nobody. Oh, what a nobody. It's actually called Iki. No, he did design Iki, a game that was on Kickstarter back in 
2015. Did you hear about this game? No, back not then? at all. I did not either. Uh, it promptly went out of print, never to be seen again, and then it came back. <laughs> I-K-I. Yeah. It's a spelling. Yeah, Iki. Iki. It's not like sticky Iki, Terry Iki. I call it Iki. I picked Iki. it up at Gen it's Con. It's a city, right? It's a city. No, no, I'll tell you what. It's a, It's like a state of mind. I picked it this is? up at Gen Con. Yeah. And Natalie and I sat down to give it a go. <clears throat> uh, but okay, this is a first impressions look, more so than a review, because yeah. we played it once. And you'll... And yeah. I hated this fucking thing. So no... Oh, we played it once, it. and there were some things we... We did we didn't incorrectly. We messed up bad. Yeah. We had bad. Anyway, okay. So take that with a grain of salt. Okay. <laughs> we played it and, and just wanted to kind of talk about it. We're not telling you if you should go or get it or not based on our extensive knowledge or anything. No. Okay. So in Icky, players are uh, playing to be the most Icky, bathing in mud puddles, not showering for months, and sometimes taking the rolling in feces of an action space. Um, Icky is actually IKI, like Natalie said. Icky. I think it's Icky. pronounced Icky. Icky. Okay. But I don't know. I really don't know that. So I could be offending someone saying it either way. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. it's Icky. Way to go. <laughs> it's really like the way to live your best life. That's actually what it like. Oh. It, it's like it's in the Edo period of Japan. Um, basically, the game takes place on a rondel, which is cool. We like rondel games. Yes. Um, can you think of another rondel game you've played, Natalie? Trajan. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, a Roncala kind yeah. of thing. Oh, that's Moncala. No, 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 but it, it, it counts. no, you're right. It is still a rondel. Because you Mon-Cal- are still. It's a, it's like a it's fusion. A it's, a, it, it's called a Roncala. It's, it's a Roncala. Oh, Ron it's a fusion it's of. Yeah, it's like a Roncala Burgundy or so Roncala Swanson. Rondel's yeah. just like going around. <laughs> yep. Tantawaken. That is the most exciting way to yeah, describe just it. Just going around. Just like, like going around. Going around. Going around. Tantawaken. was the example that I thought you were going to. Jeff, you played some Rondel games. Yeah, run around. What did you say? Ronglebringer? Just games that go around. So Rondell's just like geeks go around. He's Ron Rondell Burgundy. <laughs> Rondell Swanson. Yeah, I've played some games like that. I'm not gonna tell you any. <laughs> Figure it out yourself. Yeah, I can. Just played Navigator. I'm not assisting in your uh, review played, of this game. Just played nav- 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 Navigator. That's a Rondell yeah. game. A Lincoln Bla- Navigator. Uh, Blackout Hong Kong. We've played that, Natalie. That's a Rondell game as well. Okay, so you get the idea. You just go around in a circle. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exciting. <laughs> on, the, on your turn, you're basically taking and deciding how many spaces in the rondelle you're going around. So there's four spots on the top of the board, and they have a one, two, and a three, and a four. And you just basically pick, in turn order, when you're going to go. So let's say Natalie's first in turn order. She might put her meeple on the three. And that just says she's going three spots around the rondelle this turn. Why does she want to go those spots? Because each spot on the rondelle has an action associated with it. And it might have a character card that you've put on the board previously next to that space. And so if you land on a space on the rondelle that has a character card there, you can take both the action of the rondelle and the action of the character card. If that character card is an opponent's character card, they get a benefit. If it's yours, you don't get the benefit. You just get whatever the action says. Um, And it's really cool in that way. That's a really, really interesting mechanism. It doesn't really do anything to, like, change. I don't know. It doesn't really do anything new. You know what I mean? There's not really any new mechanisms in this game that like make it stand out in that way, but it still feels kind of fresh <clears throat> because we haven't played it before. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also this thing <clears throat> that you're doing in the game, and you're you're gaining this firefighting strength. And three times throughout the game, the game takes place over an entire year. Each round is a month, so you're playing twelve. You're playing thirteen actions or rounds. Um, the 13th round is New Year's Day. So you're January, February, March, April, May, June, July, Jason Derulo. Okay, and then <laughs> you, you play that. And so then each round you play, you're moving around this rondelle and taking actions. The actions are giving you stuff or moving you up in this firefighter track. And then on every third month, you get income. 
and you have to pay your workforce. Any meeples you have on these character cards, if you don't pay for them, they're gone. The character cards are gone. Paying those workers. Pay those fucking workers. <laughs> I don't know. Like, why? <laughs> they're hungry. On the fifth, I think seventh and ninth month, <clears throat> a fire breaks out. And you know the strength of the fire. And so you, you can see early on the game, okay, in round five, there's going to be a fire of strength four happening. So I need to get my fire marker moved up to four, at least, to deal with the fire. That's how you fight the fire. What you don't know is where on the board this fire will break out. And that's random. And that can suck. If you do not have the fire track. You always know where fire is going to happen. Is it just like real life? It just happens. You just don't. (laughs) If we knew, we would get the fuck out of the way. Okay? There's a fire right there. It happens out of nowhere. If you knew, like, hey, there's going to be a fire over there tomorrow, don't go there. Don't go to that spot. But it happens randomly. wherever you <laughs> you just roll a die and there's you fire. Just roll a die and then there's fire. Hey, we played Flashpoint. It just yeah, that's the way it I goes. Know. Yep. <laughs> um, so things I like. The game is beautiful. I wrote gorgeous. I don't know why I just said beautiful. It's gorgeous. It sounded more natural. Thing. Yeah, it was more natural. What'd you say? They, same thing. They mean the same. I feel like thing. gorgeous is like a higher rank. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is it it's beautiful gorgeous. or is it it's gorgeous? Gorgeous. Okay. It's both, but it's gorgeous. It, the presentation of the game is beautiful the components are amazing the board is lush the box is out of this world awesome the gameplay is really toit like a toyger and there's a lot to think about the weight of the game says 2.96 on board game geek which sounds middleweight right yeah it felt more middle heavy to me like a like a 2.98 more like it felt like a it felt like a 3.2 which you know i have no freaking it didn't feel lighter than a castles of burgundy because castle burgundy i think is like a straight three Right, or it's, clo- it's well. close to a three, yeah. maybe maybe it's a little more than yeah. three. It felt that kind of weight to me. Yeah, I, um, felt, I felt like it was pretty medium. Oh my god, fine. Oh so it's god. about 2.96, that's exactly well, what Well, 3.2 is still medium, so it in is. your face. It is. It, to me, it felt heavier than that. <laughs> I really like Rondell games typically, and this one was cool. At the beginning of your turn, you just pick how many spaces you want to move, and then uh, in the two-player game, one of those spaces gets blocked, you know, and so you have to kind of really plan out where you want to go. You have these tokens that let you go extra spaces on the Rondell if you want. Um, so you got to like manage all that stuff. <clears throat> um, and I really did like a lot about this game. What I didn't like is how frustrating it was for me, this play. And again, we played it once and wrong. Okay. There's a rule <laughs> we missed where these character cards I talked about getting out on the board, there's another way for them to come out and we just didn't do it. So the board was not seated properly with these yeah, character cards. A lot less action. So there was so much less had. stuff that we could do, which obviously is going to make it, you feel that more would, stymied. Yeah. It would definitely changed the game. Yeah, 100%. Um, and so because of that, it was basically impossible for me to get the fire strength I needed. And then, of course, the fire came out, randomly killed a character card for me, and then I felt like I had to start over, and then I was pissed the whole game. You should have known about it. it sucked. Um, and that set, the, that set the tone for this play. But again, we can't give it a proper review. Yeah, I agree. So I think I want to let Natalie talk more about it because she had a much better play than me. Mine's just going to be butthurt feelings. So, Natalie, what yeah. did you think of Well, Iki? it's still hard for me to talk about because of that rule that we missed. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this game. Because Ryan was a curmudgeon while you were trying to play I the game. I was such a he was. He, grumpy when, gamer. When oh, yeah. fire, I wasn't a jerk to you, but I was, I was when yeah. he, mad. When that fire, like, killed his card, he, like, chucked it across the room. Well, it landed right next to Jeff's chair. Oh, it did? Yeah. It just, like, fell uh, off. Well, that's because <laughs> it went all the way around the room and then landed <laughs> the And, the like, chair. later we were, like, putting it away and he's like... Oh, we're missing a card. He's like, where is it? And he's like, oh, yeah. It's I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, grumpy gamer. I, I was not grumpy gamer. I was like, 
You better get out the other side of the room. Well, because it was like <laughs> okay, a one. In, out on there you. was a twenty-five percent chance that he had this one card in this one spot, and there was a twenty-five percent chance that it would kill it, and it, he got everything's that a one. fifty-fifty so chance. Like, it happens the or it doesn't. Of course, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, right. It was like, oh, of course. Yeah, um, but yeah, I enjoyed the play of this game. Um, part of me wonders. So I've been like craving like Euro mm. games, and I don't feel like we've really like played hardly any of those. Yeah, lately. we've been playing a lot so of lighter the fact stuff. That yeah. we played this, and it's just one of those game type games that I've been like really wanting to play. I feel like that has a big part of like like yes, finally one of these. Yeah, <laughs> one of these. And then yeah. it went poorly for Ryan, and now yeah. it's like, well, yeah. she's like, oh no, we're not gonna play it ever right, again. We'll play Soul but Clover again. Time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean despite it going poorly for Ryan. I enjoyed the game. I do want to play it again. Um, I, You said that you didn't think it like did anything like new or whatever, but yeah. I kind of felt like how you, how it decides um, how many spaces you get to move, that felt kind of new to me, or at least like I don't remember a game where I I had to choose the exact number of spaces that I'm going to move before you know, I play. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's games... I guess they don't do that exact thing, but there's plenty of games where, like, I think Viticulture is one where you decide, oh, like, that. when you're going, is it Viticulture or is it, maybe I'm thinking of, uh, Viticulture, you d- get to decide your turn order. Is that when you, w- yeah. That's when you, right. when you pass, you get well, to pick where you Because that's essentially what this go. is too. You're picking uh, your turn order. Yeah. Because then the, order, but you're also yeah. like, you're also like, okay, I'm going to move exactly three spaces. And then that means like, he can't move three spaces because I'm on the three space mark. So he yeah. has to try to move one, two or four. Except one's usually blocked in the two-player game. Anyways, that felt a little bit different. That was interesting. Um, but I, like you said, I really did enjoy the rondelle, like how you're going around, um, and 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 you can, you know, choose the actions on the rondelle, or you can choose to buy one of these um, character act- cards. Character cards, and you there's a track on it, so you put your little guy Tracker on tracks. a track, and that track. Um, I don't know if you did you even explain this part? Yeah. So on that track, it basically like when you have income phases, it gives you stuff depending on where you are on the track. If you get all the way to the top of the track, the card comes back and it's yours to keep and then you get like the best part of it as your income going forward, but also it could score you points at the end. I thought that was cool. There was like a several does seem cool. What I liked I like too that. was that like was cool. there was a bunch of different ways to get points. You can get some in game points. That was a way um that's a natalie ass game yeah there was, there you're, you're was a, point a bunch of other ways person. to get end game points through cards or through these fish or through the pipes yep tobacco um, pipes and tobacco pouches you know so i tobacco like you pouch. said i mm-hmm. like games where there's a lot of ways to get points that was I'm one like, thing that was really cool was the character cards once you ascend your meeple all the way to the top of the card it then comes off the board and now you don't have to pay for it to feed it anymore and it goes on this your player board and then every round you get the best income that's on cool. that. Yeah. And so you can, that's what so you want to do. planning like when to take that and going, well, it's going to be in my player board in three turns. That's cool. I like right. that. It's sweet. Yeah. And I mean, there, and it's kind of, it's not super straightforward. Like you don't have a lot of choice a lot of times how quickly you're going to ascend up that track because um, it only goes up a f- couple different ways. When right, usually if your opponent starting, takes that card. Yeah, if your opponent takes that card or if you pass like the starting point of the rondelle, you know, all your guys go up. Um <laughs> but 
yeah, I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it. But like we said, I don't really want to give a full-on review because of a couple things. One, that we missed that rule, which I think will dramatically change it. Because one issue I had that I know that playing that rule correctly will change is that I felt like I only used a few spots on the board and I would have used more if there was more actions out there. Yeah. And then the other thing... That's what I mean. It stymied us. Yeah. We felt more like oh, we can't do. I can't do anything because I don't want to go on these spots because there's no cards. If there were cards there, it would have lessened the <clears throat> suck. Yeah, it wouldn't have sucked as much. Yes, I agree. Less suck, if, right? If you, yeah, sometimes less suck is good. Go yeah, usually with. you want more suck, but right. but in this case, less, less suck, suck was better. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing is, there's we didn't really like mention, but there's these other building cards that you can um, build and. Those ha- give you like end game points, and they're really hard to get because they're very expensive. And and we didn't. It's, we kind of had this like a like a learning game, but plus I think because we missed that rule, it was a lot it was tighter. Yeah, because you, you were know, getting in, stuff in for money 12 and rounds, resources, right? and so Actions, it was, we were like, how the hell are we supposed to get these buildings? Because they're so hard to get because they're yep. expensive. Um, <clears throat> so I think if we played it correctly, we would have gotten the building. So that's another thing. <clears throat> That we kind of missed out on. There's the reason, and the reason that why I didn't take some of the spaces was because those were to like help you get building stuff, and we didn't really like end up building any buildings. Right, we didn't get any. But my initial feeling about this was I had a good time playing it. I had fun. I was Me into too. it. I was into making the decisions <laughs> and excited about it. And so I, th- in my opinion, I think the next time we play it, it'll just be better. But we'll let you know on that. I liked it too. I thought it was awesome. And when you get rid of it, I'll take it. I'm real excited about it. No, we're going to keep it forever. (laughs) That was good. What else you got, Jeff? I got more games. I got a beautiful game called Flourish. Ooh. Doesn't this sound pretty? It does. Yeah. It sounds like it might be by the Everdell guys. It's by the Everdell guys. (laughs) Those are not nobodies. Well, it's by, yeah, they're not nobodies. They're somebodies. So by the Everdell peeps, probably using Everdell money from a publisher called Starling, who makes... Everdell. So they made a whole shitload of money on Everdell and they were like, why not make another game? Let's just do another one. Let's just keep going. So this is made by James and Clarissa Wilson. I don't know their relationship. Maybe they're married. Maybe Maybe they're brother's sister. I don't quite know. But both their middle initials are A. (laughs) Okay. You're right. It is. James A. Wilson, Clarissa A. Wilson. One is Anne and one is Alan. Maybe they took each other's middle name when they got married. Hmm. (laughs) Maybe they're the same. He's got dual personality. James and his wife live in Idaho where they have grown their worker population to seven children. Oh, do they pay their their workers? It does not say that. It it still doesn't say that they're they're married. Yeah, the two of them. Yeah, but that's... Co-designer with James A. Wilson of Flourish. This is the only thing she's on. So I'm going to guess that they're probably married. So... James has a bunch of Everdell money as well, and um, this is not this game is beautiful. It's not an Andrew Bosley artwork, but it's still you would look at it and be like Starling Games. I think they maybe are investing yeah, in the artwork in, in a lot of this, right? Like if Starling Games is going to put their name on something, I think it's going to end up with beautiful artwork, right? They're Absolutely. also selling. If you, I don't know, you guys probably saw this. Maybe you bought one. They're selling Starling Games. They're selling puzzles. No, yeah, like with their amazing, beautiful Everdell we didn't art get and one, flourish Dave, art. I, know Dave Dave bought bought all I feel like Dave just kept going back, and he yeah. like every time I looked at him, he had another puzzle. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool in a yeah. way to uh, a way to use that. Don't worry, I'll pause now. I get half interrupted. Now Natalie's gonna eat a fucking taco. Do you want? Do you want the taco? Yeah. Do you want the taco? I want the Why taco. don't we figure out who wants the taco? <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, just let, take, why don't you crunch right into the microphone? Also, yes. 
Also, Jeff Bye. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just eat, up, eat it right now? Ryan, you can want to say half of my words I'm trying to say. What else do we want to do? Why don't we bring the fucking dogs I'm downstairs? My dogs, why don't you come my down? No, I'm so sorry. Here we go. Crunchy, crunchy. <laughs> Flourish is a game. It's a lightweight card game, set collecting, where players building a beautiful garden. It's just a beautiful game. With six cards in your hand, who cares? Nobody cares. You know what I do when you guys when you guys do your game? I sit here and I listen. I take notes. Whatever you want to, I, I will take notes happily. Whatever you want. To. Sometimes, because I want to write down questions that I want to ask you, because you know I want to make this engaging. Other than eating tacos while I'm trying to talk about a game, flourish. It's all content, baby. So when you guys start talking about the next game we played, I'm going upstairs. He's gotta go spray. Yeah, I gotta go spray somewhere. Go spray all over the house. Spray all over the couch. Yeah. Oh, your toilet, your bathroom door was closed. Sorry. Used to that with the damn dog. I went in the sink. Sprays everywhere too. Okay. Flourish is beautiful. We wouldn't know. It is a lightweight card drafting set collecting game where you're building a garden. Isn't that cute? No. Okay. There are a ton of little modules to add, and Joe spent like a day and a half putting together these tiny little. (laughs) You don't even use them. You like punch them and you put them together. These little stands and little like gardeny things. And in the base game, you don't use any of that. So I'm just going to explain the base game. There are a bunch of modules to add. Um, I think that he got like the deluxe version or the Gen Con version or the Kickstarter version, whatever. I think they're bringing the price down because the game is so light to just like a base game where you don't get all of those extra little cardboard things. Mm. I think they might just be like a little token instead of a standy sort of thing. Just like, damn it, I um, spent all this time yeah. putting them together. <laughs> Man, I think he put them all together. I don't even know if he's played with that module that adds those things in there. But anyway, you start with six cards in your hands. The cards well, so are pretty beautiful things, right? Here's a garden. Here's a wall. Here's something. Again, because you're making a... Natalie's nodding as she eats Taco Bell. Like, oh, I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, huh. oh meat, cheese, and tacos. Um, I know. You're doing very well. You're, being, you're doing very well. This is what I have a conversation with my students on day one. I'm like, you know what? There is an art. There is an art to looking like you're paying attention oh in school. And we're going to learn that throughout the year. I'm like, every once in a while, just to make your teacher feel better, just nod your head. See, like, I know oh, that. Art. Just nod, yeah. You yep. just nod your yes, head and go, "Oh it. yeah." And then if you make <laughs> eye contact with the teacher every once in a while, they'll think you're listening. But do they want to do that because then you might call on them? No, 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 no. There's then then you just you they, they don't rant. There's not a lot of cold calling as much. Oh really? Um, or to it like embarrass someone. Um, some teachers, especially do that. if it's yeah, they do. But you could just nod along. It makes someone feel better. <laughs> so Natalie made me feel better with <laughs> mouthful of meat and cheese. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and shell, crunchy shell. Yeah. Although the microphone is not right in her face. Right it's her not. Mouth, so yeah. she's, she's being very kind. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, you have six cards. They're all beautiful crap, right? Here's a rose. Here's a tulip. Here's some different flowers, okay? And then on, so everyone's playing at the same time. You take one card that you want to play in your garden. You pass one card to the neighbor on your left and one card to the neighbor on your right. Okay. Play continues until you have three cards played out in a row. And then... It's kind of like Seven Wonders where you play a card and then flip it over, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever it does that, and then you play a card, flip it over, play a card, flip it over. And then everyone has three cards in a row. You score those cards. So there's a variety of different ways to score. Some of the cards don't have like a method of scoring and some of them do, but they score like the different flowers. So one card might say you get one point for every rose that you have in your garden. So you look at those three cards and if you have three roses, you get three points. That makes sense? Yep. Okay. That is one season. It sure so you do. do that four times for four seasons because there's four seasons in like the world. Like there's four seasons. Even if you live somewhere where this there's is not like Iki. seasons, Iki has four seasons too. There's actual seasons. 
Winter, spring, okay. summer, and fall. That's it. All she wants to do is call. Yeah. <laughs> that taco spiced her up here. Uh, <laughs> now I'm awake. Wait, was there caffeine in that taco? Yeah. yeah it's a cat. I got a well, remember how we, she in was, one hand and Mountain Dew in we, the other. Uh, got a taco in your belly. We talked about how she was satisfied by Taco Bell, so she's, yeah, damn it. she's on a high right now. That's what she did yesterday. She knocked me out while she got satisfied. Yeah, she's like, ooh. <laughs> this, is, this is the third time you've had Taco Bell. Yesterday, she probably had it while you Definitely were knocked out. Definitely had it while I was knocked no. out. And then she was like, Ryan, you were great. And you were like, well, I where was? am I? <laughs> Quesarito. Quesar Ryan. <laughs> yeah. He's like, are we still talking to Kim? <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. So, play continues like for four total seasons. And what's cool about the game, and the scoring is cool, is only the cards from the current season are going to score. But you count all of the cards in your garden. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. So in the second season, if I have another card that says I score like I I score a different kind of flower, I score wall points or something, right? Now I'm I'm scoring that card for the season, but I'm counting all six cards that I've already played. Yeah. And then in the third round, you're kind of counting nine cards, but you're only using the scoring stipulation on the three that you played that round. Okay. That make Mm -hmm. a little bit of sense. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, If you don't get it, I don't really care. No, <laughs> I didn't think you did. Um, no, not not you, but just in general, because I'm not gonna keep talking about it. Not just um, everybody. So you you're so you have twelve cards out. Okay, some of the cards also have like end end game scoring as mm. well, and you basically just total all those points up, and you see who wins. It's pretty good. It's pretty light. It's very light. It plays seven in under oh. an hour. Wow. Is it one of those games? It seems like it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Natalie, you, you, what? No, no, you at home no. know what we're talking Natalie, about? Natalie, what was the question that Ryan was going to ask that I knew before I even asked it? Go ahead. <laughs> she has no fucking clue, dude. No clue. There's no fucking way. It was... Um... Ryan, he started with, is it one of those games? And then I said yes. Right so after he said, you? it plays up Where's the, the bell? I'd like to ding in. Is it... <laughs> it's over there on the floor. He got hit with your two your foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right after he said it plays seven. Plays seven in under is an hour. Is it one of those games? I don't know. Come on, think of something. Just say something. It. Is it one of those games? You could... Whoa, she's getting sassy. Play with seven. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> boom. It plays is, seven. It is one of those games, games you play seven. It plays seven in about the same amount of time that it would play three. That was what the question. Yeah, that was, that was so all of that because everything. Each other better than then I you know, know me and Jeff. Well, we did. We did <laughs> graduate together. Games, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I, I like that about it. I think that's great to get to the table with again nons with gamers to end at night because we played it in thirty minutes. It was very like wow easy to get through and that was even with like an explanation i wonder what the um, modules would add to it so i think the modules like can change what the card is or how the cards score so instead of that card being roses maybe a card lets you change that this is now tulips or something i'm making up shit but there are definitely roses in there um (laughs) paint them red yeah i I like that some of the cards also um have some sort of interaction with your like your neighbors Mm. so i would score six points if i have more somethings than Ryan or mm-hmm. Natalie, right? Okay. Um, kind of like the military in Seven Wonders, how you yep. a little bit have to play your neighbors. I think that passing of the cards to your neighbors creates some good decisions because, like, what do I want to keep? And it's like, oh, I can play a card now, but if I wait till next round, I'll get more points for it. Can I keep it in my hand that long? Ryan's is collecting a whole bunch of mushrooms. I don't want to pass him a mushroom. Ew. Let me pass it to Natalie instead. Let yes. me, you know, it's, I like yeah. the decision of, let me look at the other players' boards yeah, and well, not try wanna, to just give them the game. Kind of like hate drafting. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, hate passing. Because at some point you just hate have passing. to give them something, right? Um, I like that there's a bunch of different ways of scoring. I think we all really took a different path to scoring and we were pretty close. Uh, randomness is obviously... You know, that's just an issue with card drafting games, right? Mm. You just might not get the cards that you want. Um, I I like there is a cooperative mode, which is oh. kind of cool. Oh. 
So interesting. That allows Did you, you to basically it? we didn't. Okay. That allows you to look at everyone's board and then you want to almost pass. So everybody then you want to combine score like two hundred points okay. or something, so right? So it gives you like a level. It says everyone wins if you get certain amount of points total. I like so it's the almost idea like that. now that I'm looking at Ryan, he has a bunch of roses. I'm gonna keep passing him roses. What if you right? Can't, you probably so can't maybe. Talk. Yeah, I don't know what the talking yeah, rules are, but I like yeah. I, I like that that's a possibility. You can be working together if you'd like. And, yeah. and we didn't we don't know if that's the case, but doesn't it seem like a large portion of cooperative games nowadays has that mechanism? When I don't ever remember that being a thing for cooperative games before. What? Like everybody has to score like you got to be quiet. You can't. Oh, you're not yeah. allowed to talk. Quiet. You know, you're not yeah. allowed to say anything to each other. I you wonder if I mean? that, I feel like that's a big mechanism. Is that like lately. the alpha gamer stopping? Yeah. Where you're just like, you can't be one person go, all right, you take this one, you take that one, you take this one, I'll take this what one, and then let's like go. What is like an old cooperative like, game? Well, like Pandemic. Yeah. You know, like a game like Pandemic. Like, yeah. there's a lot of games that were cooperative like that, yeah. where, you know, you can't talk to each other about what's in your hand. You yeah. can't tell. Like, we're like, these all are the, the information is known and everything's well, out there, and you're I just kind of. Yeah, but you can use talk freely. Part of the difference is like, Pandemic is like you're trying to like win. Right, like <laughs> I'm trying game. to win, but like yeah. some of these other ones, like Tranquility or like Wait, Tranquility, what's that? What's or that like game? The Mind or something like that has that is different because like you have hidden information. You know what I mean? Like we have that, hidden that, information in Pandemic too. Your cards you are, are hidden oh, information. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then, can yeah. you can you tell? I guess it doesn't matter. Can you, you tell people what's no? In you your cannot hand? tell people okay. what's in your hand. Oh, so okay. that's what I mean. But okay. like games, a little like, bit. We'll talk about in a minute. You're not supposed to like say shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not like hinted anything or anything like that. So so I'm continue with yours. Yeah, I would say so I like that it's on the lighter side. Um, I think because it's lighter, it might hit the table more um, in certain situations because I I like games like It's a Wonderful World, Hadara, Paper Tales, um, Seven Wonders better than I like this. Okay. But all of those games are a little more complex and a little longer. Um, maybe not Paper Tales. Paper Tales is shorter. That's uh, I, <clears throat> Paper Tales is great, but like It's a Wonderful World is a little longer. Mm-hmm. Hadara is a little longer with a little more. This is light. So again, you can bring this out with nons. You can bring this out with grandma, and they'll well, they'll understand yeah, it. So the only like confusing part, holiday game. Yeah, the only confusing part would be like understanding the scoring. And I think once you explain it and you play like one round, you're like, okay, now that makes sense. The next round, these card, the only these three cards are going to score, but it's going to count for all six, and then these three cards and they count for all nine. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's good. I, I think it's getting a little bit of love. It's beautiful. Um, it's like workers of art. Like if you hate it, you can just hang it on the wall. Just pretend it's canvas and just. It does look really cool. Hang it on the wall. Yeah, but, it's pretty. Yeah, so if you're interested in a lightweight, family-ish game, look at Fleur-ish. Awesome. All right, we're entering the serious portion of the show now. I've come down off my high. Oh boy. You have. Yeah. Jeff yelled at us, and now I feel like okay, we need to we need to rein it in. I'm not actually like for mad. the back half of the show. <laughs> I like putting on that. He's a mad board gamer. Yeah. You gotta play his board. Yeah, I got up. Oh, we're not supposed to. We're, oh, everyone at home is supposed to cut that out. He's real shut mad. The, shut the computer off. <laughs> better. You can't see his face, but he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, talking about. Can I go? Yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. about. <laughs> can I go? Well, well, I was yeah. Talking about um, being silent in cooperative games, we played a new cooperative game that Jeff brought over that he got from Lucky Duck. Lucky Duck. Games. Yeah. Who, if you know Lucky Duck, they 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 start. Did they start on the scene with uh, Chronicles of Crime? Mm. That might they have might be. That? I don't know, there? but I remember at Gen Con when we first oh, saw man. the the goggles. I got goosebumps thinking of it. We it's like so, put on the yes. goggles, and we we were like, oh, yeah. we did it. We were like, I was like, I'm buying. Can this. I buy this you, right now? Yeah. And they were I'll like, give you all of my no. money. They were like, it's not out for another like six months. I was like, yeah. I'll give you all my money for the demo. Yeah, can I have for that the one scenario demo? So we put on those goggles was so freaking awesome. We were like, 
like my eyes, so the goggles cool. do nothing. And so <laughs> we played that and it was like, okay, so that's Lucky Duck, okay? Um, they've since, they got a bunch of games now. Yes, a bunch of games. Um, so, oh, is Paranormal Detectives? Yeah, Lucky, Lucky Duck. Duck. Oh my God, oh, I love is? that freaking that's game. Cool. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about the spate of, of, of cooperative games that have come out where you're not allowed to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not, you're really not supposed to say much, which I feel like is something that, is more recent than not. I love that mechanic. I yeah. love it. I think it's so fun in a game like The Mind to, which does it to the extreme, right? My, the Mind yeah. is like the extreme oh, of yeah, this, you where you literally just have to read the yeah. social cues of your friends. Read the silence yeah. of the other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is like the coolest. Now, that is a very contentious game. Some people hate that. Some people think The Mind is like an affront to their personal, you know, like well-being yeah. like they hate the mind with everything they they are and they think that the gaming hobby should just like fucking get rid of the mind <laughs> yeah there are people like yeah. that weirdly i personally think it's so freaking cool okay so then when when jeff came over today and he was like we're gonna play a game and it's called tranquility i was kind of like okay all right it looks like it's in this little like cube of a yeah. box yeah, it's a cool box cube. and he's like it's cooperative and i was like oh and he was like and it's kind of like the mind and i was like oh <laughs> And so what it is, is it's a, you're playing cards onto a six by six grid. Yes. Yeah. All right. It would be cool if there was like a play mat, but then it would just like create a ridiculous amount of stuff for this little tiny box yeah. that you don't want. But yeah. okay. So there's like a six by six grid. It's blank. Okay. And you're playing cards. What you're doing is you're, you're cooperatively playing cards to this grid in order from one to 80. Okay. So there are 80 cards in the deck. You're splitting the cards up by the number of players. Yep. And then everybody basically has a hand of five cards. There's other rules too, but they have a hand of five cards. And on your turn, you have to play, either play one of your cards to the grid. It's like a powerful grid, like a power grid. A power. Right? It's like a power yeah. grid. I think I've, that should be a game. Why hasn't somebody done that Yeah, yet? maybe even like another edition where they have cavemen called First Sparks. <laughs> I like that game. Yeah, Man, let's do that. it. Does he have that still? Yeah. I haven't played that in forever. It's that was awesome. a fun one. Okay, yeah. so... Um, Uh-oh, Nally doesn't know. Pl- I know. <laughs> There's other people here, you know. Oh. 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 <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Here we go, Natalie. We shouldn't have said that. Why don't you have another taco, Natalie, while we're having a conversation? There's other people here. <laughs> I we know the from the chomping. You we even know said that there I was other people here. about it. I even nodded. You nodded along. Along. Away. You even nodded along. Unlike Ryan, who would you. bite it right in the mic. Bite it in the mic. It's all for content. <laughs> Bite me in the it's mic. It's all for the ASM, AS, yeah, ASMR. ASMR, ASMR crowd. Okay, so um, <laughs> you got five You got five cards, and they're going to be numbered anywhere from one to 80, okay? And you, you, each player has, like, their own personal deck of cards, because you split this deck of one to 80 between all the players. Everyone draws cards, and you're playing cards to the board. Either playing a card to the board anywhere on this board in this grid, six by six grid, so there's 36 spots, which you might be like... 36 spots, but you have to go 1 to 80. That doesn't make any sense. It will in a minute, baby birds. I'll feed you. Oh, my God. So (laughs) you're either playing a card from your hand to the grid anywhere you want to on this grid, or you're discarding two cards and then drawing back up to five. Either way, you're drawing back up to five. When you play a card to the grid, the bottom left-hand corner is where you start. Okay, That's like the one card would go there. The top right-hand corner is where the 80 card might go, or the highest card, right? Because you don't have to play the 80. Mm-hmm. You're basically just putting cards in order, in rows, from left to right. So you play six cards on the very bottom. Bottom left are the low cards to the bottom right. And then you go onto the next row that's right above it, and you're playing, you know, you're continuing to play cards. All the way up until the top row, 
which are the highest cards. Now, you're playing cards 1 to 80, but it doesn't matter if it's 1 to 80. All that matters is you fill up that 6 by 6 grid with cards in order from low to high. So you don't have... The one card might not even ever play. Same with the 80. They might not even ever be out, okay? You just have to make sure you can legally, as a group, play cards from low to high, filling up the entire thing. Now, the rule about playing cards is... Like I said, you have to go in order, so you can't put the number five card before the number three card, right? That's illegal. Um, and when you play a card, if it if that card is adjacent to the left or the right of an, a directly adjacent to another card to the left or right, you have to discard the difference between those two cards. Now you only have five cards in your hand, so if I play the four card next to the six card, I have to discard two cards. So I could never play, for instance, the four card next to the 10 card. Too many. Because that's too many. It's too many. Right? 10 minus four. We all know. It's too too many. 17. It's too many. 16. Six. more than four. (laughs) And since you only have five cards in your hand, you can't discard six cards. So that's illegal. Okay? Um, So you're playing cards like this. You're not allowed to talk to each other. So we just kind of have to read the room. So Jeff plays, let's say, the the number uh, 20 card in the second row on a certain spot. You know, and three cards to the left of that is the number 12 card. So now, okay, we have to play cards between 12 and 20 in those three spots. And hope you didn't discard and it. And hope they're not discarded. Hope maybe they're right? there. Because yeah. they could just be gone. And then you don't know that until you're getting, you know, ha- we've played a few times and we lost every time. Yeah. But gotten better yeah. each play. And let me tell you, this is the, the way we played it, which I just explained to you, is the base version of how to play. There are other ways to play this in the game. Think something like Jeff mentioned, uh, Forbidden Island, where you have like different map layouts. Yes. Um, there are different ways you can kind of build this map yeah, here. There's like blocker cards. There's different like play again cards. There's a lot of modules that you can add in once you feel like you're, you're like good. Like you've mastered that. Uh, yeah, or, or you just want a new challenge, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. I mean... Okay, I really liked this game. I knew I was going to. The second he said cooperative, the mind, I was like, this is going to be a game I enjoy. Yeah. Um, We played this before we recorded. A lot of times, Jeff would bring over a a little game before we record, and we play it a few times, and then we get to talk about it, which I love. Because you know what that does? Without you even knowing this, this is what the game casters originally used to do. Yeah. The first 10 episodes when me and Jeremy were on, our entire shtick was we just had game night and now we're going to talk about the game night we had. Mm -hmm. And that was our first 10 episodes. We just played Hansa Teutonica. What did you think about it? You just played it. And I loved that format. It was hard to sustain that. But I don't think you you realize when you do that, it it always reminds me of that. That's cool. I always think back to like, this is kind of the roots of the show. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So we kind of play a little game and then we get to talk about it on the show. We just played it. Not only did we play it, we broadcast it it on Instagram live. Yeah. You can go to the Mad Board Gamers Instagram page, which again services the podcast, and he just posted I think so. the Is live it recording. Is we don't know. Story? It's I think so it's a, well, when you yeah, go to the when you go to like my profile page, there's like the posts, there's the the lives and then the things you're tagged in or real you know, there's like a, you can just click oh, on the middle cool. one and it says like all the live videos. So you can find it there. It's like we were on for about a half hour. Yeah. And we just played the game and talked to, uh, to all you guys. And yeah. it was a blast. Was and the game was a blast. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, things I liked about it were um, the the way you're playing cards, I thought was was really, it felt fresh. This way that you like, okay, I want to put this card here. But if I do, I have to discard cards from my hand that are the difference. And so it puts this constraint on the game. You can't just play whatever the fuck. 
<laughs> in a game like the the game, you can go up as many cards as you want to in in one of those decks. Mm-hmm. In in this game, you can't do that because you could completely screw over your your team team. Thank you, teammates. All that was in my brain was competitors. I'm like, Compet- no, competitor, no, uh, competitor, no, competitor. Is it competitors? I think it's competitors. Is something going on in your brain? No. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Nope. And I really liked that constraint. I really liked the, fa- the fact of like, I got the perfect card to go here. It's, it's two away, but it's like, oh my God, my hand, I have, there's two cards. I don't want to get rid of two cards. Because mm-hmm. when you're playing that card, and I only have four cards. It's like, how do I get, I, I don't want to. These are great cards to play later. So then you, you think like, okay, yeah. maybe I won't play there. But then who else is, what else am I going to do with this card? And it's just, it creates some really cool moments. It's also really awesome. And I think Jeff's going to say this a little bit too. So I'll steal his thunder a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the board looks so cool once it gets filled up. Our second play in particular, we made it until there's only three spots left of 36. We filled in 33 spots. And it looked so cool. The artwork on these cards is really nice. Um, okay, I'll stop there for my good thoughts because I don't want to take all of your guys' points. Uh, if there's anything I didn't like about the game, I never enjoy shuffling square cards. <laughs> <laughs> now, the cool thing about these cards, for some reason, they're bendy on one part. Yeah, do they like feel like playing cards? Like, I don't know what the feeling is, like but it has end, a nice edge. It's weird. Well, like if you so there's they're literal squares. Yeah, I they're think, squares. Right? They're yeah. squares. If you try shuffling the cards, like riffle shuffling from one side, they don't bend at all. Like square cards. <laughs> weird. But if you turn them to the side, they do. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Unless I just broke them. <laughs> um, so I'm not even gonna totally list that as a negative. I I really usually hate riffle shuffling square cards it sucks it's there you can't get a good grip on them yeah now these ones are a little bit better than that you know what i mean so i i don't even know if i'm oh, gonna yeah, call that a negative you know yeah, what I mean? a negative. but here's the thing i'll say overall because I, I i guess i don't really have i can't think of something that i actively disliked yeah there wasn't something i was like well that kind of like, there wasn't anything like that i guess you know it's a card game there's randomness that's going to be involved yeah. that's a that's a uh, a mark against any kind of card game that you play, but this is a game, you know that going in, right? So yeah. you could potentially get screwed over with the deck. All the cards you need are on the bottom there, and then now oh, they're discarded and I can't play them. Okay, that could happen, whatever. Um, overall, I thought this game was very, very good. Um, I don't even want to say it surprised me, because I expected it to be good. When Jeff said the cooperative in the mind and it it, and it met, it your met ex- those expectations and this is a game if we didn't have the podcast tonight i wanted to play it again oh yeah i want to yeah. play i was like i want to play it win. until we win yeah i was like ready to rack Let's it keep going right then and i don't say that about many games and that is really a mark in its favor for me absolutely right so what do you think jeff my turn natalie yep <laughs> he's to the right there so. are more of us here than just <laughs> I thought you um, should go second. You so I like that we we tried it on Instagram Live. It seemed like people liked watching it. I thought that was kind of cool yeah. to like interact with everybody while we do it. I know that was great. Um, so publisher is Lucky Duck. It was published, I think. So I kind of did some research. Um, Board Game Hub is the original publisher. Oh, they're a UK publisher. So I'm not sure if this came out if it's everywhere available or if it was available in the UK and now it. it's starting to to be in the United States through Lucky Duck. Um, but anyway, I think you should be able to find it more readily available soon. I really liked it. The The thought that Ryan just said at the end of like, rack it and play it again, I like those games. 
I like, yeah. like as soon as we were so close that last time, I was like, I just want to play it again. That's all I, I want to do. Yeah. I'm like, we're getting late into the evening and have to record a podcast, but I just want to that was the play old, it I was, again. I was almost like, damn, we got to record. I know. And it only plays, play it. it only plays in 20 minutes. We, we were done with, you know, we were 30 minutes, but we were passing a phone around and talking to people on yeah, that's um, long Instagram live. But like 20 minute game to do that is, is great. It also wasn't as stressful as the mind. Um, yeah, I would because agree with it, that. You know, you can just talk kind of things and be like, oh, man, I, you know, I got to discard two or whatever. But in the mind, you literally have to just be silent, silent and like not. Yeah, because you're anything. like, okay, am I going to play? Is Jeff yeah. going to play? I played this and Jeff played. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh we lost. Yeah, there's yeah. not even any order. Yeah. Right. I love that you can play like anywhere on this grid. I thought that was cool because I, in my head, when I read a little bit about the game, I was like, okay, it's going to be the game, right? You play to this one thing, you have to play adjacent to a card that was just played. I love that you can play anywhere. Anywhere. On this mm-hmm. Because cool. that means that a lot of times in the beginning of the game, you're not totally screwed. And like, sometimes in the game, in the game, are you ready for the game? Yeah. That one, you can be just totally boned right away. Yeah. Like, if you have all the middle cards, you're like, and well, I gotta jump turn? this yeah, pile. I have to. 30, you know, that's the only thing that I can do. So you kind of feel like you're ruining it. This, if you have a 50, if you're all your cards are in the 50s, like that's like kind of the middle. You you kind of have an idea of where the fifties might be, or at least you're setting the tone for the next player. I also feel like cool. the more we play this, and I don't mean to just jump in, I feel like the more we play this, we're going to get a sense of like, okay, typically to have a chance, this card has to go in this area. Yes, yeah. somewhere. I feel like in our first few plays, there was a couple of times where we were like, I think we screwed ourselves by playing right. this one here and this one five cards down, and we'll know we'll just yeah. you'll learn that yeah. as you go on. Yeah, and I think like Ryan said, also you get better at it. And then you're like, okay, getting better, getting better. And then it's like, you'll win once. And then you can win again. You're like, yes, now let's let's add another card in there. Let's do something else. Mm-hmm. And I also like that there's other modules and other things to add. Like the mind in itself is hard enough. And same thing with the game. Are you ready for the game? But it's there's no additional stuff to add. Yep, it's, it's just, just is, that. is that all the yeah. time. Right. I know you can. If you can't get a copy of this, I just looked. You can play this on Board Game Arena. If you're interested, you can go oh. play it Oh, that's there. cool. Um. And I love the timing and random, like the randomness of the cards are just random. But you also have this this thing at the end of the game where if the whole grid is filled in, someone at the table has to have a card that says finish and they have to get to their turn and they right, have to it play it at the end. And the timing of that, like there's only five in the deck. We don't know who's discarding them. Do I keep right. it? What if I draw it first? Do I keep oh, it the man, whole time? Oh man, suck if you filled it in and then no and one And then no one finished. had this card. Like, oh. The last game we played. So I had three of them in my deck. Yeah. I drew two of them, or one of them super early, I discarded it, and then I drew two later in the game, and I discarded one, and I kept that one for oh. like 15, yeah. I was like, I'm keeping this. I, yeah, it's like I'll if you had three, you. you can't discard three yeah, by right, right. Yeah. I can't discard Yeah, three. and it looks beautiful. The art is very, very cool, um, and I know the art matters in other modules as well, the difference between the night and the dark, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I was wondering if that matters. Yeah, like, what's there's the a, point of light and dark? Yeah, there's a, a variant where you have to have a certain amount of light cards and a certain amount of dark cards on there. Um, gotcha. I don't know how anything starts. I think you would have to like shuffle your deck randomly where like you as you pick it up, that's the side that you're using, either light or dark. Um, Natalie, what did you think? I really like this game too. Um I it's funny like you guys compared it to the game and the mind and you'd think that it would be too similar but it definitely was not. It was very different um feeling but with that like kind of similar feeling where you're just like blindly not blindly but you know you're trying to play cards in order 
and you can't talk to each other and you're on the same team. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's one of, it's in the, that line of yeah. games. It's in that line of games, which we like all of those. Love and them. this is just another one that feels different enough that we would want to add this to that collection. Yeah, we could almost have like a game night where we're like, okay, we're going to play the game. Yeah. We're going to yeah. play the mind and we're going to play Tranquility. <laughs> right. Until we beat all of them. Yeah. Um, so buckle up. That actually sounds really fun. We'll be right back. (laughs) And we're back. We lost. And we're back. We lost. (laughs) All three of them consecutively. Um, I like, I really, in addition to that, I really like games that are cooperative and that, that have that perfect like challenge feeling like this, like Codenames Duet or The Mind or The Game, where you're not, it's not so easy or simple that you're just going to like win every time, but it doesn't also feel impossible. Like it feels like you're making progress and you're getting there each time you play. Um, point. I really like that. Damn it, that's kind what I wrote down. Feeling really. I just wrote that down. I love that it makes you feel like you could win. Yeah, like you don't feel you like you're just. You're, yeah. There are some games where, and I do like this in, in in cooperative games at times, where you feel like you're up against it, and it's like you you eke it out at the end, and but you like you felt like you were screwed the whole time. This game kind of makes you feel like you're doing pretty well. Yeah, you're doing yeah. pretty well. Yeah. I think you're okay. And then all of a sudden you're like, you oh, we're not okay. Yeah. Right. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like, but I like, it reminds that. me of like patchwork where like you have all mm. the space in the world and then at the end you have very limited, very specific like pieces that you can play and you're it's like really tight. And that's kind of how this game feels at the end because yep. you're thinking like, okay, I'm doing good. I'm setting us up. Right. And then at the end, there's only like a few spaces left and you just have to have the right cards. You have to have enough cards to continue because if you don't have enough cards to discard because you're out of cards then you're you just lose you know you have to have the finished card there's all these like things where it's like all of a sudden it's like and a swedish card like is it gonna happen is it gonna work (laughs) that's stupid (laughs) the swedish you said the finish card (laughs) do you get it it's a it's a nordic joke He's right. Like a nerd <laughs> joke. A nerdic Ooh, joke. A nerdic, nerdic joke. Nerd. You didn't even get it out. Like a nerd, nerd dick joke. Nerd dick. Oh. <laughs> You're a nerd dick. <laughs> you have a nerd dick. Okay. Um, oh, I my dick is nerdy? We'll be right back. <laughs> it's, wearing, it's wearing taped up glasses. <laughs> my, <laughs> my dick has a pocket protector. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, yeah. Besides all that, I also love the artwork like a lot. I think it's really cool. Um, you did seem to really enjoy the artwork. Yeah, and I love the little box shape. It's so cute. It is cool. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I get annoyed when boxes are different shaped because it's like, how do you fucking put them on your shelf? Yeah. yeah. But this one, I was just like, that one's I was kind of like, small enough. Yeah, yeah, that one's so small cute. enough where it doesn't bother me. And yeah. instead of like, if it was. Like you're not gonna like yeah. have a place on your well, like, shelf think just about for like that. The, like like what was... I I don't like the tin the we were talking about Forbidden yeah. Island. I don't like the Forbidden yeah. Island tin. Yeah. Like how do you fucking store I don't that like stupid tins thing? Either. <laughs> I like tins, but I don't like them for storage. I think they're cool. They're for like what about for like cookies? Tin. Well, I'm talking about games. Jeff. Oh. This is a board game podcast. But he asked about cookies. Oh, it's a board game podcast. <laughs> I want to enjoy your t- taco. If it's cookies, yes please. Yes please, the cookies and yes please. Wait, are you gonna seriously order Dairy Queen? Not now. We'll be right back. Is it too late? I don't know. Might be. Damn it's it. cold now. They don't stay open as late. I can check. Ice cream's yeah, cold. But anyways, yes, I love this game. Just like you guys, I want to buy it, Ryan. I looked um, on Board Game Geek. There's one copy in the Geek Market. You want to know how much money? Four hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> Not <laughs> wow. worth that. No, yeah. it should be like twelve. dollars Well, okay. Someone looked it up while we were live yeah. on Instagram yeah. and said that it's eleven dollars. I yeah, think on like Miniature Market. Normally 15. fifteen. I would, yeah, I would say yeah. that is a under great twenty bucks price. Yeah, yeah. That is a great value for this. I think. Um, but yeah, I think another cool thing about this game is I think that there's like a lot of 
different things to try to think about to make it work. Like, even when you guys were just talking about your feelings on it, I even had another thought. Like, what if next time we tried this? You know what I mean? And so, like, it's just... I like the fact that it's not, like, super straightforward and it's and it's Soon. that it's a good challenge. Very cool. Agreed. You can pre-order it right now on Cool Stuff, Inc. for ten ninety nine. Oh, so it's not out yet. It says estimated release October soon. 2021. Yeah, I think... Very soon. Uh, so mm-hmm. probably this next, next week. week or yeah. two. So I just put it in our cart. I'm not sure if you want it or not, but it's in there. I just, just said I did. Did no. you? Boom. It's happening. <laughs> so that was uh, Tranquility. Put you it got in my else? stocking. Yeah, I got one more. <laughs> uh, I'll put it in your nook. Oh, my God. Uh-huh, right it's going to hurt. Right in the nook basket. Uh, in the square peg in a oval Okay. Hole. Oval? Oh. <laughs> it's kind of an oval. Ooh, Maybe a diamond. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> A diamond. Oh, diamond in the rough. Oh, oh Lord. This is this is a board game podcast, Natalie. Magic carpet in there. Oh jeez. Oh, Natalie. Oh gross. You loved it. I know. I was I was going over big and over the top because I had to I'm go get more wine. So Ryan added it to his cart and now he's gotta add sixty more dollars of free I know. shipping. That's what I'm thinking. Ninety dollars. Natalie's getting wine. She's a Goodbye. Like she knows. There's more than just the two of us oh, here. Now we can. Buy. Now we can finally have our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What should you buy? Let's get some good Ooh, stuff. The crew. The new, the crew. the new crew. Yeah, you should buy okay, that. I'm one. gonna get that. What about all the stuff that came out at Essen that I want and I'm pissed that I couldn't I get? I know. There's so much awesome stuff. That like the Vladimir Suchi new game or Bitoku. What was from... the one that Jim Gamer got? Um, he was just talking. Well, Bitoku from Devere is like, I want that game like right now. Okay, Devere is really stepping it up, man. I I'm not going to say, I don't want to say that they, they weren't like a good company, yeah. but I, I mean, they're killing it now. Yeah. They're like a, a, a company to watch. Luna and Capital. And I'm watching. That's Devere. Yeah. Right? Red Cathedral. Very cool. Red Cathedral. There was something else that you bought. Castle Party. Castle Party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've been on fire. That seems awesome. I'm sorry. Continue. Let's talk about crime. Because as usual, still popular. I think it is. <laughs> and as everyone knows, I love murder mystery games. Yeah, you do. It's just a genre that I really, really enjoy. So I was pumped to get this one to the table. Um, I got in the same package that Tranquility came in from Lucky Duck. I got a game called Crime Zoom. Okay, Crime Zoom. And Devin and I played it the week we got it, like two days after we got it, because we, that's, that's an easy type. So it was designed by Joel Zumaya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So it's... It's originally a French game, so if you're looking it up on BoardGameGeek, I think it probably came out earlier by Aurora Games, French company. Mm. Um, I posted about it on Instagram, and they reached out to me and said this was that my post was the first English review that they had of the game. No shit. Which is pretty cool. So this is probably the first English-speaking podcast that's talking Holy about Crime Zoom. Crap. Crime Zoom? Crime Zoom. What's Crime, crime Zoom? Zoom? Natalie's back. She's back. And Ryan has... Filled up the cart. Cart's full. Yay. How much money? Mind Just a hundred little dollars. <laughs> Damn it, I should have said. Yours is better. What did he, say? he said, mind your business. <laughs> so, Natalie, crime's still popular. Crime Zoom is what this game is called. Okay. They're you're like releasing. Yeah. You're going to like this a lot. They're releasing four of them. So, they're they're going to start. They're coming out in English. So, this is probably about the same time. You'll get it. it can, it's a before Christmas, end of the year. It's, it's going to be available soon. So, it's not like years out. Okay. So we're going to get English versions Before of it. We have English versions. Four of them will be in English very soon. Um, and I'm, I think that more will come because I, I think it's a winning brand. Okay. Um, so series of murder mystery game plays in an hour and uses ju- just a deck of cards. And I know what you're thinking. It's just another one, right? Here's another 
of this game. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like hear the, me out. It's like the mind kind of thing. Like I will yeah. take all of those. Me too. Let's play them yeah, all. So, right. Hear me I out. Enjoy all of them. Yeah. The game begins with um, a set of nine cards that you lay out three by three. That is essentially the crime scene. So, for example, like ours, I'm not spoiling anything. Ours had a dead woman in an apartment. Okay. So the nine cards had the apartment. So okay. in like the, the the right side was like a desk, and then there was like a uh, there was like a dead woman so in used the front, to. and there's on the right side is a as a board or her computer, right? So there's a whole that it basically sets the scene, which is very cool. And then players then examine kind of the cards that you have in front of you, and you can choose to flip over any of those cards and essentially zoom in and take a closer look at zoom, that zoom. card. Okay. So, for example, if you flipped over maybe the dead body, you could get toxicology reports or if you want to read a police file on the person or if you want to go get the autopsy report it then on the back it tells you a little bit of something and then it says here are the leads that you can follow based on what you flipped over oh, and what you're looking at that's what it says on the back of the card yeah so when you flip it over it gives you a little closer look of the, like of the, the scene and then it says here are some leads that you can follow okay so it's not like. just a it's not in. just like zoom in yeah right? oh it's I see. other okay. yeah so uh, another uh, another example could be like uh, again not spoiling giving just different examples that aren't actually in the game you flip over the the cell phone right and here's the screen of the cell phone that you picked up and then there's three different options of what you can do with the cell phone Got do you it. send it to the hacker do you try oh, to get okay. in yourself so you you're know? like interacting with yes you're that interacting part of with the scene that. it's not just like you're like, like right zooming right. in yeah, so then that's cool. So there's a bunch of different leads to take, and then that's the rest of the deck of cards. So the first nine you lay out, and then there's one like little scenario that you read in the first, mm-hmm. and then there's fifty other cards or so that you you oh, then follow these you other don't leads. Only play the game on that nine by nine. No, because then there's a stack of other ones that says. Leads so stuff. this lead is the toxicology report. If you want to read that, look at card twenty nine. Does it take you to another scene, and then it you does. lay out more cards? So oh. if you decide, so one example would be like you want to go to this person's apartment or their job. And then it says, all right, if you go to their job, take cards 29, 30, 31, 32, and create this scene. Oh, and then you go cool. there and you kind of flip them oh, over. Cool. And so then in that scene, there might be three people standing there, each on different cards, and you pick who you want to talk to. And you flip over that card. This is and Lucky Duck too? Yeah, it's, well, it's Aurora first, the French copy. Got it. Lucky Duck. They're you know, took it, it distributed okay. it here okay. in the U.S. So Again, soon. It's just a stack of 50 cards. That's all the yeah. game is. Yeah, so there's not a bunch. There's not like an app. There's no yeah. whatever. Did it feel like? smooth or like yeah i so so basically what you're doing and i'll I'll get to that smooth part so you you flip (laughs) all these cards you follow whatever leads you want and you can play the game in in like a competitive way where you're playing against the game right so there are score kind of you get at the end so once you feel like you have solved the crime okay and the crimes you know you got to know the what the why the who did it the how like just normal murder questions when someone gets murdered, these are the questions that you have to answer. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you've done enough, in the back of the rule book, they ask you some questions, similar to Chronicles or Sherlock or whatever. Who did it? Why'd they do it? Some other, they have like a few extra questions, sometimes questions that are like, you know, weirder. Who was the the drug dealer? Who were they calling yeah. the night before? Right? Yeah. Just kind did, of did like you you things you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's dick pic on the thing? So <laughs> there's always kind of those side quests sort of, I think of them so as. one and might, done? One and done. Cool. So I won't be able to cool. play that one again, yeah. so I could give it to you guys. But we could, yeah. And yeah. What's also cool at the end of it is there is a few pages of like follow up and summaries and like here's like a bit of the newspaper that said they arrested the person or here's what huh. this person did three months later. Just oh, kind of like cool. an epilogue. Is that the right yeah, word yeah, yeah. of kind of mm-hmm. of that? Yeah. And then it, it sort of gives you ways to like score points for the game. Right. To make it 
so you don't just want to like flip over every single card and just look at everything. Right. So it says like, all right, how many cards do you have left? You get points for how many cards you have left over. So those are leads you didn't follow and still got to like the question answer. Did you flip over a certain amount of cards? That kind of thing. It, it gives you some arbitrary way of giving you stars, right? Just like in, if you've ever played an unlock or an exit, the unlock, you get points taken off or stars taken off if you get a penalty or if you flip, right? So that's the way that the game kind of keeps score. But if you, you may have said this, is, it, is there a timer? No, there's no timer. Cool. Um, so you can just play it as long as you want. And you could literally like, if you just want to follow every lead and just like play the game like that, then just do it. Yeah. Like Devin and I really didn't care about the like, score we were getting. We just, yeah, you just wanted to solve wanted it. To That's solve how they, it. all those games are, which I like that about yeah. those games. You just want to know the story. Right. Yeah. And I think, so I love this genre. I think this is a really great addition to the genre. Um, we talked about some, we, we've, we've talked endlessly about unlocks and exits and even the, the little holiday hijinks. What I like about this one is it's it's like reality. So the unlocks are are amazing in their own way, but it's also like you're yeah, in Alice in Wonderland yeah, and like you're in you're chasing yeah. a clown. Yeah. Right. This felt like you were a little bit of a detective and you were yeah. doing that, right? Well, that's um, I know you like that specifically. And I like that. That's why I like, like detective yeah. more than than maybe Chronicles of Crime, which I also love. Right. Um, but yeah, to Natalie's question of was it smooth? I thought it was very smooth. I thought it was also really logical to get through. Yeah. I didn't feel like there was insane jumps or information that I needed to know or anything like that, background stuff. I thought the story progressed logically. And again, Devin and I played it where we just went on whatever leads we wanted to. We didn't care about scores. Um, but when we then afterwards, we like flipped all the cards over to see like what didn't we do, where didn't yeah. we go, that kind of thing. Do you think it could be... so? Anybody that knows Jeff, you've played every crime game yeah. you can get your grubby little hands on. You've also probably. done probably every escape room you could think yeah. of to do. You it. are definitely A, the target market of these games yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. And B, I would wager to guess that you are um, maybe an expert level. Do you think this Ooh. is good for somebody who has not really tested the waters of these types like of games too game much? You know, your brain thinks now in these in murder in these ways, ways. Yeah. yeah these murderous ways i murder. think so like, i you know think what I'm so like okay. if someone's pl- if, if you're trying to decide and you've never played games like this before and you're saying all right do i play an unlock or do i play this crime zoom yeah and this is your first time playing either of them crime zoom is going to feel more realistic and you don't have to solve the puzzles yeah because he said it, it's more logical which makes right. sense because it seems like that means it's more straightforward yeah, like, you don't have to like look at the bottom of the box at the you know, yeah, find yeah. the barcode always and like, yeah, see this that. random, you know. Emily always says, like, look at the moon, right? Ben and Emily yeah, says, yeah. look at the moon and the lunar or whatever. So there is less, <laughs> yeah. there's less of that brain work and more of the detective brain work of, okay, why would this person kill him? And then you follow that like little lead, right? And it might be nothing. And, and then, but the leads seem logical. Yeah. At least in this one. Um, we played the one, it was called, there's, there's a few of them. It was like, no, maybe it wasn't his last card. A bird on a something. Bird on a wire. Bird, whatever. Um, and then we have another one that we're going to play. But I really felt like it was the path made sense from this woman died to a lead that we that just was dead. And then we went back and went, all right, what did we miss? Let's go now this way. And then it progressed and went forward. So I, I think that you could jump into this not having played those type of games. Yes, Ryan? I have another question. Um, <laughs> just because this game really intrigues me and I really want to play it. Uh, so I, I would say maybe a trade-off, and this might not be the right thing to say, but a trade-off of a realistic game like Detective or this versus like a fantastical game like an Unlock or you know looking at the moon and the lunar orbit or, look, or finding that barcode on the back yeah. of the box and realizing, are there moments in this game that make you feel like, 
awesome. Oh, that's cool how we got to this. Because yeah. since it's logical, is it more just like, okay, well, this made sense, so I got there. Do you get those those like cool moments? I don't think so. Okay. I think that that happens more. This is why I think I like a game like Chronicles of Crime or Detective better. Because um, they, they do more, right? It's a bigger experience. Like Detective, you can find a card that has like a business symbol on it. And then here's it attaches yeah, to all these that people that there. you've done it. Right. Yeah. But that's also comes with a three hour experience. Sure. Yeah. And Chronicles of Crime can, as you're looking around the crime scene, literally on your phone and you yeah. turn around and you see blood or a footprint and you're like, holy shit, that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is that, that experience is literally flipping a card over. So it's, that's yeah. just less exciting. Um, but that doesn't mean, so even though I like Chronicles of Crime and Detective better, I got a similar feel in a less amount of time and in just a deck of cards, like which means that I, that's good. Like okay. we can play this on a weeknight and be done and still be able to watch some TV show. Right? So it's still, but it still felt engaging. Yes. It had the, like I was fun. like, we were both into it. Devin and I were both into it, flipping cards, excited, trying to like piece it together. She read some cards, flipped it over. You know, we were, we were in it. Yeah. What and did it, Devin think? She liked it a lot. Because she plays all those games with you. Yeah, she she liked it. She likes, we both agree we like Chronicles of Crime and Detective better. Um, but I would put this in the category of an unlock and an exit. Where if we're having game night or just the two of us or whatever, we, like, I think next time I don't, I want to play it with more people. Like, I want to play, like, the next one, maybe we'll play with you guys. I was and then say, the four of us can look at that. I was just thinking about this. So as you were saying that, I'm like, we need to get the four of us together and do a, de- a detective or yeah. or a crime thing. Yeah, this could be you know, like... like yeah. We could have lighter crime day where we do some micro macro. Yeah. We do some crime Ooh, zoom. Yeah. You know, like little like yeah. litter ones. Like we, let's, And the let's night with an unlock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe those hijinks. And the night with one those hijinks. Yeah, the holiday hijinks. We could do one of those. We should do that. Like a, yeah. bu- like a bunch yeah. of little games. Like have dinner and do that. You, what are you doing right now? Yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, so... This is called Crime Zoom. You're going to see it soon. It'll have the Lucky Duck sticker on it. It'll have Aurora. So it's been out in um, uh, Bonjour Tout Le Monde in France for a while. Ooh, and, that was fancy. Uh, that means hello, yep. everyone. And, yep. and that's Bonjour all I know. Bonjour Tout Le Monde. Bonjour Tout Le Monde. What's the second part? Tout Le Monde, everyone. Hello, everyone. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, I think this might be also a pre-order like October, like right now. Like very, very soon you can grab this. I think it'll be... Twelve, fifteen dollars. Okay. It's not going to be something that I think is going to break the bank. And again, if you're, it's a one play and toss, or give it to someone else. You know, play it and give it to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to play the next one, and then I'm excited to buy the next two and mm-hmm. play those. And hopefully, this is a successful series enough where they feel like they can continue. start to, you know, continue. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Crime. Crime Zoom. Zoom. Crime Zoom. That's awesome. I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. 
If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server it's now time for me and natalie to mute our microphones and just let jeff talk for once in this episode's instagram inbox and now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Here I am. <laughs> the Mad Board Gamer. Madder than ever. <laughs> He's true to and his this name this episode. This is the Instagram <laughs> Inbox, and I wanted to keep it light and breezy. <laughs> and I wanted breezy, breezy. to, because this was really funny the last time we did it. I love when Ben and M do this on Date Night Dice podcast where they do would you rather yes so i asked the instagram world to send me a would you rather that we would answer on the show hell yeah kind yeah. of live like the show like the show love it let's do it are you ready let's get into it yes the plurpinator plurpy steven plurpy plurper okay steven would you rather that's, that's his full name okay the, the, the third, the third. Middle, yeah <laughs> middle name plurpington would you rather have the ability to fly but only when completely naked <laughs> okay. Okay. Or the ability to turn invisible, but you can only walk backwards. <laughs> fly naked. So you fly naked or invisible Ooh, backwards you walking. in the nether regions. <laughs> I fly naked. I think still. I'm going to go walking the other way. backwards, I feel like, would just be so fucking annoying. I think that I could get, um, uh, like, a. couldn't you just get a ticket for being a naked flying man? Like, wouldn't you be I don't arrested? Know, how would they even ticket you? How would they know it's you? You fly so high, Way I feel land. like maybe they wouldn't see you. I feel like... I would do the invisible one. I'm doing I feel like flying naked would be so cold and uncomfortable. I got some blubber. I was in the pool. Although, <laughs> but being invisible, I'd have to fly. I was in the air. I'd have to fly at least 15 inches off the ground so it doesn't drag. Oh god, <laughs> fold it in half. 15 inches. All right, board game related one. You ready? <laughs> would you rather have every game in your collection? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Natalie, like have them. <laughs> Natalie, yes or no? <laughs> have every single component made of wood or plastic. This includes box, player board, chits, dice, cards, everything. Would you rather all of it be made of wood or plastic? Is this a plurby question still? Plurper. Wood. Wood. It's a plurper. I'm going with wood. Wood for sure. Man, yeah. it would be really heavy. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how well, much heavier like, everything would well, be. It's like balsa wood. What's the really light one? 
um, IKEA. Yeah, if it's made of IKEA yeah. wood, it's good. I was gonna say, what's that one? Um, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Plywood. <laughs> plywood. Yeah. No, it's probably. I try to be like good, good wood, good wood, wood. It's better than good bad. Good wood. Isn't that where you ate dinner? Yeah, yeah good, good wood. wood. At yeah, Gen Con. Stay what you said, what, what apparently I gave you last night. Okay, what's next, Jeff? Oh okay, you ready? <laughs> this one is for Ryan. From the McMeeple's account, okay. I think from oh, Sam. Right. Awesome. Specifically, well, up, there's Sam? a Natalie one coming next. Oh, okay. up, this one's up, for Ryan <laughs> on the podcast. Yes. Would you rather only okay. be able to make jokes about Natalie uh-huh. or talk in a British accent? <laughs> so you have to basically give up one of them, right? So you can either continue to make jokes about Natalie and not do a British accent or do a British accent and then never be able to make jokes about Natalie. I would love to have sex tonight, so I'll say British accent. <laughs> oh. No, seriously, else you up I don't feel? think, I, honestly, I don't think I could not talk in a British accent. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> well, you do it while brushing your teeth or something in the morning. <laughs> That's so. what I mean. I don't know showers. if I could do it. Because were they both on the podcast? Or is it not talk with a British accent in my life? I'm assuming it's like on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah, okay. Both on the okay. podcast. I still will say, for purposes of um, uh, diplomacy in my marriage, I will say that <laughs> I would rather talk with a British accent. Okay. <laughs> Natalie, would you rather... Have Ryan talk about your nook every time yeah. he visits your family. <laughs> or have him make a fart joke every time he uses the stairs. <laughs> this is from Sam McMeeble as well. Okay, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Good on you, Sam. Or Michaela, I don't know who this is from. Good on you. So talk about your nook in front of your family or... Make a fart joke every time you use the stairs. I wonder what I would say in front of your family. I think I would rather have him talk about my nook. I thought she was going to say that. The fart joke would be in private most of the time. Both of those are good. For me, so he gave one for me, would you rather do an entire episode impersonating Natalie or Ryan? Ooh. (laughs) I think I know what he's going to say. I think think I'm going to say Natalie. Yeah. I love your Natalie impersonation. Yeah, I think that's what it is. They're always mean and really funny. Yeah, I think that's what I would have to go with. I think I'd have to do that because I could get a little sassier. Yes. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Natalie gives you better material. I feel like. All right, you ready? Yep. Those are good. This Those are really is from good. a couple of games, Zach. Oh, okay. Would you rather be required? Some stuff. Required to play every game you own one time. Okay. Before you buy a new game. Ooh. Or only be able to play a game three times and then it explodes. Explodes. <laughs> I think. Does that okay? Wait, that would be different. Does that count for games I've already played? Or is it like starting now? I think so. let's go with starting now. Shit, because okay. I'll go with the first one. It's safer to buy. So you have to play all your games before you buy Tranquility. I think so. Because what if I want to play? What if I want to play like Terra Mystica, my like my favorite game, and it yeah. explodes? You have to buy it again, right? Times? You have to buy it every time. Yeah. After I agree. Every copy play, you could, I agree yeah. because then you will never have a shelf of shame. And it forces you to play the games that you haven't played. Yeah, I'm gonna say I will regret that decision, but I'm gonna yeah. say play because right game now, because as your cool stuff carts fill up, yep. you wouldn't be able yep. to buy. Exactly. And then every time you buy a game, you have to go longer between buying another. And game. Honestly, I would not go to Gen Con anymore because if yeah. I, I can't go to Gen Con and not buy things, uh. so I would just assume <laughs> yeah. not. You just pretend that doesn't exist. What about you? What do you think? I don't know. Maybe I'll take exploding games. Yeah. If you, I guess, if you can buy the game again, although you got to clean maybe, up the game every time it explodes. <laughs> Yeah. Like, ah. All right. It's from Kelly Geek Chic. What up, Kelly? Would you rather play games with your mother-in-law, who hates games and constantly lets you know that? Oh, I hate that. Or play with a routine game, a routine gamer friend who cheats constantly and have to watch them every move. Ugh. 
Oh man, that's Ooh, hard. That's so play, those play games with a cheater who's a gamer, yep. or have to play with mother-in-law who hates games and let you know about it. I think it I'd time. rather play with a grumpy mother-in-law than play with a cheater. Who you know cheats. And you're not, you can't do anything about I, it? Or you're, you, you, I think you just have to watch them and maybe you just call make sure that person they don't out cheat. all the time. I, see, I, I don't see, know. I but either way, that's annoying. I think I'd mm. rather play... Because I almost feel like with like grumpy mother-in-law... You expect mother-in-law to be grumpy. Yeah. You expect yeah, like she's gonna hate yeah. this. And you're not it's only hard. They're playing. both annoying in the moment of just yes. like, ugh, again you're trying to steal resources. Yeah. Or See, again you're complaining. I feel like like and this is me personally, like grumpy grandma or grumpy mother-in-law. Grandma. <laughs> not like grumpy grandma. Grumpy grandma. <laughs> grumpy yeah, let's go with grumpy grandma. Grumpy grandma. Grumpy grandma. I would more like roll my eyes about like yeah. oh my god, but like cheating friend gamer, I, like, I would be mad. Yeah, I feel like you'd I'd be, be like, yeah. stop cheating. You'd be fighting. I'm with you. Cheating in the game. You talk me into that one. I'll take I grumpy agree. grandma. Yeah, grumpy grandma. Too. All right. The the consensus is grumpy grandma. <laughs> now this is from Osgore. What up, Osgore? He also prefaces said, "You know which one of this, which one of these, or which one of you is this question for?" Okay, okay. It's for Natalie. <laughs> yeah, of course. It All right. Is. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna slightly change it. Okay. Okay. Never be allowed to go to another gaming convention ever again. Okay, he put Gen Con, but I'm going to make it all gaming conventions. Okay. Never be allowed to go to another gaming convention ever again, or never be able to drink wine. <gasps> she's not going. She's not playing board games anymore. <laughs> she would go it's even a further. Gaming convention. I know, but I'm saying yeah, you would convention. go even further and not play board games. Because it said Gen Con, again. and then if I said Gen Con, you'd be like, "Well, I'll just go to Origins or whatever." So I'm going to go uh, with no gaming convention, or never be able to drink wine. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to drink wine. What about? I think we could go further, and she would still pick wine. What if you never played board games again? Ooh, the stakes are higher there. What do you think about that? Never drink never wine again, to, yeah. or never play board games again. Right. That one I think is the, is the stakes. She's that would panicking actually. a little bit. That's harder because like <laughs> yeah. a, a game convention that's like a one a one event you know once a year or so whatever. right wine is every day. But <laughs> no, it's not. Let's talk about. I don't drink that much. Welcome to the intervention episode of the Gamecast. But I love playing games. And but, but then wine, I could just give up wine and then drink other types of alcoholic drinks. So I guess I get play drunk games in other ways for that question. We need to ask Emily if she'd rather. Did we do this with her? Where would you rather give up wine or cheese? We should. What would she say? Ooh. Let's ask her. We're that. gonna have to ask. She her gave that. us a couple, so we'll have to give. She give, did. We'll okay, yeah. we're gonna back. have to ask her that back. All right, Jen Madigan. I know her. Gave the most oh. disgusting one I've ever oh. read in my yeah. life. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna like that after after oh, you hear it. Okay. All right, you're not gonna like. Would you rather? Blood, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make this specifically. It says girlfriend or wife. I'm gonna say wife. Because okay. Both have wives. Yep. Sure. Would you rather sleep with your wife? Yes. That's possessed by your mother. <gasps> or sleep with your mother's body that's possessed by your wife. No. Ew. Is this no. disgusting? No. No. <laughs> so, Natalie, no. for you, it would be, no. would you rather sleep with Ryan possessed by your father or sleep with your father possessed by Ryan would be that question for you. I would rather sleep. That's like, with Nat- I would rather sleep with Natalie possessed by my mother. Here's why. We're just going to fucking sleep. She didn't say have sex. Okay, she well, you get the point. She said, sleep, I'm sleeping. Well, you get the point. She said sleep. Okay, we're going to bang. No. I feel like that's an impossible question. It's disgusting. It's disgusting because it's like, like, you know, if, if it looks like Ryan and <laughs> I know it's my dad. You're right. You're right. I don't know if, how if it, I can if say if this. If I know it's Ryan, but it looks like my dad. Ew. I know, getting over the body could be very, very, yeah. very difficult. Well, that's why I think if you have to pick one. I think you have to I pick, think you have to pick the, the body, body of, of your, your wife. wife. 
What, what are you saying? But then the you know that, that you're, that's what I would. It's your mom I, it's or dis- dad. It's like awful. I know. Consciously banging. Uh, I can't even say. We it. know it's disgusting. Jen, no. Thanks a lot, Jen. Listen, Jen, my mom is. Don't ask away, us anything okay? like that ever again. This is again. not fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan gets a pass in this question. Yeah, I get it right. <laughs> All right, Brian Beach on Facebook mm. oh, added. Beach. All right. So cool. If you won the Mega Millions lottery, two hundred million dollars. Okay. Plus, would you rather keep it all for yourself or give away ninety percent? He said, "My answer would be no fun because he said he can't use more than ten million dollars." So he would say, "Would you rather keep all the money or oh, give it away?" Yeah, I give away most of it. So you, you so someone gives you two hundred million dollars. Yeah, and they say you can sure you can keep it all, or, or you give away ninety percent. Ninety percent. I'm just gonna keep it all. I Why feel like you. Well, who would ever like pick an easy question? I know. But he know. said he's like he's just gonna give it away because he can't use more than ten million. I kind of agree with what he's saying there. On that, I think Brian Beach could spend more than ten million dollars. That's a good point. I think <laughs> that if he got two hundred million dollars yeah. and we put him to the That's test, true. I think he'd keep it. Brian Beach is he's he uh, likes his as toys. much as I like my hobbies. I think he dwarfs me in all things. He likes his spending computers, his airplanes, his motorcycles. His I envy all, the shit out of him. Smoke, he just buys smoke. whatever he wants, and it's yeah. awesome. So he had two two hundred million dollars. I would keep it because I could give away what I wanted to. And then I could keep what I wanted yeah. to do. I'm keeping it. I would keep yeah. it too. All right. I'm selfish. I don't care. <laughs> Nuclear Knight. Peter, would you rather only play six plus player party games or only play two player games? Ooh. Two player those games. Those are like two really fun. I know. Two player games, I think. It's just more often I'm just with you. Yeah. And if we could but never play games together, I think I'd plus. so fun. I know. I know. I could see you but saying a different thing. Or what are you going to say? Six plus is tough. Because you play with Devin a lot, too. I think I'd have to go two player. Yeah, I think I agree. Because the games that I would want to play more often yeah. are, are, could be played with two. Mm-hmm. Like, think about you'd never be able to play Castles Burgundy again. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't. I well, Castles Burgundy is not, <laughs> is not is a four player game. Right. So you'd never be able to play that. Because you're wait, only wait. playing six plus or only playing two player games. Oh, I see. So I think you're like, I would I say everything else is gone. Two player only. I think you're getting rid of six plus or you're getting rid oh, of Oh, I read it as you're, they're only doing that. So you're only playing six plus or yeah. you're only playing two player games. Or so games either way, you're play not playing Castle Burgundy. <laughs> well, only games that play, would play two players, maybe. Because, yeah, if it's only games that that play only so two not two players. player only, but you can play with. I'm confused. So it would be like, I can play Castles of Burgundy, but only two players. Or you can play Belfort, but only with two players. That's yeah. what I kind of thought. That's what I thought, was. too. So we could play Castle Burgundy, then. You can play Castle Burgundy with two players. Two, but you yeah. can play it with four. Yeah. Because there's not yet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would pick two player games because that's I how we so. yeah, that's I guess how I'd I mostly play that stuff. Just because it would that. suck, but, but I would. Yeah, I do really enjoy stuff. That's could, a tough would, one. What if we never were able to play Codenames Duet again? It's like the best game. But what if we were also never able to play just one again? I feel like we got Ben and M hooked on that, by the way. I know. I, yeah. I think they love it. I was listening I knew they would to their too. latest podcast I really knew they today, would. and I, she was like, said something about Codenames Duet, and she's like, I really enjoy that game. Yeah, they, they really do like it. Yeah. Homemade awesome. Soda. Oh, we just Homemade, homemade Soda, soda is basically just yeah. um, sent me a bunch of DMs that basically telling me about games he hates. <laughs> he said, I'm going to read the entire thing. He said, okay. would you rather hang drywall, mud, and tape? No. Or play tapestry, and he says, correct answer is drywall. So he basically hates <laughs> he tapestry. Hates he also said, would you rather sand the drywall? No. Or play terraforming Mars? He said, correct answer, sanding. Ooh. Whoa. So he basically just hates these games. Wow. Kind of Interesting. Those are pretty popular games, too. Yeah. Yeah. Tapestry, I feel like, is a little more contentious than terraforming. Everyone loves terraforming Mark. Yeah, it was a little terraforming <laughs> Mark is, yeah. is a good one. That's a crazy yeah. good one. So Jim Gamer asked one. I don't know if this was the same one he asked before, but it's still a good one. Play the same game for the rest of your life, or any game you like but only one day once a year. I remember that. So one game for the rest of your life, but you can play it like 
whenever you want, or you can play any game you want, but only one time a year. So you're, you're not playing games 360. I don't like these three days a year, four days. I'd pick that one. I'd pick that one. Which one? One. The one. No, the one where you can play any game you want, just one time a year. Man, that sucks. I'm though. okay with that. It sucks. But would, wouldn't you rather that you only get to play one game as much as you I want? I don't know. Yeah, just so one game. But for game. like, I think about us at Nerdfest. How many games do we play at Nerdfest on a day? Like five. So like, every year I'm playing only play like five or six games. But Wait, then every year you play the same game up. over and over at Nerdfest. I know. Yeah, then you're at Nerdfest. You I only know, play. I guess. Well, at Nerdfest, I guess I'm taking the one game. How often do you yeah, play the so. same game more than once at Nerdfest? No, I'm saying like at at Nerdfest we only play like five or six games total on a day. So throughout the entire year, I'm only playing five. I'm only playing five games. That sucks. Oh, I okay. Oh, I'm, missing, I'm misunderstanding. Wait. I thought you could only play like January first. One... You can play any game you want, but you can't play any games again until the next January first. Yeah, but on January first, how many games are you going to be able to get through? Even if you can play whatever game you want, okay, how I, many are you going to oh, get through? I'm stupid. I thought, I thought it was you can play any game you want only one time. But you're saying one time on one day. Yes. <laughs> okay, that is bad. Or one game whenever the fuck you want. Yeah. So you can play Castles of Burgundy 365 times any day of the week or whatever. Or on one day, January 1st, you can play whatever games you want, but for the rest of the year, you can't play shit. But you can play more than one game. Yeah, you can play whatever you want on January 1st. Whatever games you want once a year. I gotta pick the one game whenever the fuck. Yeah, I don't know if I can just do Because like you said, one day a year, that's it? What what would you play? I feel like you'd be like... (gasps) We'll play that one game I want to play, and then we'll play a couple others. You know, that just sounds terrible. That's isn't it? No, I'm picking one, one game, game whenever the fuck. Yeah. Oh. It'd be cool if you could rotate every year or something. But All right, bad board game covers gave us a couple. Okay. Burn your entire board game collection nope. or donate it to your mortal enemy. Burn it. <laughs> Burn it. Are you I'm kidding? I'm not giving my mortal Burn enemy em. anything. Burn See ya. Yeah, we'll have a bonfire. Board I, yeah. game bonfire. We're all... Um, ooh, board game bonfire. Band name, I call it. Board ooh. game bonfire. Board game bonfire. We're, we're, we are a board game bonfire. Go to a convention, go to a board game convention once a year or every weekend. Go to a board game convention once a year or every weekend. Oof. Once a year. Uh, well, man, every year you could get burned out, right? Every weekend. It's a yeah. lot. It's every, a, yeah, every even weekend. Even going would be, once, I mean, the, the weekend we go is awesome, but. No, you're right. At the end of it, I'm always like, oh, yeah. I'm glad to be you're home. Because we do our yeah. own little convention. Like, we are, do our yeah. own nervous. I would say once once a year. Once a year. 26 yeah. conventions. How many weeks? No. Is that right? Yikes. 52. 52 conventions is a, long, a lot of conventions. It's a lot of conventions. A lot of traveling. Yeah. Here's a good one from Bad Board Game Covers. Only play Steffenfeld games or never be able to play a Steffenfeld game, but you can play whatever else you want. I'll pick that. I think never? I might play Steffenfeld games. Really? And then nothing else? He's got so many good games. Yeah, but dude, you can't play Underwater Cities or Terraforming Mark ever again. But you can't play Trajan or Castles of Burgundy or... There's so... So Feld's got how many games? 20? Yeah, there's so many more. Yeah. There's like thousands. All right. Thousands yeah, I'll take that one. I know, but man, that is not a play bummer. It I don't want to see you regretting never playing a crime game ever again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's Stephen yeah. Felt may so come you out with a crime play game. Roma too. <laughs> <laughs> the Electric Boogaloo. Man. Um, better Half Reviews says, everything you do will be broadcasted all the time. Ooh, like the Truman or, Show? Or, which is just like our part, never ever be noticed ever again. Ooh. It's a tough one. What does that mean? I think, think like no one would ever know you exist. Like no you have zero followers, you, you would have nothing, would ever do anything. In the or, world of social media. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know. Like or, if you're walking down the street. Like, well, because that's different you're just kind of like, like a nothing. Does my family not even know I exist now? No, I think they do. But I think like no one really gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like you walk down the street and you're just kind of like in the crowd, right? You're like a nothing. That one. You're a nothing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I don't want everything yeah. that I do to be broadcast. No, me neither. There would be a lot of masturbating. There'd be a lot of weird <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Swoozle. Swoozle gave us some good ones. Would you rather have poisonous farts or poop your pants daily? <laughs> I'm pooping my pants. Wait, hold on. So have you poisonous farts, poisonous farts or poop your I pants daily? I think I'd daily. rather have poisonous farts because every time I fart, I'll just like... Kill Ryan? It go outside or something. <laughs> and like, you know, so it doesn't kill anybody. I think I'm just going to poop my pants but daily. But could they kill you? probably poison to you too well, listen if i go outside and start running and then it's like behind yeah. me every and time I don't you fart in. you're gonna go for a jog <laughs> and what's the other thing poop or... your pants daily i'll just poop my pants <laughs> yeah i can just wear diapers i'll just poop my pants poop your pants sounds horrible it does sound bad i'll wear diapers so does murdering people with your farts no, or even I yourself murder them. i found a way around it <laughs> oh go for a jog i'll be back ryan i'm oh, gonna wait. go take a walk ryan won't be able to sleep <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> What did you say? Yeah, you won't be able to sleep what next to her because she's going to kill you in her sleep. She does fart in her sleep yeah. a lot. I make jokes about farting, yeah. which she doesn't do in her sleep, though. Oh, my. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Would you rather have tongues in your armpits or a nose in your what crotch? Tongues in my Swizzle. armpits. I'm going to go with tongues, I think. Tongues smelling your crotch. Licking your armpits? Or smelling no, your crotch. I was thinking, like, tongues coming out of your armpits. Yeah, but it wouldn't like it be. Yeah, but have a tongue. Yeah, but if you then close your mouth armpit. Your tongue is it's all like, like there. Wet and moist. Would you taste though? I don't know if you or would what? taste. Or what? A nose in well, your tongue. crotch? Yeah, a nose in your crotch. So you're smelling your crotch or you're licking your armpits. That's basically the question. I'd rather lick my armpits and smell my crotch. Yeah, I guess. I'm licking armpits, licking I guess. Armpits. Yep. I've smelled my Swoozle crotch. Swoozle with maybe my favorite one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would, would you rather, <laughs> would you rather <laughs> ride a giant hamster? That sounds cool. Or a normal sized Danny DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> by far Danny DeVito 100 Danny DeVito, yeah. 100% Danny Danny DeVito. DeVito. By far, he won't be able to bear my but weight I think, but I'm man, assuming those are the same size a giant hamster is Danny DeVito sized and then or a regular size Danny DeVito there is something kind of cute about riding a giant hamster yeah but like down also, the street no I'm, I'm, I'm riding Danny DeVito Danny yeah. De- <laughs> closer to Danny, Danny DeVito with a gun running yeah. down the street ah, ah. where's the fire <laughs> Nestor says be on the dice tower so I'm assuming that would also include like Having more view, right? Like yeah. being more noticed, right? And be a squeaky clean podcast, or never record another episode. So we either so shut this down, saying, give up or, what we are. Yeah, to be dice Sell tower out, squeaky clean, or or shut it down completely. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say dice tower, and I'll give you an explanation after after you guys give your answer. Do you want me to say after dice tower? Sure. I kind of want to say after dice. Tower. Do it. Say after dice tower. I want to do whatever we want. Oh, man. But we can't do whatever we want. We'd shut it down. It's either be on the dice tower and be squeaky (laughs) clean or shut it down completely. Um, I would, yeah. I I guess the dice tower, even though I don't want to say that. No, no. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This is not because, like, I care about the... I think we don't need to be recorded to be ourselves. So we can be in... By ourselves, we we can be as raunchy as we want to. Not recorded. But if we really wanted to stay talking about board games, we could cut out the raunchiness yeah. if we had to. This yeah. episode would be six and minutes. We could, probably, <laughs> we could probably still be funny without. Welcome being to the six-minute like, podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we could definitely be funny. We 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 have gotten raunchier over the years, but I think that we we do that or we did that. We got raunchier over the years because it was kind of like, okay, you know what? We're we're gonna do our own thing now. We can do whatever we want. We can do whatever the hell we want to. But I think if like. We don't have to act. We don't have to do that. We could be ourselves and goofy and raunchy in person. I don't know if our listeners would like that anymore because that that part would go away. Yeah, which is what I think is what makes us us. We have lame ass listeners. But if we still wanted to like do a podcast and talk about board games, 
We could probably cut out yeah. the raunchiness and, and be right. wholesome. Yeah. Bored to play says, would you rather only eat the same thing every day or only play the same game every day? Hmm. I do like food. You got to play a game every day and you have to play the same game every day. And then you have to eat, eat every day. I guess I'd rather play the same game every day. I could not just eat the same thing every day for the rest of my life. If it was like pizza, couldn't you just eat pizza every day? Just get Maybe, but at that. some point you'd... After a while, be, I think it would be awful. It would be. Yeah, I guess the same. And if I just picked like win, lose, banana. <laughs> yeah. That'd be okay. Swoozle says, would you rather pet an alligator or punch a penguin? Oh. Oh, man. It's a good story to punch a penguin, though. But those penguins, they're yeah. cute. Penguins are so cute. I'm Does petting an alligator it. put you at risk, right? Is that like Hell yeah, that's the, the point. Thing? It's like, would you... Yeah, I'm going to pet an alligator. I'm going to sneak up on it from behind, just get its tail, yeah. and run. I'm a little bit terrified of alligators, but I don't think I could punch a penguin. You could. What if I punch him in the shoulder? <laughs> like, hey, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, maybe. But I don't think that's... I think that's against the spirit of his question. All yeah. right, I'll pet a stupid alligator. Mm-hmm. Swoozle's got more. <sighs> Have toenail clippings in every meal. Oh, man. Or eat nothing but onions for the rest of your life. Oh, God. So you can probably hide the toenail clippings in something. It's not like you just have to eat toenail clippings, but like well, you can probably right now as we're eating right? something, you have to have toenail clippings. Oh, just for meals. So snacks wouldn't count. So your breakfast, lunch, and dinner has to have toenails in it. Onions. For the rest of your but life? Yeah, I think is so. it just an onion? It's an onion. Yeah, but isn't toenails for the rest of my life too? Toenails, you, but it just has to be in something. <laughs> like you could awful. have like toenails sandwich. Like what if you just hit no. it in the toenails? God, to just take a bite out of an onion every time, that would suck. Well, wait, he's well, not, you can hide it, the onions right? and things too, can't you? No, he said just no, an onion. Just onions. But, oh. on, or, yeah, nothing but <laughs> onions for the rest of your life. Ne- so I you're can't either make eating that just onions <laughs> or banging your wife in your mom's body or something. Onion. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. Onions is starting to sound weird now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Onions. Onion. We got onion. tracks and onions. <laughs> onion. I think right. I'm gonna go with toenail clippings. I, I feel know. like I could. I could I feel like I, I could saute to a toenail. I have to go with onion. I don't I'm gonna have like I'm gonna saute a toenail and just ah! yeah. I'm going with toenails. Okay, this is okay. Maybe this is my favorite one from Swoozle. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the fighting like horse that like if you fight yeah. like a bunch of horses duck-sized or yeah. horses or a okay. one horse sized duck? This one's a little different. Okay. Swoozle says, "Would you rather fight?" One Jeff-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized Jeffs. <laughs> One Jeff-sized duck oh or a hundred duck-sized Jeffs. I kind of want to fight a hundred duck-sized Jeffs. <laughs> that would be, be adorable. I want to see them like running around. Like a hundred little tiny <laughs> Jeffs going after you. That's a hundred of them though. I think I'm going to fight a... One, si- one yeah, Jeff-sized one. I'm going to go with one instead of a hundred. One Jeff-sized duck is not as scary as a horse-sized duck. Yeah. All right, here's Nestor. Okay. He's back. What's up, Nestor? Stop getting custom memes every episode from him. Um, or be the number one podcast on every platform. Uh, <laughs> why are you doing that to yourself, That's Nestor? really mean. Why are you that's doing a, that to yourself, Nestor? Man, I love Nestor's memes. You know, memes. he's going to meme about this. Yeah. He is. He's going to meme about this. So I love his memes. I know. But man, being the number one podcast on any platform would be a lot of pressure that. and probably lower ratings. <laughs> a lot of people would listen to us and hate us, but we'd be number one. So do we care? It's lonely at the time. I know. Do yeah. we care? We also have the back catalog of his previous memes. I'll go on record. Nestor, I love you. I'm keeping the memes. All right. Now and then we'll just, just be the number two podcast on every platform. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Be number two and keeping the memes. Love you, Nestor, but I'm going to say number one. Number one, baby. Number one. Let's get number one. All right. 
Hmm. Ooh. Emotional Cyborg was drinking and with friends and, and let us have a whole bunch of them. That's what she do. Would you rather play a 10-hour game of Monopoly or a 10-hour game of Risk? Well, every game of Risk is a 10-hour game of Risk. Yeah. Um, Monopoly, I think. Risk. Would I you rather... I've never played Risk. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm taking Risk. I'll take Risk over Monopoly. This has to do with all of Ben's minis. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you rather steal them all or melt them all? <laughs> Ben's minis? <laughs> yeah. Are you like melt so mad those at... Those yeah. fuckers. You melt them all. I would steal them. Yeah. They look so good. Yeah, they're too pretty. Yeah. Janelle, so Janelle's got another one. Them. I would steal them. Janelle says, would you rather throw up on Jeff's new beautiful carpet or clean up the throw up on Jeff's beautiful <laughs> carpet? <laughs> oh, that's a great that one. A great one. Yeah, that is good one. so good. I think I'd... If, if I remove it from Jeff's carpet and make it Ryan's carpet, I think I'd rather <laughs> clean it up. Yeah, me too. There's so to me, Okay, well, here's... For me, and I, me and Jeff are very similar to a lot of this stuff. Throwing up has to be the worst thing I could think of to do. I hate throwing up with everything. I just hate it so much. The idea of it, when it's happened, it's the worst fucking sensation. Yeah, pretty it's terrible. It's awful. And then I have to deal with the double thing of, okay, I just went through this horrible experience, and I just did that on my friend's brand new carpet. Yeah. So now he's pissed at me. I feel like shit. And I probably have to clean it up anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because... And then I don't want... Yeah, I don't want the, the feeling of it. Now I got to make somebody else clean up my, my puke. No, I'm cleaning it up. I'm, I'm cleaning, cleaning it up. I'm cleaning up someone I'm else. Cleaning. I'm cleaning Wood and Meeples, would you rather organize your board games, and this is a, a debate, horizontally or vertically? Vertically. Horizontally, vertical. Horizontal board game vertical. stackers are insane psychopaths. Yeah, <laughs> we're both vertical. We're, all three of us are vertical stackers. Natalie, did you, when you were buying games yeah. initially, were you a vertical stacker? Yes. Okay. Good, because I mean, Ryan wouldn't have let you come in here rolling yeah, with no. your horizontal. Not that horizontal nonsense. <laughs> no, it's just ridiculous. I don't. I don't get the reasoning behind why anyone would ever do it. Yeah. The only time that I ever stacked it horizontal was there was like a time where like I only had a few board games and they were inside like a cupboard, you know, like in my TV stand, yeah. and so like you couldn't really stack them vertical. So like I would, and there'd just be like a couple games per shelf, you know. But besides, well, like when I have a real shelf, I have a couple games. Totally like vertical. I have a bunch of small box games that I'll I'll those stack. Are like the Mind, uh, Sushi Go. Yeah, that's the a game. Different. Like I just kind of stack those up because yeah, yeah, it yeah. saves more room. The little Kurt ones. the Viking gives one that I think is obvious. Okay. Would you rather be forced, or pretty much every time you have to roll dice? Okay. You have to slurp them off the table <laughs> with your mouth and then spit them out <laughs> as rolling it. So that's how you roll dice. Yeah. So that's how you roll dice. Okay. You have to basically <laughs> suck them off the table and then spit them out to roll them. Fucking hell. Or or burn every game in your collection except tapestry. I don't know why tapestry keeps coming up. I'm spitting out dice. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm sucking yeah, dice fun. and spitting it that out. That sounds hilarious. Wasn't that in... You could um, possibly choke and die, but it sounds people, fun. Yeah. people... Blech. Didn't the girl, like, her arms were both, like, yes. wrapped up? Yes, the like, Natalie character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a couple more. Um... Discover a new great board game to show your friend, or have your friend find the great board game and show it to you. I'm. This is maybe sound selfish. I enjoy finding the game and showing people. My one of my. That's why I love uh, explaining games so much. Is I really get a lot of joy from being the one to light up someone's eyes. So I think I would say, I want to find the new game and show it to you. Me too. That's my opposite. Someone else show it to you. Yeah. That really has been your experience with games, though, to start yeah. out, yeah. right? 
I'm not usually the one True. who finds games, and I like I like going into it knowing like someone thinks I'm gonna like something. Yeah, I, and I, then I can I get understand excited that. about it instead of again. I feel like you and me are just kind of yeah. That was from Damon Kane. Um, we got date night dice. Gave us a couple. Okay. Only be able to eat fruits or only be able to eat vegetables. Ooh, damn. Fruits. I think I might. Fruits is my gut reaction, but vegetables are like good. I know. I like, like vegetables. cooked and like I don't know. I'd be tough to get of. There's a lot of meals give up where it's of like oh, I want yeah. vegetables in this. Oh yeah. I think I might say fruit. I'm gonna give up fruit. But you have to remember a tomato is a fruit. Fine. An avocado is a fruit. According to you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not well, that's your opinion. Yeah, that's what science. you think. Okay. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Damn, I'm a doctor a too. One. This one's for Ryan. You ready? Yeah. Next one. Date night dice. Have a dog break your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Em. You yeah. Or you have to play Skull King. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. There's an obvious answer. <laughs> Don't pretend. Hmm. This, is, Skull this King. is actually Ryan really hates tough. Skull King. That's man, the point of this. Man, I don't want to play Skull King. No, I feel so I feel so bad I know. for her. If you don't know, but you should message Date Night Dice. Tell Emily sorry. With her dog well, ran she... into her and knocked and she Oh my god, I feel so bad. Cracked a bone so in her leg her. and not enough ugh. that I would play Skull King, but man yeah. do I feel bad. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I would I would definitely not want to get my leg broken. I I feel so bad for yeah. you. Yeah. This one's from Brush Monkey. Get a paper cut every time you turn a page Ooh. or bite your tongue every time you eat. Paper cut thousand percent. I fucking hate biting my tongue. <laughs> I don't read a lot of books, Natalie. Yeah. Um, oh we know. So it'd no, basically be every time I read a direction book, I would yeah. I would have multiple like, ah. That would suck. Paper cuts do that would suck. suck. Biting, biting your, your fucking tongue because it just seems to like come out. And that's nowhere, like and days of pain. Horrible. And you want to like you just instantly want to put a hole in the drywall. Yeah, I think I'm taking paper cuts yeah. as well. Like Andy Bernard. Last one. This is again from Date Night Dice. Emily says, "Choose wisely." I'm assuming this is Emily. Uh-oh. Would you rather hang out with Ben or M? Oh, that's not. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to answer this right right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well. Emily I, wrote that, so the answer is Emily, right? Yeah. I feel like there are But if Ben wrote deals, it, it's you Ben. You can't just hang out with one. We, I think we have to answer this. But ben and M. I'm going to pick M just because we have plans to go to the mall together. <laughs> what? You In have plans to go to the mall? Yeah. Who goes to the mall? What mall are you going the to? The mall? Remember we, the last time we talked, or the last time we hung out with them? Remember I thought we, you were going to go to like like Birch Run. Yeah, that's a mall. It's an outlet mall. I suppose. So, I'm thinking like Wonderland Mall. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 grab your bags, walk in through the mall. We're going to be like halfway and go to the outlet mall. Do you want to go to Spencer's Gifts? Do, do, do. Is that an, an Aeropostale over there? Let's go there. That's what I, that's what I. Oh my God, American Eagle. Let's go in there. It smells so good. Um, Gotta go down to the East. Well, is that a Bath and Body Works? I need candles. Well, I was talking to the other day about how she, you know, hurt herself. And, mm-hmm. and she loves Wetzel's pencils. And she was like, she's like, she's like, I'm so mad. You know, I was just thinking the other day, like, I should, you know, make plans with Natalie to go to the mall. And she's the like, mall? no, I can't. That's the funniest thing at the mall. Let's go that's to the mall. That's what about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stupid potato. That. Stupid potato knocked her over. Now she can't go to the mall. That's the first thing you thought about on the way to the hospital. Damn it, Natalie, and I can't walk around the mall now anymore. I gotta, yeah. Yeah. Now you gotta wheel herself all around the mall. You Damn. can push her in a yeah, wheelchair. Around wheel the mall. her. Wheel her around the mall. Take right, me done. over to the pants. Section. So the question was, <laughs> who would you rather hang out with? Yeah, Ben Ram. And then parentheses says, choose wisely. Oh God. So choose depends wisely. On, okay, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a bullshit answer. It depends on what we're doing because me and Ben have so much more in common 
than me and Emily do. Me and Emily have a lot in common as it relates to Gossip. like bitching and complaining. <laughs> yeah. Me and Ben have a lot in common when it comes to actual like you know like I, I, like hobbies. Like me, and, me and Emily wouldn't just paint menus together. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, you and Ben, um, me, and, me and Ben would play heavier board games, heavier board games, yeah. minis, and then he likes to gossip. Too. <laughs> me and Emily would bitch and complain. Me and Emily would we would talk about TV shows. I feel like we have a lot of in- similar interests yep. in TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can pick this. This is too hard. This is tough. She's gonna not like. She's not gonna like this. That we're she's not, not picking, gonna like this. That none of us are picking. I'm gonna say yes. You're right. Natalie's right. They're a package deal. Maybe for now, I like I'm- with a broken leg now. Ben, <laughs> well, her legs broke. So ben. Maybe I'd pick Easy. Emily because I wouldn't have to do any like physical activity. Ben loves working out. He does. What if at some point he made me like want to lift? You know the what, weight? dude? Because that Emily, might, you might weight. have just answered it for me because you're not going to feel like a piece of shit when you're hanging out with Emily. When you're hanging out with Ben, you're gonna be like, Ben oh my is God, like you were like in shape. shape, and then I have to stand next to him and be like. Feel like the weakest human on the planet. You're right. Yeah. You feel so real strong next to Emily. Emily, just <laughs> Emily and I get to just sit around, put our legs up, no offense, and just watch TV. That's a good call. And just chill. Damn it. I'm sorry, Ben. But man, I love both of them. Ah, We're great. Fucking hell. That is tough. Okay. I feel bad because Ben's really fun and cool and funny. It's not like we don't have to, like, not like we're, this is real. <laughs> and we never have to see him again. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Okay. So that was the uh, Instagram inbox. Fantastic. Yeah. That was a really good one. Um, it's been a long time since the wave of hate has washed over us. We haven't been hit with a tidal wave of pure anger and vitriol for a couple episodes. Let's rectify that right now in today's edition of the Board Game Beatdown. Today on the board game beatdown. Well, first of all, let me just say. Okay. <laughs> Kim, this is for you. You are. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Continue. What? No, continue. Continue. Yeah, she, you're right. She was asking what, if I would ever do a board game beatdown again. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do one the next for episode. For you, Kim. So, Hell yeah. Dedicated to Kim. Kim. I'm going to beat down. Hey, Kim. Lost Rat. Ruins of Arnak. Uh, oh. Whoa. This is a pretty. There's enough hate for this game already. Wow. Yeah, there's some hate. Just listen. (laughs) I'm listening. Ma, just shut the fuck up and listen. You piece of garbage. This is my. You had your moment. You Instagram inbox piece of garbage. Now shut up and listen. Um, M. Dean says this is the exact sort of thing I don't care for or understand. So I only have myself to blame. He's kind of like, well, I'm not that smart, and I don't like this, so Why did I it's my bad. I like this? My this bad. Is, this right. is really stupid of me. I knew I would hate this piece At of least shit. he admitted it. <laughs> Allie98 says, boring. That's <laughs> it. Thanks, Allie. I, it's so weird that you would For take your, your time to write thought. that into a comment. Thing. Yes. Right, right. Why don't you just, like, read it? If you don't have anything nice to say. <laughs> it's funny, though. The, oh, it's Lizzie. Gaia Hero says, awful engine builder that sucks the life out of any drop of theme present. One of the worst first time experiences I've had. What the hell went wrong here? Wow. <laughs> Damn. What That's the hell a... went wrong here? <laughs> you you went wrong. That's what happened. Just like, yeah, mean, what, like what went wrong? Like what went wrong like during his play? Or like what went wrong with the designers designing the game? Like what is he I wonder guess, what he's getting I don't at? Know. He just seemed Let's mad. message him, dummy. The rat catcher says <laughs> The rat king. He's a rat king. <laughs> yeah. Straight garbage. <laughs> Coming from a rat, he okay. knows. Dirty or stinky old rat. A stinky old rat. It's really funny. This is a pretty, pretty 
well-liked game. No stinky old rat. Not by, not by the rat case. Except the stinky old rat. Fucking rat king doesn't like it. Uh, Haze Red says, do you need a tablet and a compass this turn or a coin and an arrowhead? Get out the spreadsheet to make sure you have the exact items at the right times for the forking research mm-hmm. tracks. I'm so sick of resource salads that I actually miss Agricola. Resource salads? I've never heard that thing? term before. The resource salads. <laughs> but also, I like spreadsheets and I like that stuff. I agree. She, <laughs> I, she doesn't like that kind of game. That's yeah. what that game is. You need to turn resources into other resources, uh-huh. into actions, like into that. other resources, and yep. then into actions again. And then, and, well. Let me ask you this. What is the spreadsheet analogy here? For How this, like for this game, it's not at all. Oh, yeah, like what is this? It makes me just think like somebody who's not very good at like doing some of that stuff. It's like planning out all the actions in a row. Like right. I'm gonna do this because, like, in this order. In your order. head, you gotta be like, okay, to get this, I need this and this, and in order to get those, I need to do this and this, and you gotta kind of like figure it all out. But a spreadsheet is just a sheet with data on it. Yeah, some I know data sheet. I feel like that's what people proficient say in when Microsoft they just, like, Excel. They get stumped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, oh, right. there's going to be too much math. Yeah. yeah. I got to math it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to turn it a compass for never had decimals. It's too much spreadsheet. Like, there's. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Allison. What was her name? Uh, Hayes Red. Oh, that's what I said. <laughs> Wasn't there an Allison in there a second ago? No. I thought she did say that too. Allison. I thought I heard you say that too. And then you were like, no, no, no. No. Yeah. What? No. I'm oh, I said Allie 90. Okay, Allie. Okay. That was the one that's boring. I wasn't too far off. Thank you very much. I heard it too. Yeah, Continue. she was the boring one. Shut up, Jeff. Got it. <laughs> Annetta W says, played it five times, sold after that. It was a fun experience. <laughs> <laughs> what? Maybe the, selling, one? maybe the selling was fun. It was fun to sell it. Yeah. I sold it. That was fun. I, I met a good guy. I met a good guy. I sold the game. Made I made a new friend. the wrong number. I sold the game. I had fun. I had fun. <laughs> I played, I played it, five it five times. times and had I loved it. And then I sold it. One. Fuck good, that game. Good experience. Yeah. Good experience. Good experience. <laughs> Jessica Enge says, Eng. yeah, for me, this game is zero points, but I still give it two points because of good graphics. <laughs> <laughs> zero points. Two points. Well, points. we got a two-pointer. Two points. Two points. Two points. Hey, two points. Kobe. <laughs> zero points, but the graphics are cool, so. I know. Zero, this game is zero points. <laughs> zero points. Have you ever said that hating a game? What do you think of this game? This zero, zero points. points. Yeah, I give on a zero. scale of well, one. On a scale of zero to ten, what would you give this? Zero mm-hmm. points. Yeah, you scored zero. How points. many points does this game get? Zero. For a fun factor, Spoolmeister says, "I don't know." Spoolmeister. Spool. The Spoolmeister. At the end, it's just another multiplayer solitaire resource conversion optimization game with very weak. Slash boring worker placement and weak slash boring deck building. I'll tell you what's weak is that insult to the game. That is trite. That is what, I guess maybe like a spreadsheet kind of thing. Read read again the very beginning of that. Um, resource At the conversion. end, it's just another multiplayer solitaire resource trite. conversion trite. optimization game. Trite. That's the beginning. That is the most lazy, universally, like... You can't think of anything like to say that's more clever than that. Right. Well, it's funny because you know, like to us, that's like one of the best parts. Is like at the end, you get to potentially have a turn where you get to do all this stuff, and you're like pumped about it. I can't imagine somebody have been like, oh, I get to do this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and they're like, ew. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're gonna play a <laughs> Euro game, one thing. If you, <laughs> right. if you know you're that's playing a stuff. Euro game, you're gonna be. You resource optimization right. again. It's just like they can't figure that out or something, and they feel dumb, and so they write. I think that. there's some reason they don't like the game, but you can't 
you're gonna really point to I gotta turn resources into other resources. That's every fucking Euro yeah, game. Right. Don't play a Euro game. That's what they're gonna you're gonna do that in every yeah. one of those. Do your research. <laughs> do your research. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Jesus that was, Christ. Was that your Lexi? My, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Marfarian says, <laughs> What is the point of this game other than to make money for its designer? What? Um, the point is fun. Hello? What is the point of it? How would that critique come into your brain? Yeah. What's and the point? And that's what of you're this? gonna write down. Right. What's the point other than for the designer to make money? Is that even a critique? That no. doesn't make any sense. What's the point of this movie other than to make money? What's the point of right. Yeah, the actor just like, wants to make money in this movie. What's the point of that song? Oh, the artist is about to make money. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. Let's hear what Ironweed has to say. <laughs> Ironweed. <laughs> Uh, not sure why anyone would like this trash. Oh, he's talking Ouch. about the weeds. <laughs> talking about the weeds. I don't know. Really understand Jeremy L. Gunter's. There's just says forty-five slash sixty. Forty-five out of sixty. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. That just seems C-. like it's better yeah. than like a one or a two. <laughs> forty-five out of sixty. I think it's a forty-five good. out of sixty. Like yeah, forty-five <laughs> out of sixty. Points. Maybe that's uh, maybe that he played points? with two people. He got 45 points. The other player got 60 points. I thought that, or I thought maybe he like won 45 out of 60 plays. Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot. And rated that a one. Game a lot. I just watched a video on YouTube about a guy that who rated too many bones and reviewed it. And he was like, this game is the worst fucking, he's, blah, blah. he's talking about how terrible it was. He played it 30 plus times before he wrote that review. I believe I'm like, him. What? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Hate it. I'm like, at least you didn't realize he that has after the information. 10 plays? Yeah, that's true. At least he still. has the information to rate it properly in his mind. I it's funny. I like. But. I wrote this comment. It was like, wait. I was like, last night. I was like, you did. Yeah. And he wrote back and he was like, I agree with all your points you're saying and stuff like that. He was nice about it. But I was like, why? I just asked him. I was like, why did you play it 30 times if you hated it so much? You didn't realize until play 30. Oh, this game's terrible. And he was like, what was I doing? I'm like, that is a three-hour game you're playing. 30 times just to be like, this game sucks. Don't buy this game. What if he's like, I don't have a life, dude. Mind your own business. <laughs> I, what, what That'd I be great. If he's just right back, mind your own business, that'd be amazing. That would have been so funny. Maybe he's like, my wife made me do Yeah, it. that's kind of what I, he didn't say and he didn't respond to that exact question. But I was like, I, it's probably like someone he plays with loves it mm-hmm. and he was forced to play it. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Warren Pellucci says it's massively overhyped. Yeah, I mean. I, if you don't like the game, I understand definitely why overhyped. I can see this game has gotten a ton of buzz. Yes. So yeah. I can see somebody playing it and then being like, "What? What's so good about this?" I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, I don't hate that. Nero Tora says it pretends it has a theme unsuccessfully. It tastes like accounting, boring and uninspired. <laughs> oh god! All these people. It ta- quit tasting your game. Yeah. Delicious. It's cardboard. It's I gonna work fucking in accounting, mm. and it's not as boring as you think. It doesn't so. taste anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> I know what accounting tastes yeah, like. Can, I work there. Yeah. Playing a game is as boring as your work. That's that's rough. That's tough. Yeah. Well, usually people in accounting enjoy accounting, so this person suck it doesn't. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of comparisons to spreadsheets, to accounting, to yeah. work. Well, people, I feel like accounting, like. It gets like a bad. It's a rap. stereotypical boring job. Yeah, everyone's yeah. just like Ugh, doing math. Accounting. You're doing yeah. math for your job. But you're not doing math. Yeah, you're accounting. Let me just tell you, people, you do the <laughs> Listen, most basic of people. math. Between you people, you know, it's not a complicated <laughs> thing. It's yeah. just how you record transactions for a business. I learned a yeah. QuickBooks. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll just stop that. That's all right. Noxior. Says, trying really hard to like this. Never could get there. I really dislike it. Oh, okay. 
trying really hard to thanks for all the like reasons it. i never really did like it it's like they wanted to like it and they just didn't. trying hard to and that's how they yeah. said trying it. hard yeah didn't happen zero <laughs> yeah. points i don't ever i feel like that One you're point. doing it wrong if you're like trying to like it just let the fucking game happen if you yeah. don't like it you don't like it if you well, like some it people you like are it. like everyone loves it so i want to love it too but that's I just true don't. yeah that's, no, no, that's kind of right. what yeah, i yeah that that makes sense uh the maz says the miz Look in the dictionary under overrated, and you'll find a picture of this game. Whoa, wow. A whole lot of nothing. Sure, liar. it looks great, but the actions are so circular in nature. The deck building is boring. Cyclical. The worker placement Your might opinion. be the worst I have experienced in any game. I, know. I personally believe people are bl- being blinded by the production. I wonder, no. without nope. the hype, if I would have liked it more. It's not even fun, and that's my key criteria as to what makes a good game. Once and done. Wait, wait, wait. So you just rag on it, rag on it, rag on it, rag on it. And then you say, well, if it wasn't hype, I might have liked it. Yeah. And then he was like, it's not even fun, which is my key criteria. It's everyone's fucking key criteria. Why would you want to play a game that's not fun? My key criteria to like a game is fun. And this game is not even fun. (laughs) That's like the episode of The Office where he's like, you cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to? (laughs) Bogwan says. Bogwan? Listen to your Bogwan. Bogwan Kenobi. (laughs) <laughs> the game is just meh on everything. Meh. meh on theme, your explorers of some kind. Meh on deck building, cycle your deck five times at most, including the starting hand. Meh on worker placement, you have two workers and you might not be able to place both. It's just a resounding meh for me. Ooh. I mean, I have never had a round where I haven't placed my workers, so. That comment was suck pretty meh, the game. but I will say, like, what? A, okay. Okay, well, that's I'm, your opinion, yeah. bro. Whatever. Just like Plan your better. opinion, man. Yeah. Plan better. <laughs> yeah. Be better at the game, dummy. <laughs> Uh, psh, I don't know how to say this. Pichoir. The account. Pichoir. I think we've had that one before, haven't we? Maybe. Maybe. Pichoir. It's like the worst deck building combined with the worst worker placement combined with Splendor and Solitaire. Splendor? What? How is Splendor in this game? <laughs> nowhere near that. Nowhere near Splendor. Maybe there's some gems in it. <laughs> yeah, there is a red gem in there. There you go. That's well, what it Splendor, is. Well, Splendor, you're like creating an engine of resources, but you don't really do that. In our poor neck. analogy. Yeah. Way to go. Pishar. Yeah. Pishar. Compare it to different games, and maybe we'll believe your rating. Probably not, though. Dummy. Dumb. Raikkonen. <laughs> Raikkonen. Okay. Hate that red, yellow, green, blue components. Graphics are good, though. You That's hate the, the colors? Yeah. You hate the colors? You hate, hate the one? red, yellow. The Every game is red, yellow, green, and blue. I know. <laughs> this Every guy just gets so angry. Where's purple? The red, yellow, green, and blue in this game is awful. Who hates a game and rates it at low rating just because of the colors? But then immediately says the graphics are good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the colors. The graphics two, are good. Two points. Don't the graphics <laughs> trump the colors? Ah, nope. Not the, for that guy. Okay, you hate it so much. You're going to write a comment. I hate the red. They use the word hate. Yellow. Green yeah. and blue, but, ah, the gra- but the graphics are fine. Send it. G- Send good one. graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Me day says. Oh, I know this guy. You do? Yeah. It's like M I M I underscore D E. This guy hates everything. So this is what oh. Euro games have become: a bajillion currencies, tracks, card drafting, deck building, themeless nonsense wrapped up in an annoying look. Holy Moses! The poster child of convoluted for no purpose. Why do they even bother to put a theme in a tagline for this? What? I think so this is what Euro games. Why do they even bother to put a theme? So in this guy, I know this guy. He is like a curmudgeon. He's like a like a. I think he's old, older. Okay, okay. Um, and I think he's like a purist. You know those guys like in the war game forums who like if you happen to call Medmar Forty Four a war game. You know, they're like, this that's this me day. It's like that kind of crap. All right, continue. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Eating? I just took a bite. Okay. Okay, this is the last one. My Worker, Karen, Worker Planet, Worker Planet. Oh. <laughs> I wish. Would you They're say Karen, 1965? My Karen. My. My Karen. Not like Karen. K-E-R-A-N. K-E-R-A-N? Karen. Karen? Just who cares? Okay. Who Karen? It's not Karen like we're thinking of it, like yeah. get the manager yeah. Karen. Who Karen? Okay. Okay. Indiana Jones board game? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Too bad it's not like that. Ooh. The game Ooh. isn't explained well at all. It's a stupid game. Impossible to play. The one main task doesn't allow you to actually get anything done, and the cards don't give you enough information. Activate a site? What site? Activate a site you own? How is that determined? Research? Why? How? Buy a card? Why? There's not enough time to get all these things done. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, my God. Stupid for buying it a second time. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Not enough coin to do anything. No way to actually get coin. Pass, pass, pass. Absolutely ill-conceived and obviously poorly written manual makes for a complete mess of a game. So this woman has no idea how to play this game. So basically they're just like, they did not understand the rules at all. And then they sold it and bought it back. I think that is Karen. Karen I think that is Karen. Yeah, maybe it is a Karen. That is a Karen. She just put an E in front of Stupid, stupid, stupid. I bet that this Karen called CEG and was like, listen, your rule book is absurd. I don't even know how to play this? this game. Oh, get coin? How do you get coin? Where's the coin? Where do you get the coin from? I can't get coin. Yeah, and it's like I'm gonna sell. What? You know what? You know what? I'll the give sites. Chance. How about I'll buy just it look again. at the the sites? They're right there. They're on the board. Stupid. What stupid, sites? Stupid. stupid. stupid How do you even stupid. learn this game? The manual doesn't teach you anything. Did you do you remember a while back when I did a beatdown? Yes. I don't remember if Me it too. was for like a Zool or something. I remember but that. But I looked at some of, I didn't just look on BGG. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon. And there was somebody on there who was just like, it was like a Zool or something simple. And they were just like, this is way too hard to it's understand. It's the hardest don't thing I've ever. Yeah. Game, that's you know? that's like what, the, yeah. that so felt like an Amazon. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. that like Aunt Pat? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. felt like an Amazon yeah. review. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's crazy. So that, how do you feel now, Lost yeah. Ruins of Arnak? You've had it too good for too long. Yep. You've been beaten down. Probably still pretty good. <laughs> I think so too. Pretty good. Yeah. Here we are again for another installment of the Game Casters Essentials. The idea behind this segment is that these are games that all three of us unanimously agree are likely good for most everyone. That's not to say everyone will love them, but these are games that, if you don't have a collection, <clears throat> will be pretty safe bets to purchase sight unseen. We have six essential games already. Which are Bonanza, The Castles of Burgundy, Strike, Just One, The Quacks of Quedlinburg, and Istanbul. Now on to the seventh game to reach the upper echelons of Gamecasters fandom. The next installment in our Gamecasters essential line is Underwater Cities. Yay. Underwater Cities is a game designed by Vladimir Sukiyatumi Baby and comes in at a heaviest <laughs> essential game in our story catalog so far with a BGG weight of 3.6. Six. six. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next word I have is which. <laughs> a BGG weight of 3.6, which if you don't know anything about how BGG weight works, that's about middle heavy-ish. Underwater Cities makes this list because Natalie and Jeff love it, and I like it enough to not dare cross them, lest I be thrown into the chasmous depths of the water that bears thy name. You love it, too. No, seriously. This game is a freaking gem. It's one part terraforming mark and one part worker playment. <laughs> you have to manage cards in your tableau and cards in your hand. Do I take the action on the board? I really need to. Uh, or do I wait? because I have no cards matching the color of that action. The game really hums along and it always feels tense and exciting. <clears throat> Making the actual cities on your personal player board is amazing, especially when you get to place one of those red clitorises on the, bear, on, the <laughs> on the board. You feel so accomplished. The expansion adds a lot of variability What's, to the game with some modules. About? And you know what? This is Jeff's favorite game of all time. I'm going to pass the mic. Jeff, why don't you tell us why this game is essential? It's real good. I'll let me tell you. 
This game is, is, is weighted three point six. What you say? I just said? Yeah, I said three point six. Uh, okay. Three point six. Like, this game hit for me instantly. Yeah, us too. And the three of us had a little bit of a debate on whether or not we should put this game in our essentials list because of how heavy it actually is. Yeah. Is it essential to having a collection? And I think having a wide range of games is essential. And this, if you're, again, you're starting a collection, this could be the heaviest game that you own. Maybe, you know, until you buy a, a Vitalis Arita game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this could be a he- the heaviest game that you own. So you might not see something even heavier than this until later mm-hmm. in, our, in our collection. But at heart, this game is hand management, it's worker placement, and it, it's an engine builder. It's just another resource conversion. Just another... People say about this game. People say it's spreadsheet. You got to keep track of everything, but I like Uh doing that. The reason why this game hit me and gave me the feels all over my finger pads and my my, my pants area (laughs) is the combination of the card play and the worker placement is so satisfying. Juicy. The combinations that you can create in this game are so satisfying juicy. when i put a juicy worker on <laughs> a satisfying space. the red spot <laughs> on the satisfying red spot and i have a red car that creates this amazing combo That's or awesome. now this red car that that i can now play out that gives me end game scoring or that creates another piece of an engine is so satisfying to try to create those combos totally. it also makes every play that i've ever had feel different because the cards in your hand should be dictating your strategy and should be dictating where you put things. For sure. But also doesn't have to. If you need to do something, you just get rid of a card. Yeah. It's not forcing you down a path, but it's guiding you there. The expansion is ex- too expensive, but worth it because you get the awesome mm-hmm. boards. The um, the little engine starting tile and the, the assistant that you get that's different for everybody at the table... Um, speeds the game up a little bit. It gets that engine going, which I know people complain about at the start because it's like, it takes me three rounds to even get right, your engine again. going. Yeah. But this thing picks it up right away. Um, I want to play this game all the time. And I would play it all the time. It's a little long, right? It's hard to play on like a week night. Devin and I would probably have to play it like, you know, just because we go to bed freaking early because yeah, over we're the teachers and we're exhausted. But it'd be like a couple days. Um, I am like dying to play it again. It, I've like upgraded every component of it through BGG or through 3D printing, like little submarines. Um, it's a game that I think belongs in an essential collection because it is. It is essential. It's a game that you can bring out at game night and it will be different every time you play it. People who love games will want to play this because it's a gamer's game. So now we have things like Bonanza that you can play with Grandma. Mm-hmm. And have fun and have like laughs, right? Castles of Burgundy to get your friends from step zero to step two, right? There's a good step. You have your your just ones, your party games, things like this. And now this is your friends have gotten to a point where they want to see what's a big heavy game like. And I think this one is great. Wow. Underwater cities. How are you gonna follow that? Mangy Tangy, what do you got? <laughs> we should be married. How are you gonna follow that shit? Well, do you have anything else to add? That was that was pretty good. You got this. That was pretty good. Nagy Tiggy. Boy. I don't know what's wrong. Listen to your boy. Good job, boy. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> it, boy. You're Garcon. Garcon. Yeah. Good job. Garcon. Yeah, I mean, I ditto what Jeff said. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I think this game 
if if you're looking for a heavy game that's an essential this is the heavy game that's an essential and i agree with jeff it's like definitely one of one of the heavier games without going into like vital acerta territory because that's just like out of this world heavy out of this kind world. of thing like this is like, like Mars, a heavy very heavy but like in a different way i guess you know um all I, I remember when we first got this game and i and i think i've told this before but like i was kind of in like a bad mood and not really wanting to play a game and like Ryan like set this up and taught it to me and I was just like whatever and then I started playing the whatever. game and the <laughs> game was so good that it like completely changed my mood around because I was having such a good time it was so fun it was like I was just got really into it and and we played it several more times after that and I've loved it just as much every single time I agree with Jeff I would play this game anytime um we'll be right back it's, it's essential just, <laughs> yeah it's just really well done and and if you're looking for a heavy game that you think is gonna hit i think this is it and it kind of reminds me yeah. kind of reminds me of uh like remember so we, my brother-in-law kyle who we've talked about before I know him. he he oh, was kind of like back you know a couple years ago he was like newer into like these kind of board games and he's like i want to play something heavy and we played caverna with him and he was like Loved i it. love this and i feel like if we brought this out he would same be like, thing Fuck yeah yes. yeah he's in he wants a spreadsheet yeah it's yeah. heavy Gives so him you, a spreadsheet. you might like it is heavy. you might not want to but again yeah, but this is thing. this is in a collection yeah i do think it's heavy i agree with you guys there but i don't think it's overwhelming no. So, right. like a game, let's let's go. Uh, we don't even have to go Vital Lacerda heaviness. We go a game like Terra Mystica or Gaia Project that are heavier than probably Underwater Cities, but not as heavy as Vital Lacerda. Yeah, I think those games okay. could be a little more overwhelming. I feel like Underwater Cities is heavy enough that it's heavier than Castle of Burgundy for sure. Yeah. But it doesn't it's feel you're, you're not like oh my god, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. I'm not. I have no clue. I feel like it's very intuitive. And that's why I think it deserves a spot. Another reason I deserve a spot. Jeff, Jeff hit the nail on the head with all that stuff. Um, so that is our essential, our seventh essential. You're welcome to the underwater collection. Underwater cities. Boom. For today's oh, game of the that. episode, I felt like we needed to bring back a classic, one we haven't done in a long time. What? You tricked me. One that has a lot of contentiousness to it, even by Is this board game or bullshit? The creator of the damn game. It's time to bring this game out of retirement and get crazy yes. with a new version of board game... Or bullshit. Yes, Natalie. And then we're doing riddles. <laughs> In Board Gamer Bullshit, I'm going to read Jeff and Natalie each five different board games. Some of them, actual board games. Others are just complete and utter total bullshit. The game is, they have to suss out whether the game is real, a real game, or just nonsense created by a man with a brain so juvenile, it's almost a crime for it to be in my adult body. Natalie is so fucking pissed. <laughs> it's amazing. Let me tell you this, Natalie. I'm going to sneak a picture of her. Hold on, let me I thought that you were going to play a different game, and I think maybe that's the one you said for next time. Next time. Let me tell you something, Natalie. What? This is going to be a little easier for you to figure out than before. Okay. I think. If you pay attention... <laughs> if you pay attention to what I'm saying, I think you should be able to maybe determine. Do you remember when I did the game that was like something Pacifica? Yes. And Jeff was I like, remember. isn't that his car? There's little subtleties that you can Let get. Let me just say something. So I'll this is this. only for Natalie. So Natalie's get Jeff baby's gets the hardest game. Yeah. Jeff, okay, Natalie, Natalie gets baby's first Those game. Jeff, have, Jeff's so hardest when Natalie wins Jeff? this and then she rubs, she's like, well, I, I won now. He now wants it's that to my be on record. Yeah, I did not take it on record. You don't have that in Jeff's? 
Um, you know, if I do, if there is one in there, don't worry. You'll you'll let us know. Jeff has been. I'll no. tell you. Let me. Yeah, you will let us know. No. If you oh, feel like I got one of them is easy. Jeff gets that. Jeff is obvious. You are yeah. wrong because listen, this entire episode so yeah. far, you guys have been like, oh, what do you think Ryan's gonna say? Because I know what's coming out of his mouth next, and I and they're like, what, what do you think, Natalie? And I don't even know. So I guarantee I'm probably not gonna. Well, we're maybe. Find I don't out. know. Maybe all I know is Jeff typically does really, really well at this game. Mm-hmm. I think so. he typically Let's gets play. you. You do really well. So, okay. I, and knowing that, and I know you don't like it so much. Okay, but I know Jeff. This likes is supposed it. to be retired. <laughs> I know. I brought it out. Well, I'm bringing it out, and I because I think before I was just trying to trick the shit out of both of you. And now we're trying to give Natalie answers. So now let's I'm giving do it. I'm giving you a little a little you got this. more insight. Okay, kind of here we like, go. We hope Frankie wins because then she'll like the game and play again. Yeah, it's not that easy. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe some of these. Mine's might. like, uh, this game is called Zolkin. <laughs> I was gonna do that. I was gonna put the last one. And be like, in this game, underwater city. As I just said, we just say it in the, in the essential. Okay, here we go, Natalie. You're first. Oh, okay. This game is called Nuns on the Run. Okay. In Nuns on the Run, most of the players are novices who are eager to secretly explore the Grand Abbey at night in order to fulfill their secret wish. They sneak through corridors searching for keys and treasures. What treasures could a novice be searching for? Forbidden cookies? A soft mattress? Or narcotics? Or a book of witchcraft? While sneaking through the abbey, the novices must remain watchful for the abbess or prioress who are on patrol to ensure the pure novices remain that way. These characters are controlled by other players who want to nab the novices before they can make it back into bed. Is Nuns on the Run a board game or is it bullshit? It's a board game. Easy. <laughs> okay. I didn't know you knew that game. I don't know any game, but I feel like I've heard it before. You don't know the game, but you feel like you heard it before? That means you know the game. Means you know the game. Okay. I've heard the it's name. A board game. I knew you knew the game. Yeah. I was like, there's a good chance she wouldn't. And by yeah, this description, I get it. it yeah. sounds like it sounds weird. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jeff, here we go. Oh, wait, can you see this computer at all? No. Okay. Cheater. All right, Jeff. Yeah, it says nuns on the run. <laughs> <laughs> your next one's Alien Frontier, so you're ready. Now your third one's Ryan's butthole on that. <laughs> Black Lotus, Jeff. The Black Lotus is an artifact so beautiful, it interrupts all others while tapping into the pool of limitless mana. It is so rare and beautiful that collectors will pay stores of gold to acquire it. In Black Lotus, the game of beauty and intrigue, the goal is to gaze upon an endless field of flowers searching for the fabled Black Lotus. At the beginning of the game, the players see all the cards, including the Black Lotus, as one player swirls them all around the table. (laughs) They then are immediately stacked together, and players take it in turns to bid on where in the stack they think it is. Each player purchases one stack. Once players have their stack, they are allowed to discard cards from the top of their stack as often as they like. But if the Black Lotus should be discarded this way, they lose. All players stop discarding. After players stop discarding, there's one more auction. The player who then ends up with the stack of cards that have the Black Lotus gains money based on how close to the top of their stack it was. And the most money is the winner. Is Black Lotus a board game or bullshit? The Black Lotus, is that a flower? Is a lotus a flower? Yeah, a lotus is. I don't know if they're the real black lotus. Well, it's probably like some, because it's rare. I don't like that you use the word swirling. A lotus? Is that what you said? Swirling. Um, lotus flowers are usually like the ones on top at the beginning? of like lily pads. Oh, is that what that on, is? like water. Did at you the say something about they, that person takes a card and then swirls It says as around? one player swirls them all around the table. I don't like that. I feel like that was a really long explanation. I also yeah, some of these don't are. like that someone would be swirling anything. You don't like the swirling? I don't know if that would be the word that this game would use. Interesting. So are you going to call I'm going to go say Black Lotus is bullshit. Correct. 
Black Lotus. All right. You wrote oh, that long ass description? Um, ass mm-hmm. description. Yep. Ryan writes Damn. ass descriptions about you all the time. Here was the clue <laughs> that you could have maybe get. Black Lotus is a fl- is the car- is the most rare card in Magic. That one that's worth like oh. all that money. Oh, really? Okay. And so the first ar- sentence I wrote spoke to that. It's an artifact. Interrupt. I went with the word mana. swirling. Swirling worked. <laughs> yep. Swirling dervish. All right. Swirling gave it away. Are you ready now? Uh-huh. You ready for the yeah. next one? This game is called Lost in Hollywood. You are the big fish in the small pond of your hometown with dreams and aspirations of making it big on the silver screen. You are standing on the wall, feeling 10 feet tall with stars in your eyes that quickly turned to dollar signs as you are forced to wait tables directly adjacent to your hopes and dreams. In Lost in Hollywood, you are a waiter or waitress taking orders, cleaning tables, and trying your best to get noticed. You start with a hand of five apron cards and two workers to take actions to schmooze with the elite and get noticed, but careful, as too much schmoozing will get you fired. So you have to balance actual work with, with work in it. <laughs> Ooh. You should have never come to Hollywood. Is Lost in Hollywood a board game <laughs> or is it bullshit? It's bullshit. <laughs> I How do you it. know? I think it's bullshit. System of a down. Yeah, she got it. Oh, <laughs> damn. I didn't know if you'd get that. Good. Immediately when you said the name, I'm like, this is totally System of a Down. You did? You, you ended with that name? last line. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, this was a song. <laughs> System of a Down is a song called Lost in Hollywood. I did not know you were I just thought there was too that. much rhyming in there. You did. To be a game. That's what I would want. Okay. All right, All right, Jeff, you ready? Yeah. This game is called Oya Sumanasai. Oya, Oya Sumanasai. Spell it. O-Y-A-S-U-M-I-N-A-S-A-I. Oya Sumanasai. Oya. 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 Betcha, yeah. This game is called Oya. Oya. Good night to the pale fox. In... In Oyasumanasai, players simultaneously reveal animal cards from their hand. Beginning with the start player, cards are evaluated. If a sleeping fox was revealed, for example, all other players must either discard a card from hand or discard their current played card. If a wakeful red panda was played, players randomly take a card from the player to their left. The round ends once the pale fox is either played or discarded, with the one playing or discarding it losing. Through clever play and varying animal powers, players can rid themselves of the pale fox or ensure others will have to play. Oyasuma Nasai and good night. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not. Oyasuma Oyasuma Nasai is like old maid. And good night. It's old maid. Is that old maid? You don't want the old maid. So you don't want the gray fox. You, you don't, don't want, want the Oyasuma Nasai and so you play these cards, you pass them around, you get all the Samana Samana. And Ryan watches anime, so if this is something, do you know anything about anime? What's the fake anime you made up? Oh, yeah, that was, I have it on my phone. Something with the sun. Yeah, it was like, Nakanoke. Oh, yeah, Nakanoke. I have it on here. Nakanoke Spirits of the Sun. <laughs> Nakanoke Spirits of the Sun. So, I didn't write anything else except that. Um, yeah. like, know, he's probably watching something called Nakanoke Spirits of the Sun. I'm trying to think of like <laughs> Japanese designers, games. Do they have lots of card games? Is that something that is in that culture? Mm. I'm going to for some reason say that this is a this is a game. Okay. A game. This is in fact bullshit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was my other choice. <laughs> that was my second choice. I almost second said that. choice. Okay. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Natalie, you ready? Yeah. Here we go, Natalie. Okay. Abraco, what? 
Abrica What is a family game of deduction and spell casting. On your turn, you try to cast one of the spells you have in front of you, but it's harder than it looks because only the other players can see which spells are available to you. So with cunning wit, clever logic, and a little luck, you have to determine which spells to use against your competitors. Watch your magic words, though, because if you try to cast the wrong spell too often, you'll lose the game. Is Abrica what? What? A board game. Or is it blah, 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 um, Say Robert Reagan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 The or is it Nixon? Yeah, Nixon, Nixon. That was Nixon. Um, Nixon, Nixon. I guess I'll say. Abrica what? Abrica what? A board game. It is. A is board that your game. final answer? Yeah. Jeff knows. You know yeah, this one. Oh. Yeah. That is a board really? game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Abrica what? Jeff knows. Guess. Jeff knew that oh. one. Fucking miserable Nelly is right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she God, she's so, so You're miserable doing right well. now. You've gotten them all correct. <laughs> That system of the down. Oh, come on, you got system of the down. I thought you would think that was cool. I did like that. That was, that was All right, Jeff. Do you like that you're going to win? Does that help? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Jeff, here you go. Puppy Heaven. Puppy Heaven. Ever. That's really sad. I know. <laughs> hey, I don't even want you to Wait, read wait till you listen to the description. Like this game already. Ever wonder what heaven is like? It's full of puppies, of course. Frolic in the clouds amongst the endless litters of puppies as you try your best to pick out the cutest and cuddliest of them all. This eternity will be anything but restful. Sound, sound that bad? No, it doesn't. Now. To win this trick-taking game of canine companionship, you start games. by playing a breed games. card to the cloud. Your fellow ethereals then play cards of the same breed. Highest number wins the breed. And from now on, anytime someone plays, leads that breed again, you trumpet with whatever numbered card of that breed you play, so long as it was led. After all cards run out, you count up the cards you have of each breed, with majority getting a point. Most breeds at the end of a lifetime, three rounds, wins the game. You've died and gone to puppy heaven. Say breeds again. Breeds. He breeds. Okay. Here's she what I breeds. think, Natalie. Puppies don't go to heaven. Dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. So you're not going to get puppies. Puppies go to hell. <laughs> you're getting help. If a puppy dies, it goes to hell. A lot of puppies aren't just little dying. dying all the time. I don't think that name would have got by. I don't think people are like... Yeah, Puppy Heaven's a good name. Puppy Heaven's not going to work out. Puppy Heaven is... So you're calling bullshit on this? Yes. Correct! All right. Bullshit! Yeah, it was like all dogs Only go to Ryan heaven. Ryan would talk about dogs in heaven. I, was, I thought it was like, it was a twist on it. Like, you're like, oh, you've died and gone to Puppy Heaven. Like, I'm in heaven with puppies. Okay, it wasn't like, the dogs, the puppies have died. Dead. They're dead puppies. What's up in heaven? Dead puppies. Well, they're only in heaven because they died. murdered puppies. <laughs> no, you're in, like, Puppy Heaven. They're like whatever. angel puppies. Okay, all right, Natalie. Okay. Obsessed much? You play as a store clerk, Jericho Jenkins, unassuming, friendly, and obsessed in some way with every person he meets. Bullshit. There's no way Jericho Jenkins. This is horse shit. Do you want to? Do you, you seriously want to say bullshit? There's more. You can read it if you want. Do you want to? A store owner, Nangly Brangley. Is the store owner, Nangus Brangus. Bringer. Ronald Bringer. Bringer. All right, keep Take turns revealing locations on the board by careful decision making to unravel the truth of Jericho's sordid past. Why does he seem to become obsessed with every person he meets? What happens to them because of his obsession? If you can be the first to correctly unlock the mystery, you will win the game. But after hearing and learning everything there is to know about Mr. Jenkins, did you really win? Still bullshit. You sure? Leroy yeah. Jenkins. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Sounds like his name was Jenkins. I thought that was a really good description. The moment you were like, show you. it is. <laughs> it is. That was your clue. Yeah. But you said 
you well, see, also well, because your name was Jericho Jangling Jangler. That's a made up name. No, that is a fantasy made up name. Well, yeah, that's a board games are fantasies. All right, Steve rules fantasies. You just described yeah. jo- what's his name, Joe Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is it, yeah. This, that, right, that, was, that was supposed to be your clue there. Was if you thought about it, I guess Jericho Jenkins apparently was just impossible um, to fathom that it could be a Nangle real name. Well, yeah. Jenkins is a she normal name, and Jericho is a normal name. Yeah, but combined, and it's not. and Bringer are neither of those. Are normal. <laughs> right when you said that, me and Jeff look at each other uh, like, no. I know. That's not, all right, here we go. Here you go, Jeff. Fairy, unicorn, mermaid, princess, kitten. <laughs> Fumpk. What? Fumpk. F-U-M-P-K. Fairy, unicorn, mermaid, princess, kitten. Is a game in the style of the family classic. Taco. Go fish. Oh. Fump combines like, a crowd-pleasing theme with a colorful design. Each player builds, I'm sorry, plays their turn in order, which is made up of the action phase and the build phase. In the action phase, players will try to increase the amount of cards in their hand. To do this, they have a number of options. Name a card they want and ask a player to hand it over. If that player has it in their hand, they must give it up. They may draw a card, either from the draw deck or the top of the card of the face-up trade pile, or they may choose to discard a princess in their hand onto the trade pile and draw cards equal to the value of the princess they discarded. In a player's build phase, they will try to play a set featuring a princess card and enough follower cards to match the symbols on that princess card. They may only play one set per turn. If they do, they are rewarded with a card from the draw deck. Each princess card has a value from two to four. The first player to play 12 points worth of princesses wins the game. Is fairy, unicorn, mermaid, princess, kitten, fumpk a board game, or is it bullshit? Fumpk. Why do I get those card games? Fumpk. You have gotten a lot of card games. All of them. Hmm. Fairy, unicorn, dragon, knight. What is it? Dragon, knight. It is fairy, unicorn, mermaid, princess, kitten. Sounds reasonable. Fumpk. Kitten. Very unicorn. Why Actually, it says here F U M P K. F F U M P K. Fairy, unicorn, mermaid, princess, kitten. Fairy, unicorn, mermaid, princess, kitten. Why would kitten be in there? Kitten's not yeah. a fantasy. Fump. Why wouldn't it be like. Fump. Fump. Kitten. Uptown. Fump Q. <laughs> Uptown. Fump Q. I've also had one, two, three. No. I've had three BSs in a row. Could he be four? I'm going to say it's bullshit. Fumpk is a board game. Damn. It is? Yes. Fair. Unicorn. Man, princess. Kit. Go Fumpk yourself. Why didn't you say Natalie bullshit wins. like run away? Natalie wins. She can't lose? Yep. Nangly Brinkley oh, wins. Yes. There you go, Nangly Look Brinkley. Look at her face. She's, she's like, like, oh. No, I'm so... Oh, I guess if we have to play this again, it'd be fine. <laughs> no, if we just, if we have to, like every once in a while, I guess it's it fine. The okay was because you put in little clues and that was fun. Okay. There's two more and I'm getting through them. I fucking spent time All on right. this. We're going to play. I was going to say, this seems like a lot of work. All right, Natalie. Surprise the me. Divine Wind. A dexterity battle of martial you farts. Gotta be you said kidding. wind. It's out. It's BS. Move BS. on. It's a game about farts. Yep. Oh, we God. all know it. Let me read the We all know it's about farts. Let me Next. read it. Let me... <laughs> I got it right. Yep. Let me read it. About farts. The Divine Wind is a lightweight dexterity game where you play as samurai, <laughs> taking to the battlefield to engage in the ancient tradition of higasen or fart battling. That's will, the most obvious thing in the should. world. You will ride your horse around the uh, battlefield, you to want to play positioning your posterior to blow away your opponents with your superior flatulence, using bean buns to increase your strength, bean sake buns. to increase your duration, and special cards to tip the battle in your favor. You will fight to be the last samurai standing. Every card that is not used becomes a shield 
to protect from your opponents. With positioning and good old flick of the wrist, you will corner your opponents, pierce their defenses, and blow them down with a divine wind. I might actually throw the cards in this fake ass. Is game. the divine wind? I didn't even get through wind, and Bullshit. Jeff was like, "Fuck that!" I, as soon as I divine wind, I'm like, "This is okay." Divine wind, a dexterity battle of martial farts, is a board game. No, it's not. Google it. Martial farts? <laughs> That's not. Did you Google fa- games about farts? Yeah. You did not. I sure did. I'm looking it up. Games about farts. Well, I got one wrong. The divine. You trickster. Here, look. Man. The Divine Wind, a dexterity battle of martial arts. It has a 4.0. Two points. It came out in 2016. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a 4.0 grade point, point, point average. Right. That's good. That's All right, Jeff, see if, you can, see if you can do this. All right, game about farts. I can make it closer. <sighs> Penis camouflage. Oh. What? The goal of the game is to disguise an offensive image, Penis camo. such as a penis, as a harmless drawing. Create a challenge by combining one of the penis stamps with a theme. I'm sick of drawing whales throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> Select one player to begin as the judge. The judge stamps everyone pad of paper, declares a theme for the round, and starts the sand timer. So it's like a penis stamp, okay? Boom. So they stamp it, say penis, and the then they like mountains. Draw quickly to transform the image before the time runs out. The judge selects a winner, and a new judge is then chosen. Play continues until everyone has had their fill of penis. Penis. Of penis. penis <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's a game because I want it to be. A game. It is a game. Yeah, yeah penis. penis you look up fart game, game. You look up penis yeah. game. Dick game. Fart yeah. game. <laughs> I like that you called out Divine Wind as bullshit, and it wasn't. I'm sure you love that. I did love it because you called out my Jericho Jenkins as bullshit. Now I, I, I was hard right on about that. Rongo Bringer starts his own business and he's walking around. <laughs> yeah. The town of Brulington. I don't what's wrong with Jericho Jenkins. Jenkins? That just seems like something you would use. It, it sounds does. like Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins is like a normal name, no. I thought. Listen, Jenkins. <laughs> In today's okay. top five, we're doing our top five games to play around All Hallows Eve. And you better hurry if you want to play these ones because it's in a week, damn it. Let's get it started with this spooky, spooky list. We'll go Jeff, me, Natalie. Jeff, what's your number five Halloween themed game? This is Halloween. This Halloween. Is Halloween. I'll go with the Halloween game, in my opinion. Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Betrayal at House on the Hill. That's a good one, dude. It's just, I feel like it's the Halloween game. When I think of Halloween, I think of this. Tis. It's like haunted house yep. always something spooky happening you have idols and boys things men and boys men. Men, men men becoming wolves <laughs> there's lots of stuff happening men could become wolves in this game <laughs> the werewolf, if there was a werewolf bar mitzvah like scenario Expansion pack, to that I'm in. i would totally play that <laughs> it's spooky scary <laughs> um yeah it's just it's it's great it's it also just comes with a lot of laughs there's a, a legacy version that's also very cool that you could start on Halloween or play it every Halloween from now until 2050. Until <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you never see the same one. <laughs> but yeah, Betrayal, I feel like in my head when I think of Halloween, that's it. Set the lights, set the mood, set, have a little like, set those lights. you know. For sure. Have some candy corn. I don't know what else Halloween Ooh, I shit. Love candy yeah, I like candy corn. corn. Yeah. Candy corn. Pumpkins. Number one candy. Those are good. Yeah. All right, number, one number five for me. First of all, my list has uh, a lot of games in here have names like like Die, Death, yeah, Mad, Fear. Yeah. <laughs> so number five for me is Cthulhu Death May Die. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, pretty much kill the death. Anything in like a uh, yeah, uh, anything in like uh, the Lovecraftian universe is probably pretty fair yes. to yeah. put on a list of Halloween games. That's my number five. And- Natalie, what is your number five? So my number five is the only one on my list that isn't actually like kind of spooky scary, but it does relate to Halloween. I know what it is. I can't wait. It's called Candyland. I knew. What? It has candy. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It's a land of candy 
And how you got it for kids is all. And about you're the trick candy. or treating at, at Gingerbread Corner and mm-hmm. and Gumdrop Lane. Exactly. Boom. Oh man. Candy Land. All right. I'm, I'm, candy Land. Oh, I got to think of another number four because that was my number. Four. That, damn. <laughs> that was my number <laughs> one. How do I fix it? What do I do? All right, Jeff. What's your number four, man? My number four. I'm trying to go a little Which, bit. Wait, hold on. One off time. the beaten path. Not with Candyland. Not Candyland. Not Candyland. Okay. Anything well, but Candyland. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some games. There are always these games that I think come up a lot, like Arkham Horror, like Betrayal. Yeah. I'm going to go with a game that I reviewed a while ago called Caritos. Ooh, Caritos. And Caritos <laughs> is a game where you're literally Portuguese monsters stealing villagers out of oh, the village. that's right. What that's is more Halloween scary? And a lot of these things are, I know it's like it's like a Portuguese festival. Yeah. You think of like, they're dressing up. A festival. They're s- stealing Humans, you know, this is like yeah. this freaky. is Reminds the spirit of, of Halloween is stealing freaky. villagers. Freaky and deaky. So I think in the right setting, the, also the the um, little standees are like those acrylic see through. That's yeah. cool. Saying things which are cool. Those are cool. Um, they're painted beautifully. It's caritos. caritos. Well, I'm just happy you gave me a vehicle to say caritos. Caritos. I like yeah. that episode. Number four for me is another Lovecraftian game. One of my favorite games of all time. It's called Mansions of Madness. Yeah, I thought the mom would be on there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The mom. Absolutely. Mom Bassa. <laughs> Dad Bassa, Grand Bassa. All right, Natalie, what's your number four? Shoot some letters. Is no. That's three. My another my number four, I'll give you a clue. Brains. Just kidding. It's called <laughs> Just kidding. It's called, called Zombies. Run, fight or die. All right. That was like the cutest. He's like Brains. brains. Just kidding. <laughs> Zombies like Brains. Yeah. That's Scarlet. Next time we have them on the podcast, we should have her do her like monster impression because she literally it's so she'll funny. be like brains or something, and it's like the creepiest she thing to be ever. A zombie, and it's really funny because we're like, "What's your favorite food, zombie?" And she's like, "Chocolate and M and M's." We're like, "What do you like to do?" And she's like, "Pooping and peeing." Yeah. <laughs> that's what really, monsters do. Really funny. That's what they do. So it's really funny. funny. All right, Jeff, what's your number four? <laughs> My number. F- wait, no, three. Yeah. Number three. Three. Number three. Three. My number three is a game about witches. Broom service. It's broom service. Broom service. It's broom service. It's broom service. Oh. service. You're a freaking witch <laughs> witches, flying around. Yes, What's more Halloween than witches? That's okay. a very Halloween theme. Other than Candyland. That's a Halloween theme, <laughs> yeah. right? Candyland is number one. I don't know why that wasn't your number one. Yeah. That is a broom service is a pillow screaming, anger inducing yep. blast for me. I love that game. It's fun. I agree with everything except the blast. Yeah, part. man, it's so fun. <laughs> broom That's service. Awesome. Very cool. Number three for me is a game about brains called Run, Fight, or Die. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't do honorable mentions either, so I don't have anything to fill it in with. So if we have crossover, that's just what's going on. All right. Cool. What's your number three, Natalie? My number three. I don't think I've ever played this game, but I'm going to say she it said anyway. This earlier. She's like, we're doing uh, a top five spooky this. games. Can we can we include games we haven't played? I'm like oh, that's in your top five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A game. That- I, but it fits the theme really well, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Abomination. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. It's the Frankenstein. Oh uh, yeah, Frankenstein game. Creepy. Spooky, scary. Game. Boys becoming men. Men Boys becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. Yep, Abomination, yep. the era of Frankenstein. Yep, yep. Nice. Well, tell us about it, Natalie. Well, I've never played it, but yeah. it seems very Halloween themed. So <laughs> it's Halloween. There you go. So suck it, nerds. So yeah. she has Candyland and a game she's never played. Yeah. In her top five. Killing it. <laughs> Halloween, bitches. All right, Jeff, what's your number two? My number two is one of my newest favorite games called Destinies. Ah, that's a good one. Destiny's good especially answer. the especially the the that's first scary? the base game. Yeah. Well, the face game, the face game. It's about the werewolf. base game has like that's true. you know werewolves and magic and bar transforming mitzvahs. things and bar, and bar mitzvahs and boys becoming men and becoming wolves and, and it just 
It has. And then it's also like if you play it on the app, the app has this like kind of eerie music in the background as you're going to these places. People yeah. are dying. It's very it's spooky. S- spooky. No, it's, 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 got, a, it's spooky got a spooky scary. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Destinies. Number two for me yes. is the uh, first, the, the beginning of my games that are about fear. And this one is Fear of Tight Spaces, and it's called Claustrophobia. Claustrophobia is about being in the catacombs and playing and fighting against demons. And that's very spooky, Halloween. Yeah, demons, you're pretty good. uh, (laughs) It's a good bet bet. for you. All right, Natalie, what is your number two? My number two, and I'm proud of this one, is Dark Stories. That was the one I thought you were going to say for number five. Yeah. I feel like that's a great Halloween one because you're just talking about these messed up dark stories. Stories usually about something weird or murdery or murdery death and dark. My yeah, you're gosh. right. Always murdery. Very good. All right, Jeff. Where we've made it, man. Number one. Which that number was going to be dark stories. Was going to be my number one. I'm going to make a switch. Oh, okay. I'm going to say calling an audible. Either the Mister Jack Pocket game or Mister Jack. Cool. Oh yeah. Dark like dark setting. One on one. Very good. Trying to hide. Trying to sniff somebody out. Again, you could dim the lights. You could put on some music. Yeah. You could put on the like Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes music. music. Fatty Copman. Fatty yeah. Copman is Jack Fatty Copman. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just got a cool like theme. It goes. I feel like it goes along with the dark kind of Halloween atmosphere. Sure. Yeah. Very so good. Mr. Jack slash Mr. Jack Pocket. Like it. Number one for me is a game I don't own anymore, but it's about fear. And this is a this was a game. I remember when I bought it, I was like, it didn't stay in my collection. But if it did, I was like, this is a game I I, I would only play this on Halloween. And you put these glasses on that completely take away your vision, Ooh. and you're playing with your touch. It's called Nyctophobia. Yes. Little finger pads. I was trying to think. Nyctophobia seems like such a great game to play on Halloween. Yeah, it does. Again, you're blind, and you know most of you are just feeling around in this forest, you know, with your little finger pads where you are, and then one person is the axe murderer trying <laughs> to kill you, right, and chase you down, and it's freaky because you can't see shit, and you're just trying to get through, and you got to communicate with your people, like, okay, I think I'm in the corner. You know, they're like, oh, you got to get to the car, which is on the other end of their board. And so that's my number one, Nyctophobia. Natalie, good what choice, about you? Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. My number one is Horrified. It's got all the classics. Yep. Dracula, Frankenstein, yep. werewolf, werewolf, vampire. Spooky. <laughs> Dracula is a vampire. But you know Boys. what I mean. Yeah. Boys, um, men. Yeah, I think men, that's just. Wolves. <laughs> that's the Invisible Man. The American version. Yes, the American version yeah. just came out. I have to actually send that to our good friend Stephen. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I did so, play that, FYI. You oh, did play okay. That one. I one. wanted yeah. to um, give a shout out to this geek list on Board Game Geek. I will list it in the show notes. This game is the Geek List for Halloween games. There are 22 pages, each page Whoa. with 25 games on it. So 25 times 22, whatever the hell that is. That's Some a lot of number. games. And these are all really good games that are that you can play that are themed in the spooky Halloween-y kind of theme. So again, I'll list that in the show notes. Uh, Jeff Nally, if you guys want to list any honorable mentions uh, before we uh, take this sure. one away, ahead, let Jeff. us know. I got Catacombs. Good one. Could be a good one. Ooh, yep. Any one. detective type of game, Chronicles of Crime, Detective, yeah. Sherlock, right. all that kind of stuff. Dead of Winter is one that usually comes up on every list. I was surprised that wasn't on there, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking of what not to yeah, play. That sure. always gets highlighted. Paranormal Detectives is a new one that Love I think that would be game. great. Deception, Murder in Hong Kong, or whatever the new one is called, is great. Cryptid, you're literally hunting a monster, if you get into the theme of that. That totally. could be cool. The new game from Devere called Castle Party is literally Halloween themed. Oh, yeah, that's themed. Halloween themed. Oh, yeah. um, Black Angel sounds like it would be uh, the Halloween. It's not. <laughs> and... 
Um, Any Cthulhu My last game. one is, Horror, you know, Horror. Halloween yeah. is about being scared, and I fucking hate Ticket to Ride, so that's the f- most frightening <laughs> game I could ever think of. Ooh, train games. So that's all I got. Do you have any honorable mentions now? I only have two. Skull. Yeah. Yeah. And ghost it's like Day of the Dead stuff, I think. Stories, which I thought one of you would have. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about ghost stories. Yeah, ghost stories is a good one. It's yeah. about ghost stories. It's about, yeah, ghosty, ghosty stuff. Very, very, very Ooh. cool. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, I like that.